Are you guys ready for some more Hans Zimmer epic organ? Organ? I'm doing this with my tentacles. <laughs> yep, tentacles and everything. And everything. Uh -huh. oh. That's disgusting. Alright, I'm going to hit him a bit, wait, guys. Hey! Oh, hey, shit, wow. Dope, right? Spin move. I, like I, I brought an organ in here and everything. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. I know, right? It's, I don't know why it took me so long to get into it. Alright, I gotta end it. Because we're gonna get struck. Struck? Yeah. By love? Lightning. Thunderstruck! Thunderstruck! Um. <laughs> and. <laughs> that was like that was lustful almost welcome mm. everybody in the last room at the bar ASMR yeah I, I forgot to tell you guys I, uh, I sent an email out that we're gonna we're changing the format <gasps> are we are we asthma now yeah we're asthma now okay really shh <laughs> he's eating pizza <laughs> really <laughs> we're ASMR now wait hang on really <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> No one could understand that. Nope. I'm alive. I'm alive. Oh god. Oh god. Alright, thanks okay. for having me guys. Uh, anyway, I hope that helped you fall asleep. Uh yeah. So anyway. <laughs> We're continuing our voyage, if you will, through Pirates of the Caribbean. This time on Run DMC. Sorry, Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest. Um. <laughs> audibly, I have a very audibly that sounded wonderful. <laughs> I have a very strong feeling I'm gonna have to do a lot of defending for this movie. Chris, maybe. maybe man. I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, save that thought process. For the next movie. Oh, you watched the other one? No, I'm saying. <coughs> yeah, we're doing the third. saying right now. Uh -huh. I think my criticisms are mostly going to be in the third one. Oh man, I love the third one. I All right, I know. I know. That's probably that's what I would say tonight. I think we're going to be on the same page pretty much, okay. mostly. Um. So um, wait, did anything happen this week? Um. Besides look, Suicide Squad coming out, what if, a very what if trailer? A, a very big thing happened in the world of cinema. The Coen brothers have split up. The Daft Punk of... What? American cinema, they have, they have split up. What? One Coen brother has decided that he doesn't want to make film anymore. No! If you look at Inside Lewin Davis, all of Buster Scruggs, yeah, those themes are in there. And Buster Scruggs is not a bad final movie to go out on. Damn, dude. I but just... I, I'm pretty... Uh, we're all pretty sure now that the Coen brothers are done as Coen brothers making... When was this found out? They totally this did week. a Daft Punk, too. Everyone's like, so when's your next thing? Like, oh, we're done. No, we're done. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, that's straight up Daft Punk. Yep. And... And... Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah. To, just be like the last thing I made with my masterpiece. You guys deal with it. Fonts. Uh, Alright. Be well, happy. That's whatever. probably... I would say... Live your life, asshole. For this, I think they are one of, if not the most important American filmmakers post Spielberg. Malone. Um, <laughs> uh, I post Spielberg. Post Malone. Malone. End of this week. Um, 
So I would say if I were to put a list of some of the best American filmmakers since Spielberg, Tarantino, P.T. Anderson, the Coens, um, Scorsese is still making stuff, but he's pre-Spielberg. I would say those three people are certainly up there. Uh, and so I am sad that they are gone, and that sucks. Um, but they, we've only well, done he's not a, that. He's not as filmmakers. I'm just talking about as artists. Like, well, but sure one of them is still going to be gone, right? Maybe I don't know. Damn. They, what is uh, he planning on doing? Pottery or something? No. Cards. Where do you go after your like? That's the that's the thing. Where do you go? Like Inside Lewin Davis is about a man who is as good as Bob Dylan, but was better with his partner. But his oh. partner is dead, and his partner is gone. So how do you live your life as the creative partner, now continuing in this world, dealing with the grief of that person being lost, on the eve of Bob Dylan becoming big, and that's what you are. You are Bob Dylan. That's oh, thank that movie. you. <laughs> Inside Lewin Davis, is you all are about, too. Like <laughs> losing. What happens when that creative partnership goes and one person wants to carry on? Is it about grief? Is My it about loss? It's like it's different when it's a creative thing versus a real thing. Um, like a child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so we've only done Lebowski, right? We've only done Lebowski. All right. I just think that's a hit that we need to do more. Oh, we have a brother. We have a brother on the wheel. Uh, and I would say no countries are going, but I'd say um, in terms of fun stuff, raising Arizona, no countries probably their best one outside of Fargo. Fargo would be the next one. Fargo? And if we do it, of course, Zach would want to come on and talk about all this exploits in Fargo. The, uh, the dice were loaded. Um, liar's dice. Oh, liar's dice. Liar's dice. Snake eyes. I thought it was so crazy. We did snake eyes last week. There's a whole yeah. game involving dice. Yeah. And none of it's snake eyes. I need to listen to that reaction again. That was just such a like, genuine reaction of just like, why would you do that? Well, that was layered for me because all my inside jokes throughout high school was like, "This is this is crazy." Guys, I, I would have I would have broken down in theater. I don't know. If you, I would have been like, oh, "Are you kidding me?" I would have just laughed, and everyone like, "What the fuck? Why are you laughing?" Like, it's a long story. Anyway, so and I start talking. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Cthulhu make the lover. Cthulhu is real. So. uh... It's a long story, yeah, but it's... <laughs> I have one. What? The final Evangelion rebuild movie comes out on Thursday. <gasps> oh, that's right. I'm going to go back to Ava so we can talk about that. Hideaki Anno swears up and down he is done. Good. He's been doing... He's been dealing with this for over almost 30 years now. He's not saying... never. He's not saying he's never coming back, but he's saying I'm pretty never much... Never say never! Well, uh, it's going to be another 10 years or so before I would feel like people want to. Right. I mean, he's put it all out there. He's, he's doing live action stuff now, so. Like, how many more times can you go over this story? Once for yourself, right. once spitefully for the fans, and then another one for everybody. Right. Yeah. So, so I, feel, I feel like he should stop. He's like, yeah, I've, um, he's just like, yeah, I'm, uh, I've, I've said everything I needed to say. I've like, said too much. I have a definitive end to this for me. Like, he has only ever made stuff, like, that only he would like, you know? Wait, dude, he, you know. Got lucky then. Yeah. There's so many people who like the thing that he likes. So, um, yeah, he, uh, I'm, like, I'm still looking forward to it. Opening fit. What's wrong with I you? I just want to get to Neon Genesis Evangel- Evangeline without getting to spell all of it. Oh. There we go. Smart move. What are you trying to look just up? Just anything. Oh. He's never even seen images of this. 
Oh, dude, can we please show him Third Impact? Oh my god. No, I'm not going to show him the, one of the most important aspects of the show. <laughs> what are you going to show him? Oh, these robots. Yeah. It's this anime. There's a trailer for the final movie. It's the more more uh, interesting looking Gundam. Don't don't fucking attack me. I just think the they heck? look slightly cooler than Gundam people. I'm assuming this probably reveals stuff too, because no, it's the third movie. It's it doesn't. The same story. This, no, this trailer. This, it's not the same story. Okay. It's I mean, but it is a third movie. Do the, do the robots? As far as I know, I can't get. I can't something. get. I can't get any of this. But it's like, yeah. Do the robots fly? Mm, they don't really don't need to. You want to hit that? Do I want to? No. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, this is really cool. Uh, so yeah, it comes out here soon. <laughs> On Thursday, this Amazon awesome. Prime, along with all the other rebuild movies. Wow, this is really cool. Alex, could you please just play the darn video? I didn't know. Does it look like it's... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going on. Wait for it. There we go. There we go. A minute into it. Jesus. That's anime for you. <laughs> Even in the trailers. It does look good. Wow. Though. This looks... Hey. Just yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to see your Stupid good. Ass. Oh, so these are 3D. <laughs> these are like 3D models, right? Oh, yeah. So, the, dude, how is... No, this is... Hand, some, like, the characters are hand-drawn, but some of this is 3D. Wait, how, how old are these kids? Uh, it's complicated in yeah, the rebuilds. Dude, it's complicated, man. It's complicated. Oh, it's in the show, they're 14-year-olds. It's muddy water, man. But in the rebuilds, it's complicated. Why? Is it like the anime explanation of being a pedophile where they're like she's actually a thousand years old but she looks 12 i'm gonna leave it alone yeah so that's probably no there's some story things god i can't wait why they look older no i don't want to put ideas in your head that way you go in and you're like this is where the show's gonna go and you know me i always get disappointed no but (laughs) it's about disappointment it's just about laying those bricks yeah let the show be what it is rather than you going in and being like this is what i think it's gonna be that happens i would uh, believe that you would be satisfied and not care but like why not just let the show be what it is. I'm just, I'm so ill prepared to like look at. Should we show them the uh, little girls like booties the whole time? It's hard, man. Yeah. What? There was a live action Evangelion. No, there, there is no live action Evangelion. No, this is that's you, like you they too. tried, they tried, they've made live action commercials of Evangelion, but they have not. Well, how, how many... Alex you... Jones explains Evangelion. <laughs> oh my god. No, <laughs> no, no. no, no. To. We're not going to air that crap on No, mind. No. There's us being Watch it later. We're watching it later, and then there's just us doing this thing. I've seen that video. Oh I have no god. idea what contain, what's contained in there. It's but, two um, minutes and 14 seconds. I do seconds. not want to watch that. No, thank you. But like, yeah, it's like... <laughs> um, I just want to see like some footage of the old show to show him. Uh, you could maybe just say like the intro or something. There's a show. There you go. Ninety minutes. Yeah. Um. Four twenty. That's a timestamp. Anyway, keep going. But like, yeah, like again, it's been hammered home on the show before. But like, yeah, this is the show that like this is like my niche. Like this is my Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Like. This is like I'm all about this. So like, it's like Ender's Game but cooler. Isn't Ender's game, game but brutal, even more brutal. Way more brutal than Ender's Way game. more brutal than Ender's Game. This yeah. is beautiful. It gets oh. into your head. See, Bebop is cool and beautiful. This is beautiful and emo and dramatic. This is like 
Whoa. This is there's a huge scope and scale to this that's unbelievable. Yeah. But like yeah. Well, that freaks me out. Again, yeah, I would say the, the Twin Peaks is a major comparison. What to the this. hell? Both in scale, <laughs> scope, beauty, uh, weirdness, everything, man. This will give you everything you want, Peter, for sure. It's just you have to deal with them being very young kids, it being really emo. Yeah. And um Corny. Uh well yeah. You have to deal with I'm used all to the... all that in anime. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't like it though. But uh just the one thing where it's just weird. It, there it's... are mo- it's not just that they're showing upskirt shots of these girls like it's thematically resonant their age and what they go through and how horny they are. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like a 12-year-old child right there. 14. Okay, there you go. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make it any better. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, I am. Was that a kid or was that a fairy? No, I am talk about so close to just recommending this. The end of Ava on the Curiosity Wheel. Like, I would if we do if we first of all, there's nothing stopping you, and if we did it, we would have to like every week prepare. Yeah. So he would have to watch the 26 episodes that lead to it. We what if we did a countdown? No, we would just, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with him or us watching 26 episodes within a week to get to that movie. Uh, I think there's nothing wrong with you picking it. Okay. It's just a reason, like, I'm going to watch as much of Airbender as I can. I don't think I'll get to all of that stuff before right. we get to it in that week. You'll, but... you'll get enough to see how, exactly. to see the pain. And of course, I will keep it. going on my own right, but, like, that's right. my reason to keep going. And you putting on here is a reason for him to just put down everything and watch it. Dude, I'd watch it with you. I'd watch that whole show with yeah, you. I gotta be honest, because nope. <laughs> this is happening, I wanted to do it, I was gonna uh, put down Attack on Titan once we were done with it and go to Neon next. And yeah, let's let's move from Flesh Mechs to Robot Flesh Mechs. That's what they are. Yeah. Really <laughs> great. <laughs> hey That's what my girlfriend calls me. Uh, Flesh Mech? Yeah. I don't get it, I'm saying that. I don't get it either. Well, you have to, well, I guess that balances you calling her celery. Flesh... <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That's a weird mix. You call her celery, and now she calls you flashback. <laughs> that is a fan, that's a fan name. Do not, that's a superhero comic do not, not, do not, oh, do not pass out. Do not pass out. Oh god! Oh, god. I don't even know. No, 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 <laughs> Celery and the flashbacks. I'm ready. <laughs> I have to write it down. I'm that is an down. awesome band name, dude. Max hyphenated? No, because then we think that we're talking about Max. It can't. <laughs> oh my no, god! It's M E C H. It's not M. Flex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it's then no hyphen. Because Mac Mac is M E C H, right? It's match. M E C H. You don't need it then. Yeah. Okay. So I can. Yeah. I'll I'll leave. Flesh it. Mac. Yeah. Flesh Max. Oh jeez. Celery in the Flesh Max. <laughs> It's like okay. What kind of band dream, are they? Dream, dream. What the hell do you think? It's like techno, like punk. Yeah, but the lead singer's you know into like <laughs> veganism. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Veggie Tales. Exactly, Veggie Tales. Yeah, it's celery. It's robots backing <laughs> of like very sort of like earthy hippie singer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Flesh Max. Yeah, right. Like you uh, yeah. It's like uh. It's like that Comic-Con story I told you before we started recording. <laughs> Someone just dressed as a piece of celery. It goes to Comic-Con. 
You play the shit. I'm celery. I'm your band. What you guys? You go to the Comic Con. You get the fans. You get man. You get that audience. You know. Yeah. Get the audience that's there. So, anyway, I'm excited because I just realized it's happening. I finally get to see Anno's definitive ending to all of this. How does that feel? I don't know. I like. I I have been, I've stayed away from spoilers. But from what I could hear, it's pretty much tonally, the ending is the exact same opposite. It's like the exact opposite of end of Ava. Well, um, it ends more hopefully. So, but I, I'll be the judge. We talked about this before, where the first one is cheap and experimental, but passionate and from the heart. Right. This the movie is spiteful. And uh, and mean spirited of the exact but, same but beautiful and gorgeous. Yeah, like my marriage. Like they threw all the money at it. Wait, what? what? Huh? Celery. The celery now? <laughs> no. And the flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Celery, the flashbacks. There's, a, know, there's some problems behind the scenes. It's a reality show on VH1, and the flashbacks are in the background, just like, are we here for this rehearsal? No, no, we're flashbacks. We can talk normal. Oh, uh, not on Ava. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things got mouths. That's crazy. Oh my god, they. Uh, they have mouths, Peter. Uh, they have mouths, and they shit. use them. <laughs> we can't talk about well, that. Well, my theory. Don't say anything. I'm not even to look at you, but my theory is that they've incorporated living like kaiju into the mech anyway, uh, anyway so, um, um, this last one seems to be all of that emotion and bullshit behind yeah and he's finally older and more experienced and he's like in what way don't make it weird he's not he's not connected to the emotional reaction of this show and right. the fans he now like Oh. Everyone that's left over who cares about oh. Neon Genesis Evan- Evangelion yes. are the fans. It, it's not, no one's angry anymore. Whatever right. he makes, they'll love. So yeah. now it really is from his heart. He's like, nothing's stopping me anymore. Time, I'm older, I'm more patient, less angry. Let's really make what I was supposed to make and let it drop. The first time he tried and people hated it. And the second time, people didn't know what to do with it. Well, he ran out of money and he made do with what he had and it ended up being great and people hated it. I, I just even, the end of end of Evangelion is without a doubt just I'm gonna give you what you want, fans, spitefully. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, you can that. taste it. So but I'm it's, really interested I still, in this whole full version. I still think he pulled off some of that heart. It, it's it's, it's still there. We keeps using these references, but it's it's Cooper in the Lodge at the end of season two. Like Lynch had an idea, but even if he wasn't, he was like, fuck it. Fuck it. Throwing it all Burn on it the down. Table. All oh. on the gauntlet. Yeah. And he did it twice. And the reactions are not what he wanted. And now the time is gone and mission, people can find what they want in those communities really easily. Right. That <clears throat> This is the world that this can survive in. So I'm glad he's finally getting it done the way Lynch did years later too. Like, art, it's so interesting to me watching the uh, <clears throat> artists um, and filmmakers and people in the 90s when things were getting out of Reaganism but also like still corporate America, uh, losing those opportunities. David Fincher with Alien 3, uh, David Lynch with Twin Peaks, and him with Neon Genesis. I there are people Also David? <laughs> His name's not David. No, get out. David, no. <laughs> David? What? Tell me the weather and get out. <laughs> or, do you want me to get him or not? <laughs> 
He's an old man. Don't get bring him in. I think he's sleeping. No, call him. Don't call him up. No, don't call him up. Wait, we can call David. Call David. Yeah. If you can call David Lynch, you call David Lynch. You can call David Lynch. That's a dope phone, and you have David Lynch's number there. You son of a bitch. I could have been in Twin Peaks, you bastard. Okay. Let's see. Uh, right, don't call Zach. Though. Are you calling Zach? Don't call Zach. Zach. Don't call Zach. <laughs> don't do that. Don't make it into Zach, man. You just gotta call David Lynch. <laughs> wow, his fingers on the trigger. You son of a bitch. Buy me a drink. <laughs> no. Don't do it. <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> I feel like it would be more of a punishment for you guys than it would be me. <laughs> I'm just going to look at Zach and say, I just saw Suicide Squad. Is that it? So, besides that, no other news? Like, Yeah, Coen um, Brothers is a big, big hurt. And um, it actually really does suck. How did I not I mean, hear about that? I'm very happy that he can go off and do his own thing. <clears throat> uh, I think are... sad. And, um, yeah, that, that sucks. There, there's some stuff that just came out with Johnny Depp, and it looks like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah, it looks like he's... looks like it's... Going. It was swinging one way because he lost the court it's, battle it's in the UK. It's swinging his way, though, now. Now it's the, the pendulum swinging he, his way? Because he, um... The pendulum. Now... <laughs> now she has to... Get in the pendulum. Just to prove that she donated she, money. Yes. To a charity? Yeah. Seven million dollars, I believe. Way. She has to prove that, and I and I believe before she didn't want to show the receipts. They were like making excuses, and the mm-hmm. court was like, "Why would you make? You know, anyone in their right mind would just be like, yeah, here you go.' This here's, isn't a negotiation. Here's a here's a, here's the receipts. Easy. That shouldn't be a problem that they were. Exactly. The fact that this is going to trial is the best thing for Depp because she her case just has a lot of lies in it. Mm-hmm. And she's lied over and over again. They can prove that she doesn't have the evidence to back up a lot of things. And her, her best character witness totally jumped ship to the other side. Oh, so um, things are looking up for Depp, bad for her. And it looks like the last thing her will ever really get to do is Aquaman 2. Electric Boogaloo. Because they're not kicking her out. I'm tempted to just not watch some. They kicked out Depp. No, no. Amber Heard is filming currently Aquaman 2. They will not fire her from this movie, and she's still going to go. I'm debating whether I'm going to watch it, too. I don't think I would. I, I don't like, think I will. I like Aquaman. I think it's a fun movie. I, I really like the spectacle of it, but I could do without it if that's the case. Like mm-hmm. They need to learn. Because it's so obvious. It's mm-hmm. really, really obvious at this point. Like That Warner Brothers was wrong for taking that off. No, that she abused her husband, and she's been lying in this case. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious. It's at the point where it's like, she admitted it. She's she's done enough bad stuff for you gotta like get her out. Just on an image basis, she should have been lost a long time ago. This isn't you can sweep it under the rug. There's no under the. There's rug no rug. This, this is no a tile one wants floor. To work with her, and she's <laughs> abused people before. She's yeah, her sister before. And yeah, her sister, her own sister. She, yeah, she, they, I don't know why mm. they kept her and thought she's they, crazy, dude. They yeah. should, and it sucks because she's gorgeous. And I, I'm just kidding. All uh, right. I do. I do think that she is beautiful, and she is somebody that I've enjoyed since Rum Diaries and Adventureland. And then when I heard that shit, I was like, No, man, no, no. I didn't even like that she was an Aquaman or the Snyder Cut. They brought her back I to reshoot the Snyder, the Snyder Cut. Cut. Oh my god, she's in that stupid Joker scene at the end. They brought her back for that. They did not have to do to that. Kill you. <laughs> 
I'm not a fan. Um, not a fan. I'm really interested to dive into what was going through Johnny Depp in 2017. Because I, I know... What was the what was Beasts and Where to Find Them the first twenty sixteen Beasts and Where to Find Them so seventeen no 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 Fantastic Beast was the last movie I saw before Force Awakens came out I think no he's in Grindelwald I'm sorry he's the he's in Crimes of Grindelwald yeah. yeah so when was Grindelwald oh god that was twenty eighteen I think I was gonna say I was nineteen years old I think was that while we were working at the theater or was I gone by then I think you went to the employee screening right. No. You didn't go to the employee screen? No, I did not. So maybe you weren't working. So maybe it was... I, so I think, think it was 2018. Do you remember Do you remember a guy named Josh? He was a bartender? Oh, yeah. Did he own a Papa Murphy's? No, that was the wrong bar. That was a different guy. That was a different guy. That was a different guy. Oh. If you don't know who Josh is, a no, bartender, no. then yeah, you did yeah. not see the movie. Okay, he was there that him. night. Then it was 2018. Then you would have worked with him. No, it was 2018. So Depp... I'm really interested. That's one thing. Guy. That's when the world really didn't like him. Then, and yeah. some things were not on his side. The audio of her admitting to what she did and actually hitting him was in 2019, 2020, I think. And that's when things turned for him. But he still lost the, the England case. Mm-hmm. So 2017 is going to be interesting because that's going to be who's going to be in the middle of it. Yep. So and it shows. besides that, would we all watch? Zach will go first. Yeah, Colin. Zach? No, don't! No! I didn't do that. Wasn't it okay? Don't do it! Yeah, you no. said Zach. No! Yeah. No! He Zach. was actually, like, active six minutes ago. Oh, then he's... he's <laughs> he was active. Then you can call him, I guess, if you want to. <laughs> he just went to the head. No, I think he's... he's Peter, you're the one making the joke you call him. I Well, it's about mute. goddamn time I just don't that. think he muted us on the, on the group text yet. No, he responds instantly. He does respond. Yeah, yeah, he's always good about that. Mm-hmm. He's probably just looking to see what happened. Maybe I, maybe if I admitted that I'd watched it, because I told him I was going to try and watch Suicide Squad before today. He asked and you, me pre- and he you asked made me it, pre- right? He asked me previously, and I did watch it. So, um... We can all talk about Suicide Squad first, since we all watched it. And I, think then that's, it. I think that's going to be the first half. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about the individual yeah. things that we yeah. watch and then we'll transition. Uh, Suicide Squad, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to see it, so... The, okay. <laughs> I was about to say. Um, I watched this movie with my mom, dad, and my two best friends. I I was like, Mom, I don't think you're going to like this. It's okay if you want to watch it. My mom would not like this. She, she my mom was would like, not like this. She was <laughs> like, you know, I'll give it a shot. She, she understood, like, there's a lot of gore. She loved it. Oh, so good. 10 out of 10. A plus, she said. Like, yeah. she loved the movie. Sweet. She I, loved it. I love it. your mom, and that's amazing. I know. I was like, yeah! Uh, yes! So um, yeah. Because uh, right off the bat, I was like, Rat Catcher. Your mom would love Rat Catcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, we all did. Like, oh, Sebastian! Aww. Oh, he's so cute. I like rats. I hate hamsters. Fuck hamsters. I you know the wrestling term of a cool. rat is a, like a... Yeah. <laughs> 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 I let that one sit. I let that one sit. Uh-huh. <laughs> We are all laughing for well, completely different reasons. Well, it's also because there's, there's literally a joke in this movie where the bad guy, Thinker, is like... Um, How do they know They're like, what if we... Spoilers! Oh, well... No, spoilers! I mean, you know what? I'm going to say it. Spoilers. In Suicide Squad, the Thinker likes a gerbil up his ass. He admits it. 
That was pretty funny, actually. Yeah. This movie is James Gunn without the handcuffs. This is a trauma movie. Yeah. This I is was a big budget trauma movie. This so for me, I was like, okay, the marketing says do not get attached. So <laughs> I like I was just like I completely point. removed my I completely removed myself and I was like, I'm ready for whatever happens. I don't know what's gonna happen, but like I think I know what's gonna happen, but I'm not holding myself to that. But like Holy crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> the theater scene. Hand. Hand. Yes, that is your hand. Very good. <laughs> Man, the water I is so great. I've seen that since the trailer. I love the fact that when you first see him, he's like reading a book upside I've down. He's like, I'm smart. Read books. Yes. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um. This it this, okay. So if you like this, and everyone seems to love this, watch the Harley Quinn show. This is basically the Harley Quinn show. Yep. Um. If it but funny. But King I think, Shark I, is dumb in this. I, I think that the Harley Quinn show is funnier, um, but also has just as much heart and emotion. If you're looking for that kind of DC world, Harley Quinn animated it's, show. It's amazing. If you're looking for another movie in this universe that's like this, the closest thing, sadly, is not <laughs> Suicide Squad. It's Birds of Prey. If you like this, fucking watch Birds of Prey. Like when 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 Harley is killing those Bird. people in that room, I was like, this is as good as the glitter gun scene in Birds of Prey. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love it. I love it too. This uh, uh, James Gunn with a white so I actually love that look that he has now. Um, just gave up dying. He just he just no dude. He looks like the bad scientist that he is. Um, he's, he's finally embraced that. Great Scott. He lo- he looks like Iron Man's dad. Uh, (laughs) so for me like watching this was like uh, watching that opening it's just like okay (laughs) immediately it was just like this is the kind of movie we're dealing with like yeah i i the, the what threw me was not the opening per se um it was the fact that we were in the middle of the mission and that we went back in time and we got to see the start of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's cool. That's great. Because the, when everyone started dropping like flies, I was like, yeah, awesome. Cool. Totally. I'm about this. <laughs> Suicide's gone, baby. Uh, and then they make you care about the people that are left over. Yeah. But also what I do love at the beginning is that the rats and the weasels and the scared people and the cowards they are immediately cleaned off by the wayside. Well, choose choose your words wisely. The rats were the rats turned out fine. The weasel turned out fine. Uh, well, the weasel still has a bomb in its head. Yeah, but it didn't. He didn't jump ship or anything. He he just they they didn't check if he could swim. So That's he didn't all. break the rules or anything. No, 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 no. But I'm wondering if one day they realize that and they're just like, oh, I guess click. <laughs> That's what I was. That's actually what I was expecting. To oh. the last thing. Um. What. That the he was gonna walk away and then his head was gonna blow up. Oh wow! Because I was like, you can't let Weasel live. And also, I thought it interesting that when they opened the case, they had like things and pictures so. <laughs> next to them. So I was like, well, I guess did they just cut the circuit? I guess I don't know. He just got a bomb in his head, <laughs> walking around. I love that. That's great. Um, Killed twenty seven children. 
I guess my biggest... First of all, I have no real, true, earnest complaints. If you do not like a line like, uh, it's like God is spooching on us. <laughs> if you don't like that, then you're never going to like this the sense of humor that this movie has. Um, I don't know if I want to watch the whole Peacemaker show. Uh, oh, I, I actually, don't know if I can handle I kind of <laughs> hated the fact that he killed Rick Flagg. And I think yes, Rick and he lived, dude. I, like, I think Rick Flagg is right. You're a fucking joke. And I hope that the show is him learning, but he doesn't. After that moment, he still tried to kill Ratcatcher. And so. he fucking lived. Not I mean, Flagg. He did. You, well, Chris, oh! is right. Chris is right. Flagg did not live. Chris has been saying Flagg would die since day one, mm-hmm. and I'll give him that. Did I say that? Yes. I he can't remember day, what I said. He also said King Shark was going to die. <laughs> and he did not die. Um, we forgot to follow up on the Deadpool. Well, I didn't want to bring it up because I also didn't want to waste more of our time today. <laughs> um, Dang it! But um, there's always next time. I knew half of them were going to go right away. I knew that um, the the uh, the guy that explodes, the guy that you follow at the beginning of the movie, um, <laughs> the, guy, the, guy plays Yondu, like it, the guy who plays Yondu in um, yeah, Mary Poppins. Yeah. So Michael I knew, Worker. I Michael Worker. I knew he was going to die because I'd seen just one picture of a body in water with his head blown up. But I looked at his suit and I'm like, okay, I know he dies. And then as I saw him opening the clip, I was like, okay, for the next five minutes, ten minutes, I'm going to be watching a bunch of people die, Mm -hmm. including him to show that we're... uh, Clearing the way. That this is what the squad is. Like a re-showing of the movie, but that's not. It's actually, again... We're in the middle of the mission, which I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. All the people who had made, like, we don't see why Pete, how Pete Davidson screwed them over, but he screwed them over. Like, stuff like that is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't even need to show uh, I think my le- my only real, true, earnest complaint would be Polka Dot Man's power was so good and so strong so early that you should have known right off the bat to just throw all of your Polka Dots at the fucking eyeball of Starro. Yeah. And then he tried, instead of the leg, I was like, why are you going for the leg, dude? Throw all of them at the he eye. He is insane. Uh, and then he, you know, he died gloriously. Well, he, oh, you're, I was no, 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 here's the thing. If he, he could, he couldn't do that because he can't see where the eye is because all he sees is his mom. Wow. Uh, I think that is a good point. That's except, a great point. Um, no, it's good. You still could have gone for the belly. You still could have gone for the belly. But you don't know where the eye because you never. Oh, never mind. It's not about the eye. The eye's a big. He's seen the huge. In the center, yeah. Me. But all he sees is his mom. I'm petty. I'm petty about. Okay. That. I know. Right. I love the movie. <laughs> I have no real earnest plot or any character complaints. It's just I don't know if I would want to watch a whole show for a peacemaker. He's like a dick. Wait, uh, there's yeah. gonna be a show. It directed by James Gunn. It's already shot. He. This is. Whoa! 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 Yeah, it's already shot. That's, it's already okay, happening. Wait, wait, let me ask you this. Did you watch the end credit scene of su- of the Suicide Squad? This one? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's why it was. I was pissed that he lived and not Flag. Yeah, I, thought, gets... I thought Flag was going to live because they okay. were setting it up like that. Fuck! Jason already shot the show. It's, this, already, it's a show. It's a show. For, DC, for a TV DC show. Yeah. Yep. Well, Gotham is going to get a show. They're <sighs> doing it, man. They're, they're, uh, so, I'm glad it's finally happening. Here's a question, though. Uh, Here's a question. Biased against Peacemaker aside. Let's call him Pacemaker. Pacemaker. Because he got... He's Pacemaker. A he's a joke. Um, he a joke. Has John Cena won you over yet? Yeah, he's great in it. He's, got, he's great. I he's awesome. absolutely great. I always... I actually liked John Cena in Bumblebee a lot. <laughs> I have never Starfish seen Bumblebee. Starfish is a slang term for it's, a it's own, You know, it's its own I, thing, I, but I like... I love the filmmaker and I've always wanted it to. It just... Yeah, he worked really well on it for the for the role. The for role which movie? That he had. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. 
Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's okay in it. But a role like this, is, I think he's better in this. Well, so no, definitely, well, it's about what is asked for in a role, and I like the fact that this allowed him to be funny, an action guy, um, complete evil, piece of shit, uh, the opposite the of his team, personality. Like, he he brought a lot of interesting things to this, as well as just being the funny guy that he has offered another movie. <laughs> that scene so, with his tiny white piece, I just uh, oh, <laughs> even him wearing normal clothes, he looked like Fred from uh, from Scooby Doo. It just, it didn't his shirts were slightly too. This short. isn't a contest. Well, I also so liked funny. the moment between him and Shark when he makes the little uh, mm-hmm. Play-Doh doll. And he's it's very like, nice, actually. Very nice that yeah, like. I I think uh, Cena is very good, and I will watch the show because it's James Gunn, and my guess is he's gonna flesh out this character. But maybe probably he won't. you know maybe he won't. Uh, but I would really love it if he died at the end. <laughs> I don't need more of him. So it's it's after the suicide. Yeah, you, to be, you don't. Right? Yeah, you don't keep him because literally the last word she says is we gotta need him to save the world. So even the people around him are like fuck this dude, and we need yeah, it fucking sucks. Uh, I do love that. Uh, that is fun. So, yeah, dude. this is one thing that I... Okay, first off, okay, two points. One, I went in with a tentative Deadpool. I was like, okay. He's not in this movie. It's Marvel. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I went in with a... I went in with the list of people who I thought was going to die. There you I was go. Let's go with that. Oh, a Deadpool. Got it. Yeah. He's so not, Alex, he's not in the movie by Clint Eastwood. Go on. Okay. Um, Jim Carrey. Go on. Yeah, Jim Carrey's in this totally. Yeah. No, he's in the movie Deadpool with Clint Eastwood. Go on. So, I was like, okay. I looked at the main build cast. I was like, okay. Dad. Based on the trailers and how I see it, I had a version of this movie in my head, and I was just like, okay, there are certain scenes, such as the beach scene that they showed in the trailer, where Idris Elba is not there. So I was like, okay, Idris Elba's probably going to get the get See, the I was the exact opposite. I saw that scene and I was like, everyone, everyone on that beach is going to die. Because <laughs> Elba... Also, I was convinced that Harley Quinn was going to die because Margot Robbie came out and said that she was taking a break from her. I think that this is a great way to end the character. But at this... Because, like... I, okay, I'll get into Harley Quinn in a little bit. But I will say... Um, when I saw the trailers, the ending was not the beach of the forest to me. It was obviously the giant starfish in the gray-looking city collapsing. That's another point about that, that was the final act. So I was like, anyone who's in there, probably going to make it. Anyone who's not, open field. I had no idea if the thinker was on their team or not. I don't. I didn't know how long, like, Rooker or any of those people. But the moment I saw Rooker and then all of them on that ship, I'm like, all to none of you are going to make this. Yeah. What would have been absolutely funny is that they marketed "Do not get attached" and then nobody died. That would be amazing. Oh that would be so funny. Also, I would have laughed. It would, it, like that's the thing you that I feel like you could do in maybe two more Suicide Squad movies. I gotta say, out of all the DCEU, I will continue to watch more if they are like this. Yeah. And James Gunn says he wants to continue making more stuff, but. Um, yeah. Fuck Marvel. In, in terms, let's go to DC. No, I I think they have their merits, but in. When I was thinking, like, Harley Quinn is the face of this franchise right now, really. Like, honestly, she's mm-hmm. been in the most, she is the, she's had the most character art. I agree. She's yeah. the best, but my favorite thing about her is she just lives in this world. She's just existing. She just exists. She's, like, two steps away from just being Deadpool. Exactly. She just, it, like, Deadpool, in terms of Marvel, is a person that just is around and can be in any sort of story. Mm-hmm. Villain, bad, good, whatever. And she's been in them all. 
And I, I do love that aspect. And she got to be everything in this. One thing I felt watching this movie is that everyone got to do something. Whether it was the comic book character or the actor. I'm sick and tired of Idris Elba being in movies and they just sort of come and go. Like the Dark Tower. I think Hobbs and Shaw is fine, but he dies. I think oh he's God, great yeah, in that he movie. Die. But he doesn't stick around for the Fast and Furious franchise. He would have right. been great if he did. Fast and Furious franchise. And he's not going to be Bond. I, I've that's, loved him since... Wait, he's wire. not actually? No, he'll never be Bond. He's too old. Uh, I, Who cares? I think he. I think his body does. CG <laughs> it. I... I and then also, I, I, would, kid, I, I would say... His rapping career went outside. I was to say about that. There was another one he did, too, that didn't go over so well. I don't know. I think action movie-wise, he has to do his best. But Luther's a great show. Why is a great show? And this was good because he could just put a helmet on and it's just a stunt guy. Uh, that and... The fact that the movie's basically his. He's basically the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that. Loved that. Uh, uh, Should have been Will Smith, but I loved it. <laughs> I, um, I was talking that with my friend. I was like, you know, I think I prefer him instead of Will. Of course. Better because director, better script. I wasn't written in six weeks. No, because Will Smith comes up and he does the standard in the original Suicide Squad. Oh, is it some kind of Suicide Squad? Exactly. I don't mind that. In fact, Will Smith had not been Will Smith forever until Suicide Squad. And everyone was like, Will Smith is back. And he kind of was. And he is one of the best aspects of that movie outside of Margot Robbie. Gemini. But it uh, again, I'm all about Mary Elizabeth Winstead in that movie. He's all right, but Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the best thing about that fucking bonkers movie. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but um, Will Smith and his daughter and that relationship is standard. Okay, you know he's got a daughter, loves her, but it's kind of bad. Right off the bat, what happens with Odisheva and his daughter? They fucking hate each other. Yeah, like he's begrudgingly seeing her because he's like, "Get away from me! I'm not good at all." That's so amazing to me. And she's like, "I'm, I need your help with something." Just Waller is such an evil person. I, everyone wants Waller to die, but I knew she wasn't. No, right. Um, she, she did get clocked with a golf club. That should have. Oh, her. amazing! Yeah. Amazing. And then everyone, she, everyone she just should. sort of like goes back to typing. She should have died from that. Like you get hit with a golf club. Like that's 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 no, pretty just, bad. No, 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 I no. I thought not in, not in this universe. People fall. I thought they were. I thought they were going to just shove her into a room and lock the door, but they let her skid up after a while and be like, "What the hell?" Yep. Like Bye. off screen, that whole situation happened. They're all like looking down. She's like, "You can't hit me in the head." What the hell happens? She fire that chick or what? No, I think the fact that it's such a good publicity thing that she's going to use it as a pro in her career. She's not going to tell people that she almost let all that that entire country go to shit and gave the save their like let the crew know. Would Starro really have stopped with that island? No, no, exactly. No, yeah, that's the whole point. But the, I think what she would have probably done is waited until there was no other choice but to nuke, and then nuke. So. It's not like Starro had a lot of defenses. Like, rats and a woman in a, got in that eye real fast. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I love about James Bond. And it the only thing. The only thing. <laughs> These obscure-ass characters you didn't even give a second thought of. Like, Ratcatcher. Who had thought... Who again, knew Ratcatcher existed? Again, I would actually point out the Harley Starro! Quinn. Starro! The Harley Quinn animated show has been very good at finding really low-key villains and making them... Like, Kite Man 
and Harley Quinn show is one of my favorite villains because just I, that show has really uh, elevated how Gotham and Batman specifically since its gestation has had some really dumb villains like Condiment Man. Like there's some Condiment King. Condiment King. There's a lot of crazy Kite Batman Man. people that have been around since the early days. So I think Harley Quinn show really opened that up too. Yeah, people I just love how he's pulling all these obscure. Comic book characters. Have you seen this show? No. Okay, well then, yeah, shut the fuck up. The, I'm talking back to 2014. I'm kidding, but really. Well, you can say, but the very fact that he picked the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And picked those specific characters. Right. And I, I knew just, what he was yes. doing. But this is also, again, not the first two. I, I think this movie is way closer to the movie Super, which I would ever suggest you watch. Ever. <laughs> He's serious. Yes, that was the movie he made Dead after his. That's a movie he made. He made after his divorce. Where spoilers, Ellen Page rapes Wayne Wilson. So yeah, it's a Whoa. very and then she gets shot in the face with a shotgun bullet. It's not a friendly movie, and James Gunn can go too far. He's admitted that, but this is probably closer to that, and I would say more so than um, the Belko experiment. This is James Gunn with the handcuffs off. And with no shits to give. (laughs) Certainly the no shits to give for sure. He's been given free reign to make whatever Idris Elba fell several stories through a building. Such a cool moment. And it was cool. Like, if you can't get past that, like... That's amazing. It is amazing. Now, I was on Twitter earlier and someone posted, like, I don't want to get into this. I don't think the discourse is important at all. But Gunn did say some pretty uh uh some he said some things in response to Martin Scorsese's comments. Right, we forgot about the same. I don't think it's news. You know I think it's I think it's important to sort of I didn't I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, so um a while ago Martin Scorsese talked about how Marvel movies aren't cinema, they're rides. It's like okay, whatever. Oh comic book movies in general. Mm-hmm. Um people have responded since then. This was like two years yeah, ago. Yeah I remember that. So someone asked Gunn again recently and Gunn said some things that really didn't make him come off very well. Oh, that's who you were talking about. I thought you were talking about Scorsese. No, well, he chat. well basically he was like, well, the only reason Scorsese said that is because he had a movie coming out and he wanted press. And it's like, oh, that doesn't sound good at all, dude. He's what, like, is he lying? He's probably earnest. No, Scorsese doesn't give a shit about a press for a movie that was going to come out for three or four years. Exactly. That he was just shooting. Martin Scorsese was a Twitter meme because he put a hat on the set of his new movie and everyone freaked the fuck out. He doesn't need to say shit about your fucking comic book <laughs> movies to get press, James Gunn. Sh- don't say that. He just has to wear a hat. But and I just think that's a sh- that's a bad thing to say. So if you're in press and do what Snyder did in this whole thing, and he's like, I just hope that I, I that Scorsese knows more about film than me, and I'm sure he wasn't talking about my films, which is the joking, smart way to do that. Whereas Gunn got a little uh, up his own ass a little bit, and I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. I do find that interesting... If you're, I I find the image and publicity and PR of Hollywood interesting, um, but someone on Twitter was like naming these kind of obscure Scorsese movies, and my personal favorite out of them was The Aviator, and there and I was like, The Aviator is a better movie than this, and I haven't even seen The Suicide Squad yet. I just know it, and having seen The Suicide Squad, yeah, The Aviator is a better movie than The Suicide Squad, but I don't care. The Suicide Squad has a fucking shark 
ripping a man in half with lightning striking behind. It's a beautiful image. It was amazing. <laughs> the, the, the practical that was in that trailer of the dead bodies that were getting experiment, experimented on with Starro. The fucking javelin through the eye and the rats eating from the inside is gorgeous. It's God, like the cover like, of Meriwether Post Pavilion. I would die for that image. It's a giant starfish, but when I saw that, I was just like, like, when they panned out and just saw, like, the blood swishing around. Oh, God. I was, like, oh. I was just squirming. That, oh. is, that is exploitation as art. That is what uh, Tarantino does. We haven't seen a movie like this, really, with this kind of attitude, in two, except for two movies. Riccio and Hardcore Henry. Mm-hmm. Those are both absolutely exploitative movies that have no qualms of doing what they need to do to get what they want, to entertain you. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it. There are people who love trauma movies, who like love exploitation films, who are like, this is a watered-down version of that. And I'm like, no, he's trying to... There's a center where you can give somebody like that a bunch of money and make it's it possible. And I think he's doing... He people really, really started to like turn the wrong way on this movie. Like, But it's not this thing. There's not a lot of criticism against this movie. A lot of people like it. Okay, too, bad, too bad it's uh, opening poorly, though. It sucks. Well, I mean, yeah. 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 Oh, well. It's still, it's going to be an interesting year. But not only that, it's going to be an interesting couple of years. Even when people got the vaccination, there was a lot of people who didn't. And we knew there were going to be variants. We knew that was always going to be a problem. James Gunn, Sue's Wonder Woman. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, he actually, he liked how all this went out. He's a fan. He doesn't mind all this. He wouldn't be making a show for them if he didn't mind how this movie happened. Or that it wasn't making a lot. But again, that's why I'm saying, people, if you like this go see Birds of Prey because as of right now they both made the same money but everyone is talking about this. Yeah. It was a Nobody fun has real problems with this and nobody talked about Birds of Prey really. Right. So like it to, for WB to look at that and be like what are we going to funnel more money and who are we going to work for more? Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting that it would probably be James Gunn more but I really like Birds of Prey and I think these both of those movies highlight why this DCEU is different than Marvel, which is that the villains are the most interesting part. Mm-hmm. Like, the villains are always the most interesting part because they're fighting gods. Like, Ratcatcher is just a woman who tried to rob a bank. Yeah, I got the short end of that stick. Remember when, like, my, when Michael Keaton was the bad guy of Spider-Man? Yeah. He was just stealing equipment? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no humanity, there is humanity to him, but he still goes to jail. Mm-hmm. She went to jail. In fact, she got a bomb she's, put in her head. The le- the least interesting thing about her is that she robbed a bank. In uh-huh. <laughs> and she's the most humane person and she's stuck in that jail for crap that she's done and the name that she has. And it's just about, again, I really like the idea of him having losers get together. And this world is violent. And I love it. Um, what, we all want to know what Ratcatcher reminded me of, though. Hmm. Do you remember him Wanted? Yeah. The movie wanted. Yeah, the guy who makes the milk bath. <laughs> and his little rats. Yeah. It was yeah. No, no, the peanut butter. <laughs> but, um. Oh my god, McAvoy attaches his own song bats. Yeah, to the rats. But then he has to go to the grocery We don't want to say too much, it's on our wheel. <laughs> I know. Like, and he goes to the grocery store and he has to buy all this peanut butter. <laughs> and just to put peanut butter on the rats <laughs> and then, then sends the rats out and he struck bombs to him oh my god you need to see Wanted Wanted is on our, is on our wheels cool. Don't say anything. Wanted is on the curiosity wheel yeah 
There's a big rat element in that as well. It's pretty. It's reminded me of that. It was like I just. It's the same thing, except she has a machine that can get any rat. But that moment when she's Ant Man, but the rest. But that flashback moment with her dad, I was like. Uh, well, I, I you mean, told me not to get a task, now she's probably gonna get stepped on. Well, they did that on purpose because she wasn't. That's what that. she said. Yeah. Hell, I I find it. <laughs> I just was. I, I think that moment highlights what the first Suicide Squad didn't, and that is the 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 humanity of being uh, a villain. I don't. Th- I think the first film understood that these villains are fun. And they're cool, and they can do some awesome stuff, and maybe they can be heroes. And they got daughters and stuff, but like this one really highlights that, like you know, of the rats of the world, like there's still people. There's still a reason for them to exist. They are just being who they are. I I do like that. That's not like Weasel is just a weasel. Mm-hmm. Or the guy D- Pete Davidson did what he did because that's who he was. Uh, uh, the guy who got his head exploded, you know, he ran away because he was a coward. That's what the Suicide Squad does. It reveals who you are. And in my opinion, Peacemaker's a fucking joke. <laughs> well, yeah, it was even um, said on screen. So I don't think you know, I, I think he'll change. I think that's the whole, whole point. Um, yeah, but Flag is dead. I love Flag. Uh, yeah, I liked Flag a lot. I really did. I liked him a lot. Um, and I like that he came back, too. One thing that... Like, same exact guy. Like, I just... I, that also, again, I would say, the best performance of Joel Kinnerman. That guy, since the killing, has been begging for a good role. Begging. Robocop, the first Suicide Squad. That's right, he was Robocop. Yeah, he was Robocop. Uh, um, the girl with the Dragon Tattoo series, he's just in the background because he's supposed to be the other sequel and, that he did not make. And, uh, I just forgot, Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon. Yeah. This is, he was great in that. He finally got to make, I think it's fucking awesome, he's Rick Flag here. Really good. I think I he's a good quality of Suicide Squad, but he's a better one here. He just, he didn't get a lot of screen time, so I was like, God damn it, he's gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> it took him forever to do Oh, it did. That whole scene where they're going And the way he went out, too, he just, you're a fucking coward. I knew that he wasn't gonna... You're a joke. The only reason that I figured Rick Flagg was gonna die, again, was he's not in the whole Starro fan, uh, of bits in the trailer. <laughs> See, this is why I don't watch trailers. I think the thing that no, hooked I didn't, me... I mean, I think the thing that hooked me... I wanted to do awesome stuff, and he did, and I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. The whole thing that hooked me was like, okay, these are a bunch of guys, obscure, low-level comic book characters. Mm-hmm. They're fighting a giant one-eyed starfish mm-hmm. that can summon smaller... That can brain... Like birth. A brain a birth smaller um, starfish. starfish out of its armpit. And then those small starfish... I don't know if those were armpits... They like, were they were kind of gillish things. Yeah, they, they, uh, they were, there was a lot of. Uh, and then they brainwashed the populace. But they just no, it's like uh, it's not like Alien where it spawns more. But they it's the opposite. It's the opposite. They yeah. just, they just they, if you get one of those on your if you get one of those on your face, you're dead. Your consciousness. Oh, it's, it's in your. It basically rips open your face to get to your brain. My guess is once the fish is dead, your brain is exposed. Yeah, and you're just dead. So, but like. For me, only James Gunn can think of something that's nuts. Like, like, and make it work. Like, there's a whole lot, like, I feel like he's just, like, making this these obscure characters, bring these obscure films, and be like, guys, you like this stuff, this, all this big, like, all these heroes and stuff. Look at how deep this goes. Look at how insane this gets. Isn't this great? So she's 
again. I, we don't, we don't, <laughs> I don't want to ride the the rail of the Harley Quinn show that much, but again, there's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of Harley Quinn show that's in this movie, including what they fight. And I'm not saying that you won't enjoy it or that you have to watch it. I'm just saying I think that people. I don't think I, I, this is basically trauma. The movies that you haven't watched of James Gunn's work before he actually started making big, big, big stuff. We're talking. Tromeo and Juliet. We're talking about like uh, um, the Toxic Avenger. Disgusting, violent, uncaring, cheap, exploitative movies. It isn't just that James Gunn is the only one. He's the only one who's been able to take that aesthetic from where he came from, which a lot of people have come from trauma. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, but he's the first one to literally take that energy and put it on screen correctly. And there's a lot of growth in him going from sliver to super to this kind of stuff. And I'm excited. He's not the only one who could do it. He's just the best one who's taken advantage of the opportunity he's had. Yep. And I'm I, like, you don't, it was shocking to me that the guy who made the movie Super got Guardian. He made that movie before Guardians. Right. He had Ellen Page rape Rain Wilson before Guardians. Could you, could you imagine that? That's I why don't everyone have to. was like, I can just watch it. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's just sad. But, uh, it, to think that he had that in him surprised a lot of people. But Slither is probably the That's next best said. thing I would say to this. Everyone loves Guardians and Guardians 2. I do love them. But in terms of this that he's made, Falco Experiment, uh, he wrote that. But Slither is probably... Brightburn? He wrote Brightburn. that, yeah. He wrote oh, Brightburn. he did? He wrote Brightburn. Evil Superman kid. Weird. Yeah. Sounds uh, about He didn't direct it, though, right? No. He did not direct it. I think it was his brother? Yeah. One of his brothers. Oh. Not Sean Gunn. Not Sean, because Sean's still acting. You so. pussy! <laughs> uh, uh, I've never seen Brightburn, but I do know the whole story. I know the whole movie. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I, I, I'm surprised that um, he still had this in him after what happened with Disney. Oh yeah. No, this was him. This is a release. I'm, and I think Peace Peacemaker is gonna be way it's going to be way more acid tongue than this. I think that's going to be more violent and a little bit uh, exploitative than this. I think this is more palatable with Ratcatcher and Odrasabas and uh, King Shark and Polka Dot Man. Those are like all genuinely nice people. Yeah. It's just Peacemaker that's a piece of shit. Yeah. Piece of shit. Peacemaker. Yeah. But that's why I think it's funny. I was like, oh my God, how like, yeah, of course Peacemaker's the asshole running around in comedy and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved it. Um, I love yeah. I love the like the cue cards it had, like the times the the places. Yes. Chapters, yeah. Yes. And just the and Suicide you, Squad you versus have, Starro. Oh man. You could have easily just done uh what Snyder did and it was just, you know, a cue card just up yeah. on the screen, black Shall and white. Like really serious. Yeah, but no, he just like he incorporated it into, yeah, exactly like a comic book. Just so much fun. So creative. And just the scene where uh, Flag and Pissmaker are fighting and it's just the reflection of the helmet. I was like, please don't go away. Please, please don't, please don't cut away. I just want it to like stay on that helmet. And it did. It did exactly what it, like what it, I thought it was going to do. Yeah. And it should have done. And it did. Fucking toilet scene. <laughs> I've never never mind. I look as I like and I'm say, I'm joking about him. I don't consider him a criticism. Having seen Dirty Dozen, which is probably the strongest influence on this film, including the first one, but I'd say way more this movie. 
uh, with Peacemaker and Pete Peacemaker. Davidson screwing up things. Right Blackguard. Right. You know, you know, throughout all of the training that that first of all, this one guy's gonna get he's gonna fuck everyone over the immediate first chance he gets. Yep. And they and they just don't care because he's a prisoner and you gotta use him. Uh, and then there's other people that are just you know you don't like them and they're gonna do something. Um, and I would also say Idris Elba is very close to the John Cassavetes character and does more than Will Smith in the first Suicide Squad. I That's not even really the same guy. It. Really liked it. John Cassavetes' character is a, very close to this one. Doesn't think there's anything good about him. Just wants to throw his life away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very close to Dirty Devil. Yeah, I, um, I, I did like it after the initial like shock of it all. Because like... Just Elsa Nathan feeling like, dismembered. <laughs> he's swatting at the oh, guys. Oh god! And then he's in pain because they're like, "What is he? Were his limbs on fire? They're shooting at him. They're shooting at his legs. <laughs> he's yeah. just on the ground. Ah! ah! I got I got flashbacks to his death, to his character's death in Destiny too. But I, uh, yeah, oh, god. Um, it was just the way they're floating over. So just right as him coughing up blood, like, oh god, I, I'm going, you're going back to a dark. I loved it. I was laughing my ass out. I did. I did because laugh. he's because he's worked with Jim Guns and Sliver, um, and of course he got the tree in his nose in Guardians. <laughs> um, that I, was him. Yeah, he played. Oh, uh, so I I um, loved how um, uh, Captain Boomerang went out. Oh yeah, he got him a couple cool, cool moments. Because here's the thing: Jack Courtney, another actor who has been shafted in Hollywood and has not done well. And I really feel like the moment he stole the beers out from the bar and ran away from the movie in the first Suicide Squad movie, like literally, he's like, "I'm turning off the bombs; they're not going to work." He literally grabs the beers and runs. That's out. probably like the like the funniest part, strongest laugh of that movie for me. Also, him getting out of the body bag, yeah. and then immediately punching an officer—that was actually a funny. Movie. Uh, I haven't seen it since it came out. I don't think. Dude, he's remember when like, I showed up the Thursday showing, and there was nobody there, and I was just like, oh, "I wanted to beat the line." You were like, "No, dude." There was no line. There was no line. There's no line. I do remember that now. Yeah, the look on your face, you just got the life sucked out of you. That's I was what she like, said. I was like, no way. No way. And then I bad. walked you over there and there was no fucking line. <laughs> I mean, there are... Ma- Did we put ropes up too? No. There, were, there was one movie where I had to put fucking ropes up. And, so no, one sh- and no one showed up. I'm like, God damn it. I had to take them all down. Wow. It was annoying. Like, why are we putting ropes up? <laughs> but now, that was, uh, Take them all down. Why are we putting ropes up? Well, we can safely... Now I can safely say, I know I was like... It was more of a clip that I was willing to jump off of, but like, James Gunn's 100 times the director that David Ayer is and will always be. Uh, I know David Ayer has training day under his belt, but like, come it, on. What has he made after that? Well, end of watch. I... I End of Watch, I think. Is Besides better. that. I think End of Watch is better than Training Day. Um, I and I love Training Day. Um, I think there are merits to what David Ayer can do, but I don't like David Ayer. Certainly not nowadays. I don't care about the Equalizer and all that stuff. That was him? Yeah, I think he did the first one, yeah. Whoa. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of his machismo, dark-tinted sort of attitude. He's not a colorful filmmaker. Uh, doesn't add a lot of comedy to his stuff, and he just isn't... He doesn't use color a lot. Um, but... If you want a movie set in South Central with cops, he's the man to call. Like, he just has, a, he has right. a niche that I like. But, and it's usually uh, 
two people of different dichotomies forced to be in an environment and then either flourish or manipulate the other person from it. Right. End of watch. Training day. Harsh times. I wanted you to watch Bright. <laughs> I actually wanted to watch we, Bright. We already did Bright. I'm not I know, I'm telling him. I want to the sequel. I don't know why. Isn't that a Will Smith? Yeah. Written by Max Landis. Yeah, I remember watching that trailer and I was like, hmm. I like some of Max Landis's writing, but I do not like Max Landis. Do you not like Bright? God, no, God, no. That was a bad movie. <laughs> that was a really bad movie. I didn't need to watch it. No. They're using... <laughs> Give me the money. I'll make you a movie. We'll make a movie out of that money. Exactly. I haven't good. thought about Brighton so long, but now that I think about it, they used orcs and like magical like species yeah. in the modern day yeah. as a race allegory. <laughs> yeah, if someone says that that rich boy who grew up in Hollywood has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Hey, and your lead is a black man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your lead is a black cop. Yes. He's a black cop in South Sense. Yes. It's almost like he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But again, I mean, like, I don't, know why, I don't know why they're making a sequel. I don't know. That's the equivalent of, like, you know, we I had a, we had a month to prepare this project in high school, and now one guy comes up, and he's he's got the whole slideshow, and there's just nothing there. It's I like, think what, what were you doing all that time? That's all of his movies. All of his movies <clears throat> have great conceits and bad third acts. You're just like, Oh, this is painful. How long Sounds are you like supposed to be talking? Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but, but real bad. I think the only movie that I've ever liked of his beginning to end is Mr. Right. And yeah, that's because uh, Anna Kendrick and uh, Sam Rockwell have amazing charm. So, yeah. Suicide Squad. James Gunn's. Really Suicide loved it. I'll uh, watch uh, it again soon. What would you guys, how would you rank it? Amongst what? The DCU. This is up near the top. This is not a look. This is okay. Listen, mm. a lot Snyder's of Snyder's cut isn't isn't in that right because it's not. Uh, in it's the not. EU it is technically, but it's not canon. It's in the EU, but it's not canon. So people do rank it. Above. Oh, okay. My thing is like, okay, it's. I'm gonna put this under Wonder Woman at the top. Wait, what? Your you top say? is what your top. I think top, I think the best one's Wonder Woman mm. so far. I really liked Wonder Woman. I'm, Solid third would be the Snyder cut. Everything else could be just. I'm very shocked at how much I did enjoy the Snyder Cut. Um, I did like the Snyder Cut more than Aquaman. Uh, but yes, it's been a while since yes. I've seen Aquaman. You because did I or did Well, I did because there's more to offer in the Snyder Cut. There's yeah, different actors, different stuff. Yeah, there's more. There's just so much to offer in that. And it breathes. It Aquaman is beautiful, though. Aquaman like, is crazy bonkers. I love it. The money <laughs> thrown at that thing is worth it. Uh, um, I really... This right now is a tie between Birds of Prey and this. I, I, I really love what both of these have to offer. Man of Steel is really high up there, but it, as a movie, it doesn't fully work for me. I've really warmed up to it over the years. Um, I really love Shazam. That would probably be my third one. Damn. Yeah. This is really like, here's Shazam. my thing. Like the, It's a unique universe. You have to get me early on. And the DCEU did not get me early on. <laughs> like I think Man of Steel has aged better over time. Yeah, but I like... I loved it then. I loved the it The movie now. after that, Batman v Superman, oh, just totally lost me. It's not good. Then Suicide Squad after that, I was like, done! Done! What are you guys doing? Done. And then Wonder Woman... Then Wonder Woman came out, and I was just like, this is great, but is it too late? It's been, no, it's been such a good inclined sense. 
Yeah. The, the only, only the only way to go is up for them. Yeah. Because so. like <laughs> I have... I will honestly admit this on air. I skipped Shazam and Birds of Prey. I skipped both of them. And my my parents love Shazam. Like I just didn't catch them. I was just like, you ever gonna uh, watch? Uh, well, them? I'm gonna okay. Birds of Prey. I understand why a lot of people didn't want to watch it. I think if you enjoyed this. You would absolutely enjoy Birds of Prey. Most importantly, to see Obi-Wan Kenobi be the best villain ever. It's my favorite Ewan McGregor villain performance, and he's been some before. Island with Michael Bay. I, I think he's great in it. He's got this great speech about how he has a shrunken head in his room. Right. I love it. Ew. It's fucking great. He's so good. Harley Quinn is good. You're going to love that movie. But Shazam? I just, like... I how sh- have you not... It's the most... Like it, like Wonder Woman is a very hopeful movie, mm. but it's in a war, and you need that hope as a shining bright beacon in this war. Shazam is a movie in the DC universe about a man, about a child, so excited to be a superhero in this world. <clears throat> the entire movie is just filled and brimming with his joy, and it's so much fun because of it. I don't know how you haven't watched that. You're going to respond so well to it. Well... DCU is on the wheel. It the is on the wheel. I mean, and we and do not going to spin for a while. <laughs> so we can see him on the wheel. That is true. So if you haven't watched it yet, it's just more movies to watch when you do that. Right. And I would love to hear your responses on those. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, like, the, DC, the DCU just kind of, like, lost me. Because, like, I was just like, well, I don't know. Like, you had... You're lost, you're one, dude. I'm back for sure. You're lost. I, I know. Like, yeah, Man of Steel was okay. Out. BVS was terrible. Suicide Squad somehow found a way to be worse. That is a bad movie. And then Wonder Woman, and this is like, okay, you're not, you're not hitting the, you're not hitting the right chords. I'll, I will show up for Wonder Woman, but like, you're not, you're not doing so well. And then Aquaman, I was just like, okay, this is more my jam. And then I just kind of like was like, uh, like I, can't, it, I can't get into this. Wonder anymore. Woman, is, Wonder Woman gets it right. Right, it gets it right. That's a solid superhero movie. Aquaman finally starts to have fun, and then Shazam is. Everything you wanted from a like a you good-hearted superhero. On it. That was the next one, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Shazam came out before Aquaman. Like yeah, you literally. No. I don't think Shazam was after. Well, regardless, I, those are two movies that I know you're gonna. No, enjoy. I think it is. Birds of Prey is so good. It's so much fun. It's just a weird little, and I love again Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Rosie Perez, man, that's a great cast. Out, dude. But Shazam surprised me because I know you're gonna respond to that a lot. Okay, Aquaman was 2018. I'm pretty sure Shazam was 2019. Yeah, I think you're right. Pretty sure. But I'd be Shazam was 2019. Yeah, so Shazam was after Aquaman. Okay. Literally, the next movie you stopped. I was like, that was the one you were waiting for, and you never knew. Honestly, for Shazam... Also, Shazam wasn't really a character that I was all that into, anyway. I don't give a shit about Aquaman, but I saw it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love Shazam. I didn't, sh- I didn't give a shit about Shazam, Aquaman. I, I barely care about the DC, and I've seen I've seen all of them. I've seen more DC movies than you. And you probably care more about DC than I do. You're a fucking joke. Stabbing <laughs> Jesus. Stab, stab me in the heart. Comic books. You're fucking joking. I will not give in to your uh, masochism. Oh, man. I have, I have very healthy masculinity. Not toxic. He's the one dressed like a blood brother. I'm pretty sure I said masochism. Did you say masculinity? I just want masculinity. No, but I made you think about it. Uh, <laughs> you gotcha. 
Says the one dressed as a pirate. Um, yeah, only one. All right. So, yeah. Suicide Squad. I give it an A. A, yeah. Uh, I! I! In terms of movies that I've watched this year that are new, really high up there. Yeah. Probably, I would have to look and see what other comic book movies have come out this year, but I really did enjoy this. Black Widow, um, I think Wonder Woman 84 technically counts. Okay. Because it came out like on December, Christmas sort of time, so it does yep. kind of count. Uh, this would be my favorite in terms of comic book stuff, but in terms of action films and just fun stuff, really liked this. This is going to be high up there. Probably Quinn mowing down all those guys in that mansion after he, after she shot... After she point blank just shot, you're gonna love Birds of Prey. Yes, my favorite thing about Harley Quinn is that, um, or in terms of giving people badass moments, is she is a side character in this movie technically, and her her arc is just to get a javelin in the face of a star. I fucking love that. But <laughs> but I do love that before the the most badass action moment uh, happens with her, she has an entire awesome monologue. Proving why you hired Margot Robbie in the first place, and that monologue yeah. when she just shoots him, I was like, "Yeah, dude, you don't fuck crazy. You don't fuck crazy. You don't fall in love with crazy. You don't do it because she's gonna kill you." Like Johnny Depp. Immediately, he mentions he kills kids. It was just so in the theater. Like I watched the show Place Icon. You know how like in the first two theaters it's like Icon X, so it's all that enhanced sound. Mm. Like I literally jumped when the gunshot went off. I was like. Oh, there's some jump scares in this. And I was just like, like, and then like that whole that hole in his chest was just so. Oh man, god damn, I loved it. It was. So I have so now, cool. without having seen one trauma movie, I know James Gunn can do gore. This, I now yeah, know. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Belko Spirit. Do you know the Belko experiment? I heard of it. I know you like it. I've seen a little bit of trailer. It's just for a it. bunch of office office workers killing them. I know. Yeah, because he, he even had like he loves gore. He had he had just a little trickle of it in Guardians when Groot put his fingers through that guy's face. You're like, oh god! Oh, when he killed the men and he slammed yeah. against walls. Yeah, it's yeah. totally tentacle porn. What? Oh yeah, there was high, there was there was a hentai in this movie with Starro. Oh, and, yeah. uh, well, there was you lot. saw all those holes in its arm. There was hentai. There was bestiality. The first the, one of the. First moment you see Harley Quinn, she's in ropes. Yeah, man. Bondage. Oh, oh my god, but her suit, she finally gets a legitimate Harley Quinn suit. Mm-hmm. She I mean, did. then she has to wear a dress, but... It's true. Uh, that dope dress. I was like, His yes, dress. her suit. Oh, it's a dress. Everybody's great. Everybody played their part. Everybody died really well. It's not everybody, but like... <laughs> Davidson's... Smaller bullets, guys. Smaller I was... Bullets. I... I I knew I wasn't going to get a lot of Weasel because there wasn't a lot in the trailer and everything that we saw from the trailer was like the beginning of the movie except for the part where it's licking the window and I was like, okay, maybe there's a flashback and then the flashback happened. The whole... And the whole... the It, it just... The movie kept going and I'm like, I don't know. They really left that character up in the air. He's got to be alive. And he, in the post credit scene, I was like, yes! Oh, oh God. Uh, I think I like him more than King Shark just because how fucking... Fuck that thing is I, like the whole time. King Shark is, you know, he's 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 it's so lovable. he's like uh yeah the other one to compare him to too. He's yeah. like uh Ed from Ed and Eddie. You, you with just single D. Yeah, and he's also Patrick Star. Yeah, it's literally just like oh it's SpongeBob. Hi, 
literally the same exact shape. The whole the whole but time that like Weasel was on the screen. Well. But Weasel, I was like, oh, this fucker's disgusting. I love him so much. Killed a bunch of kids. Yeah, it's twenty seven kids. Yeah. I don't forget that number. That was the very, <laughs> that was the last thing I thought about the image. I was like, oh, maybe he's hit a blow. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're good. You're out, man. Good for you. And then I was like, 27 kids. 27 kids. I w- can you imagine the sight of that? Just like, you can't put that in a movie. Well, you know, it's a lot like Connor. Um, I, um, but we uh, haven't seen him fight. And I want to see how that thing moves around. The whole like, time. Things, like, the whole time that he was on screen, I thought he was going to like have a hairball or something. That's how, like, gross he was. No, all he had to do was just look around and go, like, <laughs> like that's was, all he had to do. He looked like he a cat struggling, struggling to do a hairball, yeah. And even drawn, he's like, <laughs> God, that was just so, like, I was like, I, I feel bad, but you killed 27 children. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a wild animal at that point. Um, but I, I liked how a King Sh- I kept thinking King Shark was going to die, and they just kept living. Well, yeah, I... I was thinking of the only thing I remember from our uh, Deadpool who wasn't in this movie. It's a shame. Was that I I was like I King Shark could be like a Groot character, but he might be like also be like Groot and die in the end, but mm-hmm. somehow be able to come back like how Groot was able to come back and just literally grow back. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe I don't know, or he has like a brother or something. Then I was we saw lots of King Shark and like either. James Gunn is going to be like, ha, he's dead, and everyone's going to be so sad. Or James Gunn knows he's like this. This is this is I a character think, that has to stick around. I think he was. I think he knew what was up and kept pulling our heartstrings because he keeps almost dying. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was Weasel who got the short end of the stick because you can't really have a movie with two animals. We can, like you can't have two groups. There's a few redundant characters that I think, if you're smart, you should have been able to know. At least from his point of view, I didn't know. But I think that's was the point of the marketing. And that's the thing I love about a lot of marketing when you see a trailer. It's usually for the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of those people... Or if you're stupid, you show the end of the movie, like in uh, Back to the Future. It's true. Fucking morons. Anyway, great. Great series. Uh, in terms of my grading, I would say a... I... Minus. No, I, yeah, I would say a minus as of right now. Okay. There you go. Suicide Squad. All right, we're done. Let's get out of here. Okay. Um... Out. <laughs> so, I guess I'll go because you guys probably watched more than I did. I watched a lot. Could ask Zach. I have begun. No, don't call Zach. No, don't look at me. I'm not teasing it anymore. Chris, Peter, either Zach. you do it or you don't. Peter, don't call Zach. I'm just saying you could if you wanted. No. We are, we are you putting this I'm in my the devil on You're your the shoulder. one making the joke. You do it. He's I'm the sleeping. devil. I'm the devil on your shoulder. The devil on your shoulder doesn't. Do I don't see it. It doesn't do the thing for you. You do it because it's telling you to do it. I don't see tech, You're a I don't, joke. I don't see tentacles <laughs> on your face right now. How could you be the devil? I'm the devil say, doesn't come in horns, baby. He comes in pirate form. <laughs> you, you did not the dance he did, but he did a dance, guys. <laughs> There's a dance there. You know what? I'm going to go to the bathroom, and you guys do whatever you want. I'm going to listen. I think it's going to pick it up. I'm going to be very quiet. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> no, deja vu. All right, what'd you watch? I'm not turtle-letting. I, um... Oh. So, I have begun my journey to catch up on the things that I need to catch up on. Mustard. And I Loki? began that... No. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck! Just watch Loki! I'm sorry, man. Star Wars is my first love. I God started, damn, you I started... skip out on Shazam. You don't watch Loki? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Busy. Um, <laughs> Fair enough, man. I um I started catching up on Bad Batch. Oh, sweet. Uh, Still have never watched it, so I'm a, I'm a fucking... I'm the joke. 
it's I'm start Omega's wearing off on me. Like, like the girl. Yeah, the girl. Yeah, I know you're really unhappy with that at the start. No, I was like, well, what are we doing here? Like, what's the point? What are we doing here, guys? Clone girl. Anyway, uh, clone girl. Clone girl. Clone girl. Clone girl. She's literally the Star Wars version of Clone Girl. Yeah. Um. She's except better. Except well, be- better made. Ray's and in the good context. That's dang it. Um, no, Ray was born. She was born. Ray's Palpatine. She was um, born in it. There are Ooh, two God. running motifs that I will always hit on. Ray's the Palpatine and the dice were loaded. Um, <laughs> Snake eyes. Snake eyes. Um, so. <laughs> Bill, you're a liar and I don't like you. <laughs> you're a liar and I don't like you. <laughs> so, I, uh, but like, yeah, I'm, um, it's wearing off on me. Like, she's more of like an underdog. With like now, it's getting to the point where like, okay, now she's like an actual like legit strategist. Like she's a tactician. Like, it's actually crazy. Um, I don't know how far you want me to go. She does have a purpose. That's all I need to know. Okay. And I will watch it, but I don't want spoilers. I just be high. I still gotta That's watch the Clone thing. Wars and I still gotta watch Rebels. You still have to watch Mandalorian? I still got, well, Mandalorian is. I still got Mandalorian under my belt. Yeah, okay. I'm glad so, that, that shit's saved. For your sake, I won't say anything more. Thanks. But like, I really. it's. I'm not caught up entirely yet, and the finale is this Friday. Wow, is there going to be another? Yes, another there will season? be another season. They announced that there. That, that's that's news. I guess there's not going to be another season of Bad Batch. We gotta go back. Can we go back? No. We're not. When's the last time you dropped that joke? I don't know, but you keep getting mad at me. Let's go back. Yeah, let's go back. Cancel. Let me start. No. I will call Zach if you do that again. Don't. Don't, guys. I like him. Don't. I really like him. Don't. Notice how the devil on the shoulder doesn't even have to say anything. Oh, my God. That's how it's worse. Don't do it. If you tell Zach, don't call Zach. You'll know I like him. My job here. All right. Call him. Tell him I'll be over in five minutes with some banana oil. Active 12 minutes ago. I'm telling you, man. He's waiting. He's waiting for us to call. No, don't do it. No. He's going to talk forever about Suicide Squad. Are you sure you want to start over? No! We already said Suicide Squad, man. No, dude. Are you sure you want to start over? We've got more to talk about. What else do we have to talk about? Don't do it! No! Well, what else do we have to talk about? Um, What? I didn't watch Elizabeth Town. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, uh... (laughs) I've never seen someone with so much power close their phone in their life. Uh, so... (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! The lights flicker not once, but twice. One right after the other. Holy shit. I'm going to be honest. There's been a lot of electrical problems today. It's been kind of a brat. But we still watched the movie Ghost, and I liked it. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. That was fucking amazing. One right after the other. I'm like the kid. I'm like, it's like the kid in Looper. I'm like the kid in Looper. I don't know how powerful. Like, I don't know. Like. 
anyway. I feel like um, I feel like I'm uh, Kira Knightley, and you guys are the men on the ship. <laughs> I'm convinced yet. You'll be done with the crew, and you'll be naked. No, I meant the Kira Knightley used a ghost story to get. No. Oh, I'm gonna get into why you forgot that right now. No, I didn't forget that. But later. Yeah. So anyway, um, Bad Batch. You were great. I'm. It's it. Omega's wearing off on me, and yeah, I'm. Li- I'm liking where this is going. I just need to sit down and hate my job, and then I will. What? Watch it. Yeah, you heard me. You ain't target. I, I I'm done. <laughs> I'm taking a educational leave of absence to finish my degree. This oh, year. okay, sweet. It's a it's it's gonna be a welcome break. I can't work there. Hi everybody, welcome to my private life. Um, I can't. Like literally last semester, I was like, I could, I, I, I'd work a target shift. I could be like, I could be working on my homework right now, and yeah. I'm doing this. What is wrong with me? Money. Yeah, money. That's wrong with exactly you? what's wrong with me. Like so, like I'm also I've been burnt out there for a while, so I need to like either get away or just get a new job. Fair. That's that's where. I'm well, at. when you come back. Nothing changes. Nothing. So Nothing will change. Keep that in mind when you go on a break. Yeah. It's Come not on. a break. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if they just let me go. It's happened it's happened before. I've been Don't let go, Chris. I've been uh Don't I've been go, no, I've actually been laid off as a temp uh after or during the holidays. I think that's common. I've been fired as a temp because I basically just gave up on the job too. Yeah. And you could I could hear them being like, You just are not good at your job and in the back of my mind I'm like, I don't give a shit. And I was having other emotional problems at the time. Right. But yeah, that's, uh, I think, that's the thing about temps. They wear them out and then they look at the people who can not stamina and don't have positive energy. Like, I got a super, I got a super dope team lead now. Like, he's totally understanding. He he has perspective. He's like, dude, don't get too frustrated by this. We sell bananas. Our lives aren't in jail. Like, we don't have lives in our hands like doctors or or police officers. Like, we just sell bananas. Mm -hmm. That's all we do. Don't get too mad at this. Don't and, get too stressed. And like I said, the thing is, like, you and, are an anxious person, and you are going yeah. through school. Yeah, which is not a good combo. And I hate if, school. If, if you can only juggle one at a time, man, yeah. admitting that is not a bad. There's thing. no shame I told, in that. I totally, yeah. yeah, I totally, I was like, but like, yeah, I, like before, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I think I'm just gonna take a leave of absence just to get this degree done. Also, I need to get away from here for a while. I was like, dude, whenever you make that commitment, you just let me know. So, but then, uh, for health reasons, he can't work for the next few weeks because of medication he's taking. Mm. So as soon as I get him, I lose him. You take him out? On no, a but date. That, but, that show, but that shows you right there. As a man who could sit there and give you interesting, uh, forward-thinking, helpful advice in and of himself, needs right. help. Doesn't expect too much. Or, like, tells you this is what we need, and but, like, understands if you don't. Like, if you don't get through it all. Nobody's job is easy. Mental health is important. Right. Especially when the world is going to hell in hand, bastard baby. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, so... Anyway. Um, I don't know. What, what were we talking about? We were talking about what yeah, and you were done with Bad Batch? Talk yeah. about your job. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not all caught up on Bad Batch. Right? I still have some... Yeah, let's go. But as oh, soon as I'm done with Bad Batch, I will go to Loki. Hold me to that. I have, I've been that. holding you to that shit before you even made a commitment. He's been very important. I'll tell you this. One of the things that still annoys me is you have not watched Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> part, uh... He loves Rainbow 3D. He ain't seen Hot Shots Part 2. What are you talking about, man? In terms of things you haven't watched yet. Yeah. What a good Rainbow spoof movie. Watch Loki. And you've never even seen it. 
Watch well, like, yeah, I'm going to finish Bad Batch, and then I'm going to finish Loki. Because now, like, people are actually starting to talk about it. Oh, no, important shit happened. Yeah, I know. So, I need to get on that. Again, I also just think that that last episode is very good. I think Hiddleston's very And good. you have to catch it before you start watching What If. Because what maybe, if comes maybe. out. Maybe, yes, that's a possibility that True. you may... I don't, I don't well, think... Well, I mean, it's not that many episodes... Again, this is I think you should watch Loki before you watch What If. Yes, that's the answer here. None of this is a chore. There's only really two episodes I'm interested in. Or three. Of What If. I just want to see... That's Spider-Man. the zombie episode. Uh, Peggy Carter, Carter becomes... Captain... Uh, I Union think Jack. Captain Carter. It should be Captain Britain. And then... Um, T'Challa as Star Lord. Yeah, T'Charlord. T'Charlord. I don't know much. Spider Man, Spider Man. That's the only one I care about. But I watch them all because it's Marvel, and I fucking have to, or else I'll miss out on something and get it spoiled later. FOMO. He's got FOMO. Also, I kind of like it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I watch. You guys go on your hour and a half rampage of what you guys watch. I don't watch anything. Cool. And scene. I watched, I will oh, say, I watched more than one thing. I will say, guys, please make this like as brief as possible because I really do not want to say, I do not want to be out of here at 2 a.m. I know, I know. <laughs> so take it like do whatever say whatever you need to say, but like I will you know, I will uh, say his story about American horror stories was very good. And uh do you remember it? Yes. It's great. And then your snake eyes bit was also Pretty good. Yes. <laughs> Again, last week's episode was pretty much. We half watched snake a eyes. lot of terrible stuff. That it was week. half Snake Eyes. Yeah, we had. Yeah, we both watched some like shit. That's on me. That's my fault. Shit. I, I'm sorry. I consider it good content. <laughs> but, but, now we are. We all don't want to be up that late. Right. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So what did you guys watch? Um. Besides the pirates movie, I watched Suicide Squad. You want to talk about that again? No, but that's it. I'll really? Say, uh, this week? Yeah, I watched. I watched all the behind the scenes, but yeah, that isn't do that isn't for this segment. Okay. And then, I yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch any TV shows. I, I yeah. All right, Alex. You said you watched a lot. Uh, I'll start with something I did watch with Peter. The first five episodes of the next season of Attack on Titan, season mm-hmm. four. Um, there is a dif- there is a difference in animation. Yes, there is a <coughs> lack of clarity with movements and certain faces. They are entirely different. Yes, there's a time jump, but like they're not as. They're not as well crafted. Just someone it's doing just a weird dance or a weird walk looks very odd. It it's clear that they were on a budget and that yeah. they did this during quarantine because they even say that the, the the best the the best part of the animation is the three D stuff and those are the Titans because those are like the main the main appeal so you need to make those look good. But everything else like there'd be a character just doing hand gestures and like looking around at a table, but they just. It, they made it look so fucked. That's it. They just made it look so fucked. Like just it, it looks what jagged you, and uh, they, first draft. They yeah, they were using keyframes. You know, like you do one at the start, one in the middle, one at yep. the end, and then depending on how many frames you want, 
per second, you're like, okay, I'll do the in-betweens. Yep, yep. And they didn't do a lot of in-betweens. Mm. And even if you did in-betweens, the poses that you would do when you're just talking at a table, you're not you're not selling something. You're just telling a story. So your your head isn't, you know, moving all around and your hands aren't going everywhere. You're just kind of you're you're in a neutral kind of sitting position, but your hands are up and you can right. just kind of like look around at the table, but these characters are like fucking dancing almost. Like, yeah, it's very weird. Um, I didn't think that many people. I didn't. I didn't know a person could have that many elbows in certain scenes. <laughs> it's, pretty uh, it's pretty weird. But uh, the action is very good. They are spending all of their money on the Titans and knowing where they have to go for all of this to end. It, the spectacle is going to be the most important thing. But I'm surprised this is this is our last season, it, and it, it's like. Half. Get ready for Ava. But it's Can't like wait. it just feels like it's half the budget for some reason. Well, as Zach's explained, apparently every season different studio. Mm-hmm. Quentin probably did hurt, and he's right. I really think you're gonna respond a lot to Ava in a lot of ways. I think so too, uh, especially after watching this. But the the first five episodes bringing a bunch of new characters, having a different approach to it, it really does help that they introduce a lot of new elements with it, so that stylistically. When uh, they lose money and get cheap, it sort of kind of works in that way. Okay. But when we cut it off, uh, previous elements that we were, that we, familiar elements came back into the foyer. Oh boy. Uh, and uh, some pretty crazy stuff happened. So I think I ended it on a good bit. I think I got rid of all of the set dressing for what is to come, mm-hmm. which was nice. It's about five episodes of uh, introducing characters, a lot of depth. Great, uh, again, backgrounds for sunsets and natural things, but um, not great on the character faces. The mm. close-ups were few and far between, which is not what that show was capable of doing mm. in the past. Certainly season three was the best looking one, but the escalation of where things are going is a lot. It's a lot thrown at you. Those first five episodes are a lot. To go week by week with the information as opposed to watching it binges. Probably the better way to go about doing that. <laughs> it's a lot to digest. Luckily, a lot of this I already knew before I even entered this season. So that helped. Um, all right. Uh, I did, <laughs> did watch a lot. Again, news radio. Great. End of season two. Um, again, just they're f- I enjoy watching comedies and binging them and watching writers write to comedic talent. It's amazing. Um, seeing serious actress like Maura Tierney kill it years later on a Showtime show called The Affair and then see back then how they knew how to make someone like that funny and then that humor is exactly why she got into playing the wife of Jim Carrey and Liar Liar how that it went to other things I love it um, oh really? it was her? yeah she's on news radio yeah she was on news well, radio well I hope it was with someone really special <laughs> I love Liar Liar um I rewatched. uh I I, for, I don't know why but I just decided to watch bits and pieces of Kung Fu Panda 2. Oh, no, no, no. I know why. Wait, wait. I'm, I, I know why. I know why. Okay, so Chris, there's a woman I really enjoy who does reactions. Her name's Natalie Gold on YouTube. She's one of my favorites. She just got done watching the Dragons trilogy. And she's just started the Kung Fu Panda ones. She has no idea what to expect. She's wonderful, dude. She's pleasant. You need to watch her stuff. Okay. Um, especially Natalie the Dragon Gold. Natalie Gold. Especially the dragon one, but she loved Panda. And as I was watching it, I was like, and she just did the first one. I was like, mm-hmm. a half an hour of footage of that basically going through that first movie, I was like, I really like the bits between Poe and his dad in the second one. 
So I'm just going to start watching bits and pieces of the second one with the dad. And I just was like, oh. Wait, which dad? dad? Uh, no, no, the second one. His the only second dad. One? Oh, uh, there's not a lot of that. <laughs> not a lot, but it's what stuck with me. And when we get to the trilogy, I'll, I'll explain why that oh, stuck I'll with me so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when we get to the third, which is, here's the thing. I was watching clips of the second one, mm-hmm. and I maybe watched about 15 minutes of it, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to watch the third. So I started the third, mm-hmm. and I watched <clears throat> it to the end. Okay. Um, Like it more this time. It's uh-huh. by far the most beautiful of the three. Interesting. I find it still redundant. It is the same plot as the second movie. But it is more of the Goose Father. He likes James Wong. I love James Wong in that role. He's so good. Uh, I like him in other things, sure, but he is just... They really know how to utilize him well. And he is such an important aspect of the third film. I was like, oh yeah, he goes with them. And he goes there. Oh, I loved it. Um... I really like it more, but I do think the second one is a tighter movie than it, and we'll go into it when we do the trilogy. I, I, but I wanted you to know, watching that third movie, I enjoyed it a lot more this time. I used to think, that I was never watching that there was really no point to it, and watching it now, I was like, nah, nah, this is fucking great. It's not as strong as Dragon 3, but it is really, really strong. Um, anyway, I, like, when we talk about 3, I get to talk about how they pretty much hot shot 6 movies into 3. Uh... It's a, three is an interesting discussion. Um, uh, it's gonna be really interesting when I tell. <laughs> now that you watch three and you know about my band fiction, how on point was I? Pretty much. No, we talked about this. We you talked were, about this. No, yeah. you're very close onto it. I was pretty close. Yeah, which is why I found it odd that again you and them were like, "What if we just kind of just did the second movie again?" But that's because the second movie, you can't have that second movie and then go on and believe there are no ever pandas ever. There have to be more pandas. Bad whiskers. Where'd you get the bad whiskers from? Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to get the Kung Fu Panda. We're going to have a great time. Go on. I'm just saying that after I watch that now, yeah, we're going to have a great time. Oh my I god. I really it's enjoy so it more. Fun. But also, again, Natalie Gold is probably my favorite reaction to movies. She's so genuine and she really loves her stuff. She's done all the Star Wars movies. She's done The Lord of the Rings, Back to the... I don't think she's back to the future. What did she do recently? Um... The Dragons, she did both of the Blade Runners. Um, she really likes 2049. Um, she just did Shawshank. Okay, if you have not seen the movies, don't watch them. Because she just watched Shawshank and Green Mile, and I was like, can't wait to make Chris watch those movies. Because they're fucking excellent. Um, uh, I watched Wrath of Man with uh, Jason Statham. Oh. Also done by... Oh my god! Also done by Guy Ritchie. Um, I really loved it. Guy Ritchie is certainly coming back from that uh, from The Gentleman, which I really love, and the mess that is King Arthur, I believe he did. Either he did King Arthur or Robin Hood. He did one of those two. And they're not good. Mm. So I really like these coming back to doing low-key crime low-key. movies. So Wrath of Man is about um, Jason Statham joining a crew of armor car people. And it's, a, it's an armor car movie, robbery movie. Uh, just like Heat and just like Den of Thieves and uh, the other one we watched. Um, and obviously something has happened. You see a crime at the beginning, an armored car robbery that happened and two people are died or are murdered at some point. And all of a sudden Jason Statham goes into the same place where that happened. And the movie is about, is Statham connected to that murder? 
And if the people who committed that murder are all going to fucking die for it, <laughs> it's great. Um, it's also really well written. Um, it has a lot of um, twists and turns to it you wouldn't expect in this kind of movie. You would think that it would just be a man coming in and fucking with the people who did it. But it's, it, it breaks linear stuff. It does the Reservoir Dogs thing where halfway through the movie you get an entire backstory of a character you didn't know. Or a lot of good red herrings. That sounds like... Strong castings like Josh Hartnett that you don't know what to do with. Perspective switch that you just described mm-hmm. kind of describes Last of Us Part Two. Oh, interesting. Because like you play through half that game as the protagonist. That's right. For yeah. revenge, and then the second half it flips. It's just like, and it asks a lot of you to go through those same days again. Well, I I would say it's more along the lines of where, although that is interesting. I, I think it's more along the lines of where Mr. Orange you think is a bad guy, and then all of a sudden, spoilers for Reservoir Dogs, it turns out he's the rat in the cop. And you learn everything that he did to become part of that group in the first place. Mm. Stuff like that. Um, why Jason Statham is doing this in the first place. Really good movie. It made me go back and watch Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. The movie that Guy Ritchie did in 1999 with Jason Statham that made them both stars in the first place. It's the first movie Guy Ritchie ever made. It's basically a ripoff of Tarantino. But it's one of my favorites. Mm. One of my favorite late 90s ripoffs of Tarantino's. And he would go on to make some great stuff. Um, I watched the Freaky Friday Body Switch Horror movie with Vince Vaughn Freaky. Uh, very good. Highly recommend. You had some time on you. Uh, I've spent a lot of time with my family. Oh, that's right. And the movies that they wanted to watch. My dad wanted to watch Rapid Man. He did not want to watch Suicide Squad. I think he'd started it with Brian for like a few minutes and then fell asleep, but that beginning was pretty weird for him. Really? Just seeing all those people die. So I just don't think he was into it. Mm-hmm. But I know that if he finished it, he would be. Um, but we didn't get a chance to watch it, so you wanted to watch all this other stuff. Um, Freaky with Vince Vaughn. Um, really good. Really good. It's basically the hot chick with Rob Schneider from the early 2000s. Um, but a young teenage girl, uh, is attacked by a serial killer, a lot like Jason or Michael Myers, but a human being. Mm -hmm. Um, he finds a magical knife, accidentally murdering some archaeologist's family and all that stuff, and then... (laughs) stabs a girl with it a teenage girl and then they switch bodies and then the and then the movie they open the next morning and vince vaughn is basically doing big and he's like uh, he d- how does he tell the best friend of the main girl that he's this person they do a handshake all these little interesting bits from other movies that we had seen freaky friday mm-hmm. all this stuff really liked it when very, did that one come out last year i was gonna say that sounds really familiar very violent uh when it needs to be which i appreciated it was a horror movie legit they murder people. The first thing out of the bat, um, just shoving a bottle down someone's throat. And then okay. And the stuff come out. It's great. It's all goofy, fun. What do you mean, okay? Stuff. You just watch Suicide Squad. Yeah, dude. Pick a fucking lane, Lois. <laughs> <laughs> I will be honest. Hey, can we show him, like, that, uh, that gym fight scene from The Punisher? For the Punisher? I think it was The Punisher. Okay, we're looking at the, the show. Have you yeah. seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I'm the oh, one who has it. You're talking to the person who's seen more DC movies than you, and I don't like DC as much as you do. He's you know, I could just leave. leave. He's in all the Daredevils and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Good. I've been down those roads. Yeah. Twice. I can just leave. <laughs> Why? That'd be like you did last week? Yeah, I just leave. I really, I really, um, yes, Suicide Squad is way more gory than that movie. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason is because it's Bloomhouse, and Bloomhouse is cheap. Blue Mouse gets good actors and has good scripts with good characters. And they also happen to be horror movies. And they put all of their budget where they need to be, but then they also have 
scenes that are set in a house for a long time. Or there's like a good 10 minute scene where it's characters. Or there's like a, they just decide to talk about what the characters are going through rather than just spending it on stupid bullshit. It's really kind of nice why the Invisible mo- Woman works. Like they don't, yeah. it's not an expensive movie. It, they spend it on the, the characters. The guy's invisible. I love it. <laughs> um, uh, Although it was an expensive movie because they had to get someone invisible. That is true. So like it was yeah. kind of ironic. Uh, not very many invisible people have gotten work since League of Extraordinary Gentlemen did not do well, so it's been hard. Yeah, I mean there was Hollow Man too, but I mean no one watched that. No, it's a joke, everyone. <laughs> it is. It's kind of it's kind of like uh, when people say there's like Jar Jar Binks is on set and stuff. Oh uh, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so that is what I watched in terms of my own, I believe. Because um, I do remember, I remember something. But if you, when you're done, I'll go. So to, uh, I did watch stuff based off of the movie tonight, and I'll I'll say this side stuff. Uh, between pirates, one and two, there was a chunk of time, and the reason that's the case is because they told the writers they needed to write two movies at once, and they needed to write two movies at once. And so they could make two movies at once is because the actors were very famous and they had to go on and do other things. This is what kind of idea. Um, oh, so the writers tried yeah. really hard. They knew the, they had spent so long working on the first script that they didn't have any ideas of what to do. So it took them, they stalled writing this sequels for a couple of years because they didn't really know how to get it out. Eventually they were building sets before this movie happened. I'll let Peter get into all that. But in that time, Everyone got to make stuff. So Gore Verbinski made a Nicolas Cage movie called The Weatherman. Most people don't remember it. Uh, it's only on Paramount Plus. I have it on Blu-ray. I have it on DVD. I genuinely like it. Okay. Uh, rewatching it again this time, um, I'm realizing with Gore Verbinski things that I did not notice, which is that A, a lot of dead fathers in his work. A lot of dead fathers. Mouse Hunt opens on the funeral of a father. Um, there is Will's father in Pirates of the Caribbean. Weatherman uh, uh, has a father dying of cancer. Uh, the Mexican has a father lose his child. So f- morbid father issues. Dying fathers. The Ring has two dead fathers. Would you count Bootstrap Bill as dead? Uh, in the first movie, yes. Okay, in the first movie, okay. But the father issues carry into this one, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, and guess and guess what's going to happen in the next movie? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I found that interesting. Uh, I think also, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also find it interesting that the fifth movie. he does not like companies. He does not like corporate ad- corporate attitudes. Um, he doesn't think being rich or famous makes you better. And he likes to make movies about, big movies about small people. That's what I've noticed. Because The Weatherman is about a guy who basically keeps trying to buy back his family with his fame and, and the money that he could have as a possibility. And he already has. He's already well-to-do. But he's just a weaselly dick. And he just... People are sick of him for his weaselly dickish... People are throwing fast food at him. Just throwing food at him because he's a bad weatherman. And they just kind of get that sense from him. And the movie just sort of highlights how he just has to accept who he is and that his family's moving on without him it's it's a really interesting growth small story a lot of money thrown in it michael kane uh, a lot of great uh nicholas holt is his son what's the dude what's so i i have the dvd mm-hmm. 
I've always been curious. What's the deal with the bow and arrow? His daughter doesn't have a lot of uh, interests, and one of the interests she has at one point is bow and arrow and archery. She tries it, and my, Nicolas Cage is like, I'm going to take you to this place. We're going to do it. They do it for one day. She never goes back. And then he picks it up. And throughout the film, as his life is falling apart because he's not not giving them enough determination and drive and passion and attention and focus. However, throughout the movie, he is doing that with archery. And the movie is about how he's used his ability to get good at archery and take that and apply it to the rest of his life. Mm, gotcha. Yes. All right. But it, also, they're throwing fast food at him throughout the movie. And he even says it to himself. This is just this thing that people eat. I thought he just finish it. I thought he was a hitman. No, 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 no. Like, He's an actual weatherman. He's an actual weatherman. I knew that, but like he was just the assassin. No, 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 no. People are throwing shit at him, so he has to put, carry a bow and arrow around with him. Yeah. Like, that's going to help? What is this, Fruit Ninja? I'll be honest, man. It works. They stopped doing it. Um, anyway, um, it's a very small, small movie in between these very big ones. Okay. And it makes me wonder how he felt about... Because it looks like he had fun making the first movie. The second one had a lot of problems. Uh, the first one, it seemed like he had a lot of fun. No problems. Everyone did a good time. Mm. And the second one is sort of like, I've, I've made these weird movies. I finally have had a chance to make something big. Did I sell out? Will that make me happier? I don't think so. And mm. I think that's how he feels. And I think he was going to be done with those movies and move on. Lone Ranger didn't do well, and I don't think anyone, any studio was going to give him big money after that. After I mean, seeing how much it, he puts into making a movie, let alone two, I, I after the fall of Lone Ranger, I'm not surprised it took him forever to get the cure of wellness out, and nobody liked that. And he hasn't made a movie in 16 years, and um, yeah, he might just be done. I, I mean, I'll give 16 you years. Uh, I'm sorry, six years. Uh, uh, maybe maybe four. It's something that when it's it's uh, but I, the reason I said that is because. And I'll get into this more. You know, I'm gonna save this for the next episode. Uh, there's a project Gore Verbinski's working on. I want to hear. Your, I want to hear your uh, response to. Uh, it's the only thing he's got down the pipeline. But this was a big. This was the small movie he wanted to get out before he was gonna shit out this huge. Job. So it was. Uh, it was his personal way of the gun. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so he makes this little movie. Doesn't do great, but Nick Cage is good in it. Nick Cage put a lot of great, solid, real human performances out there. Uh, Johnny Depp went on to do Finding Neverland. It's the biggest thing he would do. Also got nom Oscar nominated for that. He, hmm. This is in between these two movies. I think what mom, would be the biggest things? I think mom has put on Hulu. Uh, who do? You do. Hold do on. what? The who? Hold <laughs> um, Order! Um, so, uh, Finding Neverland is the last true, earnest human character that Johnny Depp actually really plays and gets re recognized for. He killed, he killed Rango. Rango is good, but he's a lizard. We ride. I'm talking about a human person. Ah! He plays the guy who wrote Peter Pan. And, uh, and the kids he watched over. Wait, which Peter Pan? The Peter Pan. Like, the guy who actually wrote the play, Peter Pan. Oh! And it's I saw. I was asking. I was like, "Wait, which Peter?" Pan? No, no, no. It's the guy. Just, yeah, the, the, guy wrote, okay. the guy wrote it. Um, and it's about what inspired him to write it. And he's an Irishman, so he's doing an Irish accent. I thought it was him. the live action Peter Pan. No, uh, there's a lot of those. Um, there's a lot. If of we those. considered that a franchise, and we did all of them, that'd be crazy. Uh, <laughs> it is called Peter Pan. No, but there's Hook. There's Pan. There's a lot. Hook. There, there's Pan. actually Wendy and Lucy is coming out soon. 
Whoa. I'm, I'm sorry, Wendy and Peter. Bound to go wild. Peter. Wendy and Peter. Peter. I forgot who's making that, but somebody big is. Anyway, um, huh. So, uh, oh. so, but, yeah. but John Depp, this is probably, <laughs> just thought came to me. This is probably, came to me. <laughs> your head went back, dude. I know. Oh. I was what? trying to think of somebody, I was thinking of somebody's name at work. I wish I was and then you had just, that. <laughs> that, no, like, <laughs> visually recording that. I you, do have my camera in my car. You leaned back and you went. Oh, because <laughs> no, I had, what the because I was for the life of me I couldn't think of who directed A Wrinkle in Time and that's who that's oh who my I, God. I, oh it's Ava DuVernay dang. and I couldn't think of her name it's just whatever he was saying it wasn't lining up with what your reaction was I'm okay like, what the fuck just happened I mean that's the face I make sorry I, I have those day. moments I have those moments where like I know I draw paths I draw mental paths really quickly like today I borrowed a you climax I, from it I <laughs> I borrowed a um. For the for my short film, which is actually over halfway done. Woo! Um, Tree blood. I just I've hit I've hit a roadblock where I. It works because we've seen it. I hit a roadblock because I don't know how to make a trippy sequence. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> I um. You put drugs in the camera. No. Um. Works for me. I borrowed a like cowboy revolver from Austin, of Coyote Kid. Go listen to them. Um. Stop listening to us. Stop, go listen to Coyote Kid. <laughs> um, if you were listening to us in the first place. But anyway. Um, so I borrowed this uh, revolver. And I was supposed to get like Home Depot lights from him too. That I ended up not needing. And so he mentioned Home Depot today. When I, when I saw him. And I was like, Home Depot. Home Depot has lights. Lights that... And he was going to give me lights. And... And... It turned out I didn't need those lights, but what else was he going to give me that he possibly did give me? Right. It was the revolver. I drew that path in like less than a second. Wow. I was like, Home Depot. Home Depot was like, oh, I I have the, I have your gun. (laughs) I have your prop gun in my car. I have your gun. So I went and got a, I got a paper bag and I put it in the back. (laughs) Walked into church. I was like, here, dude. (laughs) It was so sketchy. He's like, yeah, I'm going to take this to my car now. <laughs> oh man! Good because I'm a prop gun. <laughs> Doesn't even fire. I just love you freaking out about it. You're just like, oh, oh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is church. <laughs> this is church. Don't put this in a plastic. It's not, not the time to joke. No, about a paper that. bag. Sorry, paper bag. Paper. <laughs> Cop dies by. You're like, none of this worked out. Mm-mm. I did go to. I got a gun. I did go to a public like nature Captain park. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. am. I uh I went to a I went to a public park and I almost pulled that revolver out. Oh my god! What the fuck? There was an accident. Somebody just so I was in it was in the Whoopsies. same bag. It was in the same bag as uh another piece of equipment, and I had to pull the gun out to get to that. Other oh my thing. god! And I pulled the gun out, and then somebody in the parking lot immediately drove behind me. I was like, <laughs> "You're still holding it." No, no, no. No, in the split second, I was just like, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was yeah, like, could have ended differently. Yeah, I thought the cops were going to come for me. <laughs> yep, there it is. Kinky, man. Oh, Ow. man. Anyway. Ow! You hiding a gun. Anyway, I draw mental paths really quickly when yeah. prompted. Mm-hmm. And you climax. For that's something, and I climax. That's yeah. something you need to say on a first date. <laughs> I draw mental paths really quickly and then I climax from them. <laughs> I draw mental paths quickly. 
I said this before. Oh! It's the, it's the when prompted. <laughs> That's when really prompted. Anyway, <laughs> I, I the weatherman. Mental, I draw mental connections very well. When, when prompted. Nicholas Cage kills himself with a bow and arrow. Uh, no. Yep. Uh, that's, that's Garden State. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, I was never, so the, Finding Neverland, uh, Johnny Depp gets Oscar right. nominated. This is the height of Johnny Depp's career. It will never get bigger than this. We're talking the Pirates of the Caribbean 2 is the biggest movie of 2006. I mean, he's most he known for these movies. Just got Oscar, named, Oscar nominated for the first movie, and then again right before, the year before this movie came out. It, he's, he was never going to get more famous than this. Mm-hmm. Biggest, biggest part of his career ever. Um, and he would get Oscar nominated again the same year the third movie would come out. Uh <laughs> <laughs> all throughout this trilogy, all three things, he got nominated three times. Um, Kira Knightley. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'll start. I'll say seventeen-year-old Kira Knightley. Um, I'll save Kira Knightley for a second. Let's go to Orlando Bloom. Nineteen-year-old uh, Orlando Bloom. At this point, uh, Orlando Bloom was still doing the Lord of the Rings movies, but he would get an opportunity to lead a Cameron Crowe movie. Uh, now, Cameron Crowe at this point had already made um, nothing but hits. At least three classics and one kind of bad movie. And he asked him to be his lead in his movie with Kirsten Dunst. Spider-Man's Kirsten Dunst. Mm -hmm. And he was like, all right, I'll do it. But you saw, I showed guys clips of Elizabeth Town. I did not watch Elizabeth Town. Elizabeth Town is very bad. It's, It's famously bad. When I say that he's miscast... I don't know. He's not the reason this is bad. He just obviously doesn't give a shit about it. I never want to see him with an American accent ever again. That was so uncanny. It was really weird. I've seen him with American accents, and I do think he's good. But later, years later, is doesn't he have one in Black Hawk Down? Yes, but that was before. Yes, he does. But he was younger. Black Hawk Down is 2001. It is. Yes. We may have to go back to that. Of course. I would pick that over the kingdom any day. Uh, Do I have to fix the wheel anyway? No, you just have to pick that before the kingdom in terms of something you're excited about. <laughs> it's not me who picks them. No, you, well, we pick the ones that get sentient wheel. We pick the ones that become possibilities. We feel. We we feel. We feed the AI. We you feel with the wheel. Gut. We go with our gut when we make the submissions that we choose. Uh, I, that's all I'm saying. Uh, we do. Keep, that's actually. That is actually an interesting thought. We're doing this to ourselves. In, yes, always since day one. Right, we're doing this to ourselves. Since which day is actually kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. All the crazy coincidences that we have like that have happened with these wheels, and the circumstances around each selection. We're doing this to ourselves. We oh created god. our own. De- we opened Pandora. Oh my box. god! Yeah, it's yeah. Love Tars. It's love, it's love Tars. It's love Tars. It's our fault. It's our doing. <laughs> That's a crazy thought. Uh, <laughs> we put ourselves here. Elizabeth Town is a bad movie, and certainly one I've thought about wanting to put on the wheel. But uh, since then, the director has made bland stuff like we we bought a zoo, and then oh god, really? with Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. But he also made Aloha with Bradley Whipper, which I think is even Ooh. a worse version than Elizabeth Town. Elizabeth Town at least has some uh, this guy, charm to it. This guy some. plummeted. Plummeted. 
Because I think Ernest... Did he even take off? Like, yes. straight up, he walked... Yes. Oh, Cameron Crowe. You're talking about Cameron yes. Crowe. Okay. He, he, wrote, he's, he wrote and did all the... He wrote the book and did all the research for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He did. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, all right, say Anything, which is a passion... I love Say Anything. It's a great romantic comedy. John Cusack was a star because of it. Okay. Um, Jay McGuire is one of the biggest hits. It was the biggest hit of 1996. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then Almost Famous is the best movie he's ever made. Period. Okay, I'm with Almost but Famous. Also, but it's yeah. called Almost Famous. Yeah, great. Then he took a nose down. What are the fucking odds? Yeah. His most well-known and best movie is Almost Famous, and all the other shit is literal shit. I don't know. How did he do that? Jay McGuire uh, is pro- probably the most famous thing he's ever he made. He was Almost Famous. But Almost Famous is the best thing he's ever made. And he made Roadies the Show, which didn't do well. He's made Singles and Vanilla Sky, other stuff. Um, Elizabeth Town and Aloha sky. are bad. Elizabeth Town is bad. Watching it now, no one could have saved that. And even if it was Tom Cruise, he couldn't have saved that stuff. It's not a good movie. And Tom Cruise has already taken Vanilla Sky. Which is why I think um, that Orlando Bloom really had a lot to put into this. I think he had already filmed Elizabeth Town and was going. I think he was filming the these two movies in the wake of Elizabeth Town, or he was out filming them and never even knew what was happening. But it did not go over well for him. Sounded like he needed tech support. Yeah. Tech support. Oh God, he would. Uh, I'd bring it for tech support, but I got a Nobel Prize. Flash Mac support. Uh, Ko and uh, I don't think I can't think anyway, of any. But he also did Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven was made by Ridley Scott. Did not do well, and personally, David, the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven is an excellent movie. He's good in it. Um, yeah, I think that's the best thing from that mm-hmm. era, but Elizabeth Town was the thing that was supposed to make him big. Did not go well. Made the him small. best person who I think fared out of all of this, yes, Johnny Depp got an Oscar nomination for this, uh, for Finding Neverland, but the best performance and the best product that's come out of between the movies was Kira Knightley's Pride and Prejudice. Ooh. I have never seen this movie. I took the time to watch it. Fantastic. Did it have zombies? No. Damn it. It prepared me for that, which I'm happy about because she was Oscar nominated for that. Hmm. For Pride and Prejudice at 19. She's fantastic. Nice. Carries the fucking movie. Wow. Wow. Indeed. I can't believe I've never watched it. That was with uh, James McAvoy too, right? No. What movie was that? No, that's Atonement. Oh. And that would happen after the Pirate. That would happen after Pirates movies. Gotcha. Um, Mm. And... Yeah, she's amazing. Right, like literally, there's like two scenes in. I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be great!" And then the movie is the movie's excellent. I've never read the book uh, as much as I've read Little Women, but this was fantastic. Take that, Natalie Portman, and she was great in it. Natalie Portman's got her own stuff, but yeah, I mean, uh, Kira Knightley blew me away. She's blew me people. away in other stuff, but like that was by far my favorite thing out of all the stuff that's been put out before these movies. And uh, I definitely took the time to sit down and watch that. It was great, fantastic. Yes. And guess and guess what? Um, what she has many suitors in the movie. Um, there's the main guy she likes. There's a really handsome guy, and then there's this kind of dweebish guy. He's not terrible, but he's kind of okay. His name's Connor. Guess who plays that motherfucker? Oh my god! What? What? Whoa! 
That's really weird. It is weird, especially especially with the oh god third movie. I yeah. can't I can't see that guy as anyone else other than I only him. ever see exactly. him in that Eric Bana movie. Uh, Hannah. I don't I didn't oh, even watch that. Run, piggy, piggy. He's great. In that. I only see him as that douchebag. I, I will say this: Back he's it. not likable in this movie. He's kind of a weaselly little. Guy. Okay, so yeah. he's not. Far he's a off. Zach. He's a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in that regard. In that regard. You know what I'm Spoils things when you don't want him spoiled. Kind of Peter, like, your face <laughs> right now. I'm just saying, there's prime incidents in Pride of Prejudice where I was like, that's sad. And it's just the things that he says. I was like, that's sad. But he's good in the movie. He's a human being. Like, he falls in love with this one of the sisters. <laughs> he's a genuinely nice guy at the like end a of the movie. Freight train, like, <laughs> like he's like Zach. <laughs> it's how, like, I love Zach. Zach is my friend. But at the same time, on a first impression, he's got loose lips. He's got loose lips. That's what she said. And he's kind of, and there's, there's some first impressions about Zach that people don't necessarily get. And that's why it's called Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> literally how you perceive people class money how they carry themselves mm-hmm. there's somebody who genuinely falls in love with them she's not supposed to doesn't think she's gonna she thinks she's got a girlfriend choice. no not oh. Zach uh, <laughs> the guy in the movie and I don't want to spoil it but at the same time like everyone everyone is treated like a person so to see him come in the movie I was like oh he's obviously gonna be some asshole he's obviously gonna be a villain no he's just a baxter He's just a guy that like he likes Kira Knightley, and he actually proposes to her first, and she turns him down, and then they still are uh, fine and friendly afterwards. He's just a weird off person, really off when the movie starts, and then he becomes a human over time. Mm. It's called Brian Bridges, but like, yeah, like not for Kira Knightley, and like that's why he's a villain in this other movie. I gotta be honest, if Zach was ever an actor, he'd be a villain, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he'd be. A villain. It's all about how you carry yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. He'd He's strap ready. you to a chair and spoil everything. There's like a moment. <laughs> what, shows, what shows have you not finished yet? But, but there's a sweet moment in the, uh, in Pride and Prejudice. Space where Andy. Space Andy. There, uh, there, there's a great moment in the movie not where he is looking for Kira Knightley and she's looking for somebody else and he can't find her. So he just has a flower and he does the I love you, I love you nods. It's mm. very sweet. You're like, ah, this guy's supposed to be... a Squirmy little Weasley jerk, jerk, and I, you know, I like him now. And by the end of it, you, everyone's like him. So he's got range. Yeah, I was shocked. And uh, Kira Knightley was amazing, amazing, best one out of all of them I saw. So yeah, I watched a lot of crap this week. So do you see yourself watching A Cure for Wellness next week? Just to say what Gorbachev did afterwards, because he doesn't direct anything after the third one. Um, probably because it's only one other movie. Because I'm not gonna do it. I gotta be honest. I watched. Wait, wait. What did you just say? He hasn't directed anything. You know, he like he's not gonna do any more pirates movies after three. Yeah. So I was gonna. uh, So I was asking. No, I I mean yes. I guess I I guess I would have to watch it for this next week because I plan on really going into Rob Marshall for four. I love his musicals. Gotcha. I think Chicago is a solid fucking movie, but I've never seen nine. There's a lot of stuff he's made I haven't seen. Nine. The not not the ragdoll movie. No. This is another movie with the guy who was in There Will Be Blood, um, mm. Daniel Plainview. Uh, is it's basically a remake of the movie Eight and a Half, but as a musical. Gotcha. Um, and anyway. it's called Nine. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Uh, um, I get it. But he's a great musical filmmaker, and I'm, I'm interested to see how he applies that to action. So I'll probably have to watch Cure for Wellness this weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I have seen huge chunks of it. I know the ending, of course, because we worked there. Right. And I remember watching it just being like, no. I don't know what's going on, uh, but this ending does not work. I <laughs> like Dane DeHaan. I feel like he's always gotten the short end of the stick. He seems like a genuinely nice guy. Um, I... I think Gore Verbinski is trying to be Terry Gilliam. I think there's a very strong Terry Gilliam, especially when you see Imaginary Dr. Parnassus later, and it's, I'm sorry, Imaginary Dr. Parnassus, uh, with uh, Heath Ledger, who's basically doing Jack Sparrow. And then he dies, and then Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, and Jude Law come in and basically do his role. There's a lot of texture to his work. They don't like um, corporate ideas. They're kind of against institutions. Um... Yeah, and I think that's what A Cure for Wellness is trying to be. Um, a darker, less comedic Terry Gilliam movie. Mm. And that's what I'm afraid it's going to be. <laughs> um, the fears might come true. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that leads into Dead Man's Chest. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't watch Lone Ranger. I've seen that enough. I know it's great. People should watch it. Yeah. I mean, if you, <laughs> you feel okay with watching it... <laughs> Hammer sakes, but I honestly think if you want to go on YouTube and watch that last action scene, it's fucking worth yeah. it. That last action scene it's on fun. the train is dope. It's, it's fun. Uh, that's it. And I and that that is I love the spectacle of Gore Verbinski, which I will go into with uh, more so in the next movie. But there's Lone Ranger was when they stopped giving me money. One more week. One more week. But yeah, let's uh, let's go into Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's well, Chest. I, I had one thing. I remember. Place. I, I remember. I watched one thing. So okay. it, was, it was like a. The guy's called Duck Bricks, um, and he lately has been covering the entire Bionicle storyline. And it's we were just talking Bionicles this morning, and it and it's in chronological order. So if you don't know the story, he says it every time. He's like, if you don't know the story, like don't watch this in mm. order because he has there's like documents and stuff you can read that it's in the order of the story, and so. The, this episode he's done, usually they're like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, right? They're, this one is two hours. Yeah, that was my face. I was like, what the fuck? Two hours? Because wow. he's always like, you know, I, I did my best to like summarize and I did have to cut out some things. So if like you want to know more about these specific characters that didn't really matter in the main thing, go read this part. This guy did that and it's still two hours. Dude, and that's, it's, that's still a cliff notes? Yes. Wow. And the, the, the that part of the Bionicle story, I knew it was it was going to be longer because it's like the it's not the third act, but it's like the big climactic part, and it is literally Infinity War, but with Bionicle. Oh wow! It's there's like interdimensional shit happening. There's like multiverse shit, literal multiverse stuff, and it's just an all out war. Like everyone's in this story, and that's what he explains that the story is like everyone's in this. So I have to say everything. Like it's it's fucking Dude. it's bananas bonkers, right? And there's a suicide squad in there. Yay! There's a literal suicide squad. And they like, just did a DI Joe and just ripped all the comic stuff. Oh my god! It, they ripped off Dirty Dozen. It. I I was I know my mind was blown because I was like I'm I just watched Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Like that was so weird. I love that. It was so weird, but the um. The main writer, Greg Farshti, he loves comics, like loves them. So he does incorporate that 
into the story. But this this is like a Ben 10 scenario where it's not just like a little kid thing where it's like, oh, it's just some toys and it's like a thing. No, this thing has movies. It has comic books, books. Like this is like as large as a Marvel as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's it's not like a Star Wars thing where you have all the legends and the things that yeah, don't Yeah, we've matter. never gone into Bionicle you no, and I, but I know that if we did, it would be... Oh my God. A lot. Yeah, there's, there's so much story there. And it, and it blew my mind because I was like, oh my God, this is like Infinity War. And then all of a sudden, there's a legitimate Suicide Squad. They have all these prisoners, all these like people that are just scum of the earth, pieces of shit. And then... They're like, hey, you want to go fight for the good guys? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's it's awesome. I, it's fucking amazing. Wow, dude. Austin is into bionicles. Of course he is. You would hit it off. And they're bionicles. They're not he's bionicles. A, he's dude. Like, you. So he told the story this morning of like, dude, like quarantine. He's like quarantine. Only gonna be two weeks. I'm gonna get into bionicles. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh god. He's like. I'm here longer than I really should be. Wow. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. That's like, it's like, yeah, I've heard Star Wars. I don't really know what it is. I'll just get into it this weekend. No, it's not that, it, it's not that he didn't. He grew up. <laughs> no. Like, what I meant to say is like, he grew up on Bionicle. Mm-hmm. Like. It's the fact that he had two weeks to really sit down and actually dive into this. Di- like to dive into it again. Even, like, but even when, yeah, like to be a fan of something and then go back to it that big. It's, it's, that's what she said. It started in. It started. I would know. I don't know. It started in two thousand one. Can you explain it? And it ended in two thousand eight. Oh, it's done. Yes, it's been done. It died and then it came back. But that's seven years, almost eight years of content. Like this is. I think I'm finally just gonna snap and say, Austin, you should be on the show. There's. (laughs) There's a lot. Oh yeah. There's a lot that happens, and when you, for me, like, literally, since I can remember, like, Spider-Man, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Bionicle, like, that was my childhood, and, like, seeing it all play through, it was like, you know, it's like Star Wars, you waited all of these years for these answers, and like, oh my god, and then they did it, right? Like, holy shit, and there wasn't, like, movies and stuff, you're just reading the comics, so, yeah. like, it, it's sli- a slightly different thing, but it was still... That feeling of like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like it doesn't end after the Infinity War. It's right. I think it's called the Destiny War. I think that's what it's called. I think it's interesting because we live in a society. We're not, well, I just think it's interesting we live in a world where people are afraid of that shit and again it's like how can everybody on a popular level enjoy multiverse and all this crap and when it gets really all over the place it's like no that is enjoyable that is out there it's whether you want to put your interest in that and when it becomes the big popular culture thing like I, you have to be willing to understand this is going to come mm-hmm. That's always what she's... so like I'm not I don't understand what you're saying I'm saying that. it's okay is it? You seem very sad about it. Yeah, because you've been in relationships, and I, I know, know I know you know. You're, I don't know. You're at least thirty years old. You know what I'm talking. I'm Thirty-five. About. Yeah, you you know what I'm talking about. You have a child. That's what she said. 
Am I doing it right? I don't know. Am I doing it right? I like girls. <laughs> you have a child. That's what she said. Ooh. I don't, I'm doing it right. Ooh. <laughs> Am I doing it right? I don't know. Um, if she the TV any- just turned off. <laughs> It'll do that. It'll do that shit. If she has to tell you you have a child, you're not doing it right. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm single. You have a child. I'm single. Oh, wait, no, I'm single. No, I'm single. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. Hashtag back to Bionicle. Oh, my God. And um, it's not over. Like, this isn't even the third act. This is, like, it's if Endgame had six more movies after it. It is, it does. No, no, but like with the main characters and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't die. Well, I mean, a lot of people died in this, but it's not. It it was interesting because it's those are worlds. Like my worlds don't collide that often with Marvel and you know, like DC, just like superhero stuff and Bionicle and Ben Ten. But like they all share these these complex qualities and. Most of them, two thirds of them are considered, you know, kids, like kids toys, kids shows. But like it, the, the part of the story that I'm talking about, like all of basically all of these villains that have been like built up, they all get massacred. Every single one by the main guy. And it was his plan like all along. They all died brutally. There's like this one good guy. It's hard to compare him to, I don't know. I don't know how to describe him. He's he's a more of an anti-hero than a villain, but he's too... Use, af- use the Suicide Squad we just watched. Yeah, he's he's not... He's not Ildris Elba, but is he Rick Flagg? He's more of... No, he's not even a Rick Flagg. It's, it's hard to compare him because he's he is a bad guy, but he's more good than bad. So he's not quite an anti-hero, but he's like, he has compassion and he'll like he'll let you go if like if you two go off on... Uh, like a fight or something and like the rest of the rest of his gang goes he's like okay, go, 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 okay. i don't want to kill you like okay. i have a heart mm-hmm. and he tries he tries to like he tries to kind of save the day and warn he warns the good guys and he goes to warn his uh brethren who are the bad guys but he's like we got to get out of here i know we're all gonna fucking die like we're all gonna die and he's he's not saying that to all like the, the villains he's just saying that to the people that he's been with that yeah. like that are his literal family basically and they murder him because they're like you're disloyal and they slaughter his ass like slaughter like in pieces literally pun intended he's in pieces but yeah, but yeah like rips him apart basically and then they die like minutes later it's like yeah fuck yeah. you yeah. yeah that's dope yeah and he was one of like he was one of my favorite characters when i was growing up too and it just he, not quite an anti-hero but i was like this is it's an interesting villain mm. and no one, no one got theirs. Like, or they all got theirs, but no one got what they what they wanted. All those bad guys, like basically just the army, like Thanos's army, and he's yeah. just like, yeah, you guys are dead. Wow. All, all for his own benefit. It was, and there's so many people. Like, it's not just one-off characters. Like, these are characters you, like, you've been growing up with, and that like you hate, but you're like, oh, he's cool. Like, oh, oh my wow. god, they're all dead. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it was just one of that thing. And yeah, the, the Suicide Squad blew my mind. There, there's a literal Deadpool in that story, too. Which is fucking hilarious. He breaks the fourth wall and everything. I love it. Yeah. Bionicles, one day you will get me into it. Oh, oh my gosh. Not now. I, I need to get off the another show just, for, just to watch you two talk about this long, Bionicles. man. <laughs> Bionic- I have been wanting to do like a Bionicle podcast, but. Well, Jesus, that's, man, that's it. it. 
Yeah, that could be it. Dude, the guy is on a Transformers kick right now. Okay. He's watching Prime, Transformers Prime right now. Okay, that's fine. Like the original, I think it's the original show. He's super into Beast Wars right now. Scared me. I love, I love the OG show. Like, yeah. Anyway, so Alex started the movie. I did. It's a two and a half hour long movie. It is. So, we've arrived here now. We're here, guys. We're here. We made it. Ding dong. Was it that Paul Rudd meme? Like, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Paul- hot ones. Oh man. Oh, Who would have thought? I've been on hot ones kick too. Who would have thought? I didn't watch the Matt Damon one because I didn't want to go into Matt Damon. <laughs> it is. Uh, look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's great. Anyway, so. It's great. I really, I like this one. I like it. Like. Like I said, like last week, it's just like a really fun, possibly over convoluted puzzle. <laughs> but I love how I just like how fun it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like convoluted and like unbe- it's not like unbearably convoluted. Like this is it's just it's just it doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's just really fun. Like I'm sorry, but the whole like water wheel fight that was just really fun i really liked that like they're all and like for me the thing that i paid attention to was where everybody was what everybody was after why everybody was after the chest because like i understand it could it gets easy to get lost in that and that can be a source of frustration for me it was like okay jack needs it to keep the pearl that's all he cares about. Well, he also doesn't want to get attached. He to also doesn't want David to die. David Jones locker, yeah. Um, Will needs it to free his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Norrington needs it to get his life back. And Beckett wants it. Beckett wants it because power. And David Jones. And David Jones. But that uh, so that that's not a problem for him. At this in this movie, David Jones more than Beckett. Right. Uh, Davy Jones is a literal devil, so he just wants everyone to suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I, the two, the two people that I had a hard time. Animal cruelty is not okay. Yes. Guys. Even the if two, the animal's undead. The two aspects that I had a. <laughs> he, dick. he just shot the monkey first. Yeah, time. he's got one. What's your point? Don't contrast and compare. It's one of my favorite dick jokes of all time. I still use it to this day. Don't contrast to compare. I love it. Anyway. So, the two aspects of this movie that I had trouble wrapping my head around that I had trouble wrapping my head around were Jack Sparrow and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Jack Sparrow because, like, the compass kept, doesn't, like, he doesn't know what he wants, and thus the compass doesn't point him towards the chest. But if he wants the chest, technically the compass should point him in the direction of the chest, but it's not, because it's not really what he wants. So, I think this gets resolved in the next movie. But for this movie, it was a little hard to wrap my head around. Elizabeth... Wow, okay. Um... She was hard to pin down because she's the one in jail. She's the one that, like, 
She is the reason Will goes out in the first place. But then she gets out because her dad is like, this isn't going to work out. What are we freaking doing here? And so she so she breaks out, gets letters, gets the, like, pardon letters to um, get whoever out of whatever situation. That's how Norrington joins the fray. That's how he gets his out, is those letters. But, like, she goes on this whole side trip of trying to get back to Will. It's just, like, it was really weird because they gave Will another reason to keep going besides Elizabeth because Elizabeth had to get out on her own. But then now Elizabeth is on the Pearl now and she has feelings for Jack, which I was just like, wait a minute, how do we get there? Well, I guess the whole first movie, I guess she likes the thrill of it. She's like, uh... God dang it. She wants the freedom. She wants that... Yeah, she... Yeah, the corset. The whole corset thing. Um, I guess that's the whole... Pressure! (laughs) Pushing down on me! Yeah, she's relieving the pressure. Pushing down on you! The suffocation of it all. But, like, to go as far as, like, having feelings for Jack is, like... Because the compass pointed towards him. I was like, uh... Well, it wasn't that. She's still... She was still... Grossed out after kissing I guess him. I guess it was more of what she, Jack represents, maybe. Exactly. That's okay. exactly it. She's not in love with him. She she likes the idea of him, but it she she's still technically a child right. for character. So even, even for some adults, it's <laughs> hard 19. it's hard to, to to differentiate those the person from the thing that they represent. Right. She she's like more or less in love with the thing that he represents, the freedom. Oh, by the way, that I'm so sorry, but that is the same prop clock tower from the third Back to the Future. <laughs> oh! oh my god! They're lifting a clock in the shot, and that's the same one. That is the same prop clock. How did they get it? Because it's what the, the hell? <laughs> that's amazing. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I did, I did not want to do that, but yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That is awesome. And we For just sure. did that to I was, I was right. thinking when I watched that with... Right. <laughs> so, again, I watched this with Mom. It's pretty right. I watched this with Mom. <laughs> and so, yeah, well, he's yeah. gone. Peter's gone. So like, sad. mentally. He didn't leave or anything. But, like, he's just... He's blown away. But, like, I was watching this with Mom, as I do. Fuck? And I was looking at that clock, and in the back of my mind, I was like... Dunce hat on. Like, I was... It was like, in the back of my mind, I saw that clock, and I'm like... I think I've seen that clock before. <laughs> in the back of my mind, it's like... That's not the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that looks exactly like that. Nah. It can't be. No, it was. It the was. The exact same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So... Wow. Wow. So, yeah, I guess... I guess that kind of clears it up for me. In terms of Elizabeth. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's it. But, like, okay. I just... She's, like, she's just as confused as you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. This... Uh, sexually, emotionally, spiritually. But, like, I'd is like... The right, is, is it a... Thought, is there a through line and a well thought out reason why she's making the choices she's making? Yes. Should they have made those choices for that character? Is a bigger question. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the whole kissing Jack thing was like. Uh, I mean, do you really I'm, have to? Okay, so. And did Will have I, to I, see? I want to say one thing before sure. you do. Go ahead. Before you do, you spiel the. Yeah. I I think that she could have done the exact same thing, locked him on the thing, 
if she did the thing that she pulled earlier before he, right before he looked at his hand and he had the black spot and she's like, ah, so you do have, you know, morals and you're not going to kiss me or whatever. Mm-hmm. When she's like lingering there with like the mouth breathing weird she shit. She wanted him to kiss him. She could, she could have just done that again. In, in the story, she, they could have just written it. She does that again. She's teasing him again. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're teasing me? And then she, then she locks him on the thing. And but, it's like, okay, then you didn't have to kiss him. No, so I, I think they did that. But I also, I, I think she accepts what she has understood about him. What she appreciates. And he says it too. You're a pirate now. This is a movie about people becoming pirates. You're a wizard, Harry. Okay, I, you're a hairy wizard. You're I'm a wizard. Gonna, I, I do this a lot, and I'm, I usually go down my rabbit hole and my run of it. So I, I'll get a lot of this out now. Uh, this is my favorite. <laughs> we three. did it, boys. This is my favorite. Pack it out. Three. Okay, I, we're done. I kind of think it's downhill from here. Uh, um, but I like three. Aggressively. I remember a lot of three, and I remember a lot of But the thing is, you can like three. I know. You can still like three. It's not that I don't like but here's the thing. I think... This movie I'm not is dying a, I'm just saying I love, this good. movie is not better than the first movie. The first movie is better. It's tighter. Yeah. And what I wanted from that was at least my problem was it's it's like a cake that's really good with too much frosting on it. I wanted some of that frosting off right. and to enjoy the thing that I had. You don't need all those flowers on Thank there. You. They don't right. even taste good. In this movie, I would like to take some things away, but I want to replace them with other things. The time is not my issue here. Let this be two and a half, let it be three, because I'm watching a five-hour movie. Right. I'm watching an incomplete story. I understand that. It's the first movie, but more and better for all the problems and, and that come and go with that. Better and worse, better for worse. It, it's, yes, I, uh, this would be my biggest thing about this movie that I would... I. You don't need the island of cannibals. You don't. And, and more so than that, keep that time. And show us how Elizabeth got on that ship. Yeah. Show us more about her becoming a pirate. Yep. And then show Especially us, if she's gonna become pirate king of the night. Show us Norrington. Show us the pirates breaking out of jail. Yeah. Really show us the setups of how we got there. And when you listen to the behind the scenes of how this happened, how the writers had to scramble to make this shit happen, putting the players where they needed to be for this stuff to happen is clumsy. But yeah. once they all meet to get on the ship and things start to work. Well, then it's really fun and it's really good and we're all having a good time. It, I honestly think it's a miracle that it's the story's still awesome. Yes. Yeah. I, this was like these these guys were hauling ass. They were on. They were going places. The writers were literally going with the crew to all these locations to make sure that they wouldn't fudge something up or you know change something in the story because yeah. they were literally writing it at the exact same time that they were shooting it. And they did it on a moral obligation. Not because they needed them necessarily to do it. They have been trying for years to get this done right. And when they realized that they were just going to go do it anyway, they were like, we can't sit in Hollywood and write these scripts with our families at home while you guys sit in the Caribbean and try and get this done waiting on us. Right. We're going to be in the middle of this with you. <clears throat> so I do think they had it in their heart, but the Brookheimer in the studio wanted this stuff to happen. So I, I think you need to lose that shit. I love it. I love it all. Yeah. I, I one of, Some of my favorite bits is when he flips and he lands on his feet. Yeah. Some of the best musical cues are in that moment. Mm-hmm. I love it all. Get rid of it. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when uh, you said it yourself. Those four people are looking for that chest. And yep. Elizabeth is not. While she is well-rounded, she and Will being together is exactly what you need to do in this movie. Right. That's exactly what you need to do. 
And the moment he sees her kiss Jack is the problem. Yeah. Because that carries over into the next film and that's all that is. Right. It should be they are now pirates and together screw society. In the next one, it should just be... In fact, the next movie should open with their fucking marriage. It should open with their marriage, pirate marriage. I I like I like a, I like the marriage in the middle of the battle though. No, we'll I, talk about it, but like I, I, like I that mean better. that's whatever, sure. But at the same time, like the fact that we have to get that at the end of that movie, fuck that. Nah. No, because then like the next movie is like, why did you kiss Jack? Well, it's all about trust. Well, now we don't trust each other. Of course, we don't. We're pirates. Like, I will. I will say the boring. The crux of that, of right. like or having crux. Will seen. Having Will seen <laughs> her kiss Jack, that is, to me, a problem. I would have rather have Will seen her handcuff him instead. No. Because he doesn't. He knows when not to trust Jack either. And she would explain to him what happened to her later. The only reason that, she, that things become weird is because she kisses him. And then he talks about it later and she's like, it was my cross to bear to make the, oral, the moral obligation to leave Jack there. Which but that's the whole crux was leaving him there. But that means you. But that's. But you made this point earlier. In the middle of this movie, they deviate the motives of Will mm-hmm. and Elizabeth. They do. Will is motivated by the MacGuffin of the movie, and Elizabeth's only thing she wants is Will. She then gets it, and then her theme is, "I want to be a pirate." No, she needs to want what they want, or at the very least, be in tandem with Will. They need to be a pirate pair. They need to be the couple. They need to just give in. That's why I hate the will they, won't they of the Ross and Rachel that was still prominent at this time. They didn't know what to do with Keira Knightley in the third movie. All she does is be mad that she's not with Will. This isn't The Office. This is Pirates of the Caribbean. That is my... After watching... By the way, that was uh, was a friend's joke. I know you knew that. Exactly. Well, Well, it happens in The Office. It happens... Yeah, it took forever for... for It happens in all of those shows. I know. It was just the timing of you saying The Office after he just made a friend's joke. That was something I didn't... I don't watch Friends. That's why I like (laughs) news... I grew up on Friends, but... uh, Fuck that shit. That's why I like news radio. They immediately were like, we're going to get them together and the deal is they're breaking up and coming together but it takes them forever to get to those points that's why like in Parks and Rec they were like these two characters are together and then they were together the entire show I love couples on shows and writers are afraid to do that I like the writers who say fuck it they're a couple now let's actually make them a team that's why yes, I like Game Night exactly. that's why I like The Lovebirds I like movies about couples that have to do shit together not the guy who does stuff while the woman's doing stuff in the back or the guy over there, when you've already written the goal for them to be together and then you separate them for no other reason, then she does something re- thematically resident and he wants to get his dad. Super emotional and character-driven and subtle. Dad! Dad! And yet, how do they play the movie? Will goes to talk to people to get to a ship that gets them on a boat halfway to the island, swims to the island, meets a parrot, goes through the jungle, finds the cannibals. We see her in two scenes on that boat. How the fuck did she get on that boat, get her hair like that, and get an outfit? How did they find her dress? Okay, so she got All of this stuff would have been super interesting to like push her through the movie as a main character narrative. I love that Norrington's back, but Norrington has her fucking story. She's, again, connected through Norrington by another man in this triangle, and I love Norrington. But at the same time, it weakens her character more. Take away the cannibals, strengthen the beginning of the characters, give something more to Elizabeth. 
uh, that's connected to the actual story rather than this emotional side arc that only sets up a worse arc in the third. And that is all I have a problem with. Outside of that, I loved this. And I thought this was great and fantastic. Uh, I think it's the first movie with better. And I come back to the series, I would want, I would can't wait to watch this movie. This is an excellent sequel. It's an excellent sequel. Nice it's just expensive. It's just a lot. I don't think you need the the sword fight on the wheel. That's actually longer. They had to actually edit that down more. That's a lot, but you know what? That's more thematically and character driven than anything on the Island of Cannibals. That's true. You don't need that shit. So that's I, all. Yeah, like, that's all. All this. I get that it's an adventure, but if this was the first movie, great. But it's not. It's the second. You need to set up characters more than have this like little side thing. And like, it's not bad, but it's just. Unneeded. I I'll agree with you there. You don't need the cannibals. Like I think it shows though that the writers were scrambled eggs the whole entire time that they were writing this and and the fact that the only thing that doesn't really work is elizabeth's thing and the cannibals and the cannibals thing it's not that it doesn't work it just doesn't need to be there but elizabeth's thing actually is confusing yeah and that could have actually been improved on but like all the other shit the uh, the one problem i have with will finding his dad is like yeah we get there okay you (laughs) (laughs) but the Sorry. But He's great, and yes, I love Will in this too. But the whole the whole time him and his dad are on screen together, they're just saying no back and forth. Uh, I just watched it again last night in 90% of the conversations they have with each other going, no, 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 no. Like almost every other scene, like it's like, no. And it's like a zoomed in shot. It like goes into their face. No. I'm like, okay. That's I mean, there is enough. a break for him to whip his own child. No! <laughs> um, I like those bits. And I watched it with... I, I do too. That was, like, great, that was a great moment. I watched it with subtitles too, so it was even more funny. No! Exclamation point. No! Exclamation <laughs> point. Like every um, time. Oh, man. No! Uh, no! Um, yeah. I, um, the, my thing is like... Like, I get it. Like, maybe this whole like thing with Will and Elizabeth can be stronger but to me like maybe i just haven't seen a good example of this but like to me i can't you're gonna have to talk me off one of those one of these clips over here that we're watching um i can't see these guys i can't see will and elizabeth they're right there like no they're not one of them's there He's Peter, right there. Will, please. Will. You don't see Elizabeth? <laughs> no. Peter! Go on. I can't see the two characters not having some sort of, like, conflict. That's because they don't end up together at the end of all of this. Spoilers. Yes, they do! Oh, they see each other for ten years. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have had a whole, like, couple of movies where they just chilled out and were a married fucking couple before they had to separate each other for ten years at a time? Well, we're only halfway through. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. That look Now, look, I would be fine with all of this if Will did not see her kiss Jack. If Will did not see her do that and then execute another hour... I will, I will agree that we did not need... this. That did not need to happen. It's unneeded. It, it worsens the next fight. You have got to There's find a, a better crux. There's a button. 
No, that's just one of the things that I dislike about the film that says, like, I'm having a good time until, like, this series up to this point. Uh, I mean, when I'm watching the movie, both of these films I'm watching it, it gets to the point that the Kraken happens. I fucking love the Kraken. I think it's great. My well, of course, moment, you better. No, my favorite moment in the whole movie is the moment the Kraken cracks the ship, people fly, the music players. It's so, it's Suicide Squad. It's violent. It's amazing. I love it. Spectacle at its most. I love I it. I did tell you guys, keep in mind, Disney produced. Uh, but that is an incredibly visceral, violent moment. And it really speaks to the power of everything that's going on. Because really, there's no one, like, we don't know the stakes of this really until right. the next film of what Bennett wants. Davy Jones just Beckett. wants. Beckett, sorry. Uh, Davy Jones just wants uh, Jack. That's all he wants. And sure, Will's fucking around with him to get his own dad, but like this, like it's this other guy in the right. background. We don't know how bad he is or big or bad. We, but then we see this Kraken in this middle of adventure, right. and it happens, and you're like, "Wow!" Here's my thing. I totally like the idea that Will is struggling with the fact that he has pirate in his blood. I do like that he's not fully over that. I don't. I don't. I like that he has dad issues, but not that he has problems with the pirate. Because that that's what she's going on. Okay, I'm not saying that, like, he has it here. That that's what's going on. What I'm saying is, like, I like that they're on... That they're on two different trajectories, in a him, sense. Him like, yeah, like, she... Know. She desires, like, that pirate freedom, whereas he is, like... I, like, I'm not sure that, like... He I want to be one. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. I like... Because, like... I just, like... For me... The last movie... You've got to find something else. Like, I know there's something... I know there's... I know there's, like... There are a million different ways you could do this better. The last... I just, yes. like... I, I know. Like... But... I appreciate there being conflict over none at all. I'm, okay, I'm not saying you can't have conflicts between the choice of killing Jack or not between a romantic married couple. You right. don't need to have a romantic triangle get into it. Right. You just have her have the moral choice of killing Jack. Yes, the hand, I've seen the handcuff, but I I don't like necessarily... He doesn't necessarily need to see that moment, but no. seeing it, it is better than him seeing her kiss. Because again, the problem in the next movie is not that she killed Jack. They're going to all get Jack anyway. It's that she kissed him. That is true. That's actually a very good point. That's they all just, I'm they, saying. They got, they got him back anyway, so why even do this in the first place? That's my problem. Ah! I, no, you've ruined it. You've ruined oh, it. Oh, yay! You ruined it. <laughs> He's gone. He's fucking gone. Driving away. Oh, no! <laughs> Damn it! I but Chris no but the, let me there's a simpler that, thing. Let me this. say this: all that means is that even then, no, you've already ruined it. No, it's not ruined because again, they spend a lot of time to get us ninety up uh, ninety yards. Right? All we admit is that she just doesn't have to have Will see her kiss him. Up to that point, she uses her sexual wiles and her own understandable attractiveness to what she understands she's now attracted to about Jack. And she uses it to handcuff him to the ship. Here's my That's thing. all you need. And then Will Caesar kisses. There's a simpler like, thing. Too much. There's a simpler thing. They're already there. He could have he he could have seen the kiss, but he could have just had a stronger ego. 
Let me, let me and no, me. and literally just to have been like, why'd you, why'd you kiss him? And then she would have been like, I had to handcuff him. I mentioned this, I mentioned this to him. Like, what happens in the middle of Empire and Return of the Jedi? She kisses him in Empire, and then what happens at the end of the movie? That kiss becomes a joke to Han Solo. He may, he may, he may think that she's gonna give him up, but in terms of the film, we know they're brother and sister. And we know it's a funny moment of Han Solo, like. If they'd have just had that kiss happen, and then later, in the end of the movie, where Jack's like, thanks for the kiss, love. And then Blue would have been like, huh? And she would have been like, long story. That's all you would have needed. Yeah. You don't need to drive the next 40 minutes exactly. of the next film. All that says to me, Chris, is that they didn't know what to do with Kieran Knightley. But it shows, but I will say this, Chris, I, I like when Will and her are together. Mm-hmm. I love them as a power pirate couple. Yeah. All about that shit. Mm-hmm. And it proves power why... Power pirate pair. It proves why watching a movie like Suicide Squad today... Remember, this was made in 2006. We watched Suicide Squad today. Ratcatcher is the most one of the most important parts of that movie, including mm-hmm. Harley Quinn. That is a female-driven movie, mostly. Like, it's changing. That's all. And, and it's because of movies like this. And again, Keira Knightley has proved that she is great and that she still is great in these movies. I love Will in these movies and I love Elizabeth. I wanted them to be together because of what they do in the next movie. That's my biggest issue there. But um, this is the Now let's get away from this for a second, Chris. I'm going to ask you a new question. I'm still freaking out. I'm going to ask you a new question here for a second. There is a deleted scene of this movie. At the end, Norrington gives the heart to Beckett, correct? Mm-hmm. He drops it on the desk. Beckett offers the sword to Norrington, the, the sword that will give him his job back. Yeah. Norrington takes the sword and points it at the heart and goes, at the ready. And Beckett goes, no, whoever owns that ship owns Davy Jones. Then opens the door, and Davy Jones is there waiting with Beckett, proving the real true threat of the third movie, rather than how they ended this. Would you have wanted it to end that way? Uh... I don't. There's no real bet wrong or right because I like what they do, but I just find that interesting. To I don't know why they to find the threat. I don't know why they cut that out when they left the entire island thing in. It doesn't really make sense to me. It's about how do you illustrate the threat of the next movie? If you know at the end here what Beckett can do, fine. But if maybe you illustrate in the next movie after a long time the power of Beckett. I don't know because it takes a long time for Beckett to show up in the next movie. I I don't know exactly in the next one, but. My, no, 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 my best get, he's in the first scene yeah the hanging with the child but my, it takes him a long time after that my yeah what what would it what would have happened was yeah you don't understand the 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 stakes right at the end of this but then when you start the next one it's like oh shit oh no this is way more serious than what we were thinking oh my god i can't believe we didn't think of it like that could have been a uh, great just, thing. Okay. I, that's interesting it didn't bother me the way i just thought that's an interesting editor's choice Considering that they left in yeah. the island thing. Well, you, you either present the threat as illustrated as clearly as possible or let it unfold between or through the next. Oh, the toes. No, I can't look at this. Well, that was okay. Johnny Depp's choice, by the way. Yep. He offered that. Oh, All right. So he, it, no, he literally wanted a toe necklace. Okay, so we've talked about a little bit for a bit. Do you want to go I into can, yeah, I mean, but we can let, let me, let me, let me wallow in this for a second. <laughs> Why I'm, one of the, I'm one of those people that I need to like feel this out and fully ride this. The Kira Knightley thing? Yeah. So... But again, I think it's impressive they get her 90% of the way and, and then, then take uh, a and hard then, left? Yes. 
up and down. But because she has no MacGuffin connection. She doesn't have a connection to the heart. No, your connection to the heart no is lasting way. connection to the heart. Yeah. I would have been just as interested if she was just there to support and drive Will as the other half of a power couple. Or at the very least, have her secure and take care of the Yeah, it's, it's not like they love each other and want to be with each other. I know. Why like, can't that be enough? Yeah. She wants so bad to be married. However, again, what did I like about Elizabeth? The very first opening moments after her father breaks her out. The fact that she got on a ship, hid as a person, and then put her dress aside and then used that, used that as a way yeah, to she get the to where she, she wanted. She moved on. She moved on to her way out of the ship. Moved on her way onto the ship and yeah. then figured out to use the ghost story to get her back. So, I like her. I like Elizabeth. I really like her. Yeah, like, it's just, yeah, like, there's a lot, oh, God, um, what, like, that's, like, so, just for the record, and I know, like, we've already hammered on this, our main crux is Will seeing her kiss Jack, and that being the crux. Yes, yes. Because of what it does to the next movie, but also he didn't even have to. As react opposed to the way he just reacted. leaving it at a kiss and him seeing the it. That was it. Yeah, the moral, the conflict of the next movie is not the moral argument of killing Jack. Then it's, I misremembered the third movie. It's that you kissed him. Because I started the next movie right away. I was like, "How does?" Because immediately when he kissed her, I was like, "Oh my god, that's right!" And I started it because I also want to see how long Beckett shows up as well. Because they cut the scene off. And um, <clears throat> the fr- it takes forever for them to have the conversation. It takes until after they are either on their way or after they get Jack. And he's like, they start talking about it finally. Because Will, I believe, is captured by the pirates. And they have to pick up Will. And uh, after they get Will, they start to have a conversation. The conversation is, why did you kiss him? And she was like, apparently, I don't know if they've had this conversation or not, but they are distant. And the conversation is about, why did you choose to do this? And she was like, I mean, I just didn't want you to be involved in the moral decision that I did. And he was like, but now I don't know whether to trust you or not. And then they get into the argument about trust and pirates and stuff. But it's really, just stupid. it's about whether or not she was attracted to Jack or not. That's the thing that made him... So what human. they're saying is they tried to sidestep it. Yeah. They try to do it. But in the, in, as an audience member, your mind is like, she totally just kissed him. It, yes. Like, that's the real problem here. It's like the writers tried their hardest to make this earnest and actually through line with her deciding to do this act and him having a problem with it and them going, you know what? Why don't we just twilight it and have us, you know, Jack be there. Uh, now, again... This, this whole series is ruined. I'm done. It's not... I don't think it's ruined, <laughs> it's but It's one that, little thing. But I will say this. I think they are, they are a stronger couple than the fourth movie and the fifth. They are they are as strong. They both have their charms and their reason. He makes Will in this movie for me. I love Will in this movie. Yeah, and I love the promise of what Elizabeth can be as well. Right. I, I think they are great, and it just I would rather them just Ben Dylan. I I rather, this amazing. I love the fact that they have to con- uh, compete with each other. There's I just no love how cartoonish this whole series is. It's fun. Um, I just would rather have them argue as a couple together. Then rather argue about being a couple, right? Okay. I don't. I don't. He's want acting that like anymore. a teenager, Fair like enough. a little boy. Well, you it's kiss for, him. If, well, these movies are for fourteen-year-olds. You kiss him. Fifteen-year-olds when they came out, they're four kids. 
Uh, that's all, that that to me is something that I can look back and go, well, that's Well, you can use that as an excuse, but I just told you about Bionicle and Ben 10. You don't have to say it. <laughs> it's for kids, though. Why can't they just kiss? No. It's weird. No, they are making it sure. Look, this movie is for teens to 30-year-olds. That's the demographic. Like, anyone who loves a good adventure movie. Mm-hmm. But that choice, that's for fucking 14-year-olds. Oh, that's, that's not brutal. for adults. Adults don't do that shit. Adults talk that shit out. Snap. Yep. God, that's brutal. Uh, it's it, great. It, it just, it should have just been a simple conversation of like, why did you kiss him though? Well, I had to, you know, or, trick him and make him think that I was kissing him, but then I handcuffed him to the thing. Or, oh. Or follow through. Oh, okay. And, or, well, holy shit. <laughs> have them be grownups and argue about the fact that one is kind of being cool with being a pirate while the other one is having problems with still becoming a pirate. Yes. And the act of piracy she just committed. Right. Stick to that and don't make it about the fact that he kissed her. But he kissed her! She kissed him. But he... Oh, yeah, she kissed him. (laughs) You are going to get married and then you just kind of don't after that? It's almost like they're young and dumb and full of... Like, he saw her... He saw her kiss him. That's a callback. She feels morally bad about what happened. (laughs) Hold on. That was a real big callback. It's it's clear that she feels real bad. Young, dumb, and full of guns. Another ocean movie. But the, she's on the right path. She feels bad about what she did, and that is reflected in her actions in the next movie. Mm. Will saw her kiss another person and was like, why'd you kiss that person? Well, because I locked him to a ship and killed him. Oh, well, now I can't trust you. Of course you can't. We're pirates. We have to talk this out. Oh, well, let's get married on a ship now. I, they're, uh, they're, they're, I'm sorry. That was amazing. I'm sorry. I'll, I will go to my grave saying that that wedding, that wedding scene at the end is I have no right. problem with it. Again, <laughs> I would have rather have them do that during the fucking Kraken. Nah. I would have rather have when things were going down, they looked at Jack and was like, Jack, if the, <laughs> Kraken, if the Kraken's come and marry us right now. And then the next movie, they're a fucking married pirate couple. Here's my thing. Like, okay, I'm kind of viewing this differently. You guys, I, I understand that like, you're viewing this as like a two-part story. This is a full on trilogy for me. I still count the. First I know. Movie. I well. The this first, is a middle story for me. The first. No, okay. So them getting married here would have been offbeat. Well, that's me. because the writers specifically made it after the first one. They they said it themselves. They wrote this into a trilogy. They didn't back to Back to the Future accidentally made a trilogy open window for them. They didn't intend to do that. They decided to go back and write it the minute that their wedding was going to happen. They were going to be affected by the actions of the last one. They chose to do that. So you are not thinking wrong. They want you to think that way. Okay. But there are problems with it. Because this is a hectic fucking production, dude. A lot of fucking problems. Yes. This thing. And it was a long time for these writers to really get their footing. And when they did, it was on set. So this movie, and I think the third one, <laughs> really gets its footing in the middle of the process of the two of them, of the five-hour thing. They were just kind of figuring out what it is. And in the third movie, it's let's get all the pirates together to kill Beckett. Mm-hmm. Why not? And it just totally makes more sense. I like the fact that the British are the fun police in the first movie, and in this movie, the company are the fucking police. Yeah. Like, they are as as bad and as willing to do horrible things as a pirate. There's no difference. They are now pirates of the Caribbean. And I am all about that. I think that this builds properly. The world of this, and a lot of the characters of this, I do enjoy, and I think escalate very well. But... That is my least, one of my least favorite things about, probably my least favorite thing about the next movie, is their relationship and what they do with it. 
It's the will they, won't they, I don't enjoy. I'd rather them argue about being pirates. But the seed is here. And it's when he turns. And the other thing is Barbosa. When Barbosa shows up, I'm happy, but I'm like, okay. Oh, come on! That's great. I lose, I lose a little bit of the stakes when they're swirling down a toilet seat and sword fighting on a mask. And we'll oh, come on, we'll dude! I need to watch it. I need to watch it. That's where my mind is right now. I need to watch it. Uh. But the seeds of it are in that kiss. Up to that point, up to that him seeing that kiss, I'm like, I'm fucking loving everything about this. Uh. They're doing no wrong. I'm enjoying every aspect of this. I listened to the music all week. I watched the ride. I watched every iteration of the ride. I, I'm in this. I read about real pirates. I'm in this world, man. This movie has got me in this world. I'm not leaving. But, you know, why the fuck? Why do we have to do will they, won't they, man? I just don't need that shit. Great. Excellent. All of it's great. I would, ta- I would take more. Under- Let me ask you this. Wouldn't you like to have seen the actual breakdown of Norrington? Him sailing in the hurricane. I've I've thought a about couple it more. of scenes to see that. Yeah, I'd like to see Norrington. I would have liked to see that in the bar I, when he's talking about it, just but, like a flashback. I think a flashback would have been better because his yeah. intro is so good. It yeah. is, and you intro. and you and it takes you a second because you see the white hair, but it's all like disheveled and and frayed, and you're like, oh I'm surprised God. he still has it. Like, the thing has got to be just the grossest thing on your head. Yeah, the whole his whole outfit's disgusting, but he's he he's so prideful in who he was. And his ego is completely shattered that he has to wear it because that's who he was. He can't he can't see himself as anyone else other than that guy. Yeah. So he has to wear the same exact fucking thing. I, He's also drunk off his ass. So he, it's an excellent intro. So I think it could it would have been cool if we saw like yeah flashbacks at like maybe when he's just talking about it. But I don't even think it needs it. Just put all that energy into the Elizabeth. Thing. I I think the problem is that's a really great entrance. That's a really great turn from that character. And they did their best to try and make it work. But it's a lot. But if you watch the last movie, he's like, we'll give him a day's head start. In the next one, it's like, I chased him into a hurricane and I fucked my life up. You're like, oh, okay. What happened? <laughs> Whoa, I was in a lot of crack. I was right. a lot of coke. Sorry. Yeah, like a lot happened, and they make the best of it that they can. There's none of it. I'll give him a day's head start. Then I'm going to obsess about him until I say, I mean, it's following to her again. Exactly. He wasn't, that's the thing. Was he ever obsessed with Jack? No. Maybe no. Maybe there were other adventures where he just pissed him off to the point where he's just like, I got Wouldn't to it be great to have one or two scenes at least express the obsession that he had with Jack? But one scene where you see him like legit. And I don't know, but I love the entrance that he has. I don't want to take away from that, which makes this as hard. And it makes me even more impressed that these guys were doing it on set. It's, it's After baffling. two years of wrestling. And we've stuff. we've watched movies that have they've had all the time in the world. Yes. And they never yeah. had to go anywhere, or they never had a time constraint. They just made the movie, and it was that bad. I so know. what was their excuse? I need, yeah. I need you, if you want to, to talk about some of the bullshit Yes, that uh, yeah, I can, yeah. All right, all right, go so, ahead. The, the problems are not without their reasons. Okay. The, the biggest thing is... I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The biggest thing is... Was out of their control. So they, they did... <laughs> they did everything they possibly could practically. And... The, there, there was a saying. And... Gore... Gore had this saying was... CG is not a verb. I think that's the thing yeah. he said. He wanted to do 
as much as he could practically. He did not want to just be like, yo, I'll put that boat in later in CG. And they fucking could. We've seen Davy Jones. We've seen the Kraken. They can easily put a boat into frame. He did not want to do it. So that boat scene that Alex really likes with the tentacles crashing down, that's a real boat. Those are gigantic. <laughs> gigantic cinder <laughs> tentacles. He really got away with that. They really said giant tentacle, giant 20 foot tentacle. Okay. And, and it was re it was covered <laughs> over in CG, but they painted the whole thing blue. It's literally just a giant cinder block pipe that two of them that just crashed down on this boat. And they had that's a real boat. They had to actually uh like cut the inside support beams in the boat so that the yeah. Kraken could actually Several do it. dozen pirate ships. Yeah, I trust the guy who made the frighteners. Yeah, yeah. Do he it all make, practical. He didn't make the frighteners. I mean, did. Who made the frighteners? Yes. We'll get to the Frighteners, fans. They so why did you bring up the Frighteners last week? You know, they look a lot alike. Well, because, because uh, well, it's just, uh, my guess is that the uh, the evolution of the Frighteners is the thing, like, people learn from everyone else. Like, he created, uh, Peter Jackson created a studio with um, the, the Lord of the Rings movies, but it started with the gestations of the um, uh, Frighteners movies. Mm. And it's just about how those people are presented in uh, from green screen to not. But no, I, I was actually talking about in the last movie, they were more like the mummy ones. Oh. That's so what, that's so what dead guys look more like the mummy uh, uh, skeletons from those movies at the time. Wait, and, so, and Mars Attacks. <laughs> and wait, so, wait. Never mind. That was all for a joke. Just, well, no, no, no. But like, there, there's an evolution of CGI, um, and I can't wait for you to watch The Frighteners. It's a great movie. So, a few dozen pirate ships. All real? You want this all real? It's like, yeah, I want it all real. So the, Why am I channeling one, David Lynch? One side... <laughs> oh, because he would have done that. He would have, man. Yeah, I want... I want... I want... I want at least a dozen and a half uh, pirate ships. That's what yeah, I want. That's no, 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 no. They, they didn't have at least a dozen. That was another problem. They had a few boats. They painted two different boats onto one boat. <laughs> So they had this like, is amazing. So they had a hand, they had a handful of boats, and they would just like turn around. And it wasn't easy. Like you just turn that one around. They had to constantly pull and push and anchor these boats because they're not doing it on a set. They're doing it on the fucking ocean. That sounds like well, a great time. They had waves, dude. Horrible waves. They had the waves. They had the elements to control it though. Mm-hmm. And they. Besides the waves, they you're had, just describing a really great time. They had um, what, oh God, no. what, what's that word? Oh yeah, hurricanes. They had a legit mad to battle hurricane. That, that not <laughs> not just once. <laughs> it was one really that bad year hurricane. was like the year of hurricanes and fucking tragedies. So they had hurricanes and they didn't bother that to was shoot the a scene thing. in one. Well, it was, was the same, they filmed the same year as Hurricane Katrina. It was the worst timing in the world. No other year has been like that besides. 2020 with the fires and yeah, all that no, shit. It's, yeah, it's coming back. But it, it was, they would go somewhere and immediately have problems. It would get rained on or worse, it would be a warning for a hurricane. And there, there's like a montage of, of them saying that in the behind the scenes that I watched. And one, one of the most like real ones, because you understand like, yes, it's a hurricane. You have to seek shelter 
hey, you're on the island, where's that shelter? Oh, you had to use, like, the, the, you know, the people's shelter, which is not, there's only, like, you know, a couple thousand people on that island or whatever, but one, one of the parts that just, that really, like, wrote it home for me was, um, Johnny Depp is, is in the makeup chair, he's in the makeup department, and this woman, V, she's an amazing makeup artist, she was in, she's in this show called Face Off that I watch. Oh, wow. With, with, which, yeah, it's face off. That's how I know face off. Not <laughs> but she she's so one of the you know, baby. she's one of the judges because she's you know a fucking legend in the makeup industry for movies. So she's working on Johnny Depp. She's you know putting stuff on, and you know just an assistant uh, walks into frame and she's like, um, so Gore wanted me to let you guys know that uh, we're not filming today. <laughs> and yes and it's just like like they didn't cut or anything it's just like the silence and Johnny's Johnny Depp's hands they go up and he just looks at V and V just looks at him and they're like okay it's literally it's completely out of their control that is so again you're just describing a great and, and it was like a it was a line I'm, I'm describing it how how I wish it was but it was like or was like we have to tell Johnny Depp that we have to no. tell everyone. Yeah, that like they were, hurricane. like he was in that chair getting filmed for the documentary, cracking jokes. Shoot the hurricane! But the light, well, they no, they did. Yeah, it fucked up the set real bad. It, it basically yeah, I'm getting it. Over a couple so that's years. why they couldn't. That's why they couldn't do the. Oh yeah, I was getting well, that. Yeah. The, I mean, there's a couple of the problems. They they tried to build a tank, but the tank was not built on time, and they thought they could control the ships by doing that. Here's the difference: in the last film, when they made it, they went to Port Charles, which is a legit. J- Jamaican pirate place. It's where a lot of the stuff started. But they filmed the first one there. But they, in that case, they only had the boats docked on two places, and they filmed a lot of it stagnant and six days on the water. In this film, they had more money, more ships, more money, more problems, more money, more problems. But they needed the boats on the actual water to film these two movies, especially the third movie. So they decided to build a tank. So while they're off filming stuff over here, and we'll get to the road stuff, and why that took forever. Um, the, this crew is supposed to build a tank so that when they get there, it's done. It's not done. It takes a, a lot longer for them to finish that thing, and they didn't do it on time. And then when what? they did do it, they thought it could control the waves with the ships in it. Doesn't. Nope. Nope. Just makes it even harder. Every yep. step of the way, they ran into problems. They were three steps back. This was yes! a planned, This was a planned 200-day shoot. 305 days. Yes! Oh my god! And they jinxed it because at the start they were like, well, we have 200 days. It's nice to say that they're in the room with everyone and they're like, you know, the last time we, we don't get this, we don't get 200 days very often. So we've got a lot of room. We've got, and like, just they inject that into my veins, man. They just, they just bit, the, they bit those Ooh. words and they swallowed them. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So the, yeah, on, on top of the, don't shoot in the water, kids. The the hurricanes and them. That's basically it. And it's not just it there, but that's how that's the end of that explanation. That was like that the entire time they shot this. Unless they, uh, in this scene, um, with the swamp and everything, that was all in a set. They had, they had it. Yeah. They had water. They, they built this set. It was all just this little world that they made. It's like, like, and that was practical, wasn't it? CG. <laughs> so oh, yeah. They, they, they could have easily done this in CG. Lived in. And 
they just didn't. It, and in Marvel movies and DC movies, I really wish they, they'd start throwing this money around. In I, I, I okay. not named Avengers. It's kind of crazy that it's the complete opposite now. There, yeah. there is a scene in Black Widow where Black Widow and um, what's her name? Yelena. Yelena are just sitting at a table and eating food. The food was CG. No, the I'm scene. Kidding. The scene was. They did it on green screen. Yeah, sitting and, down. And you're just like. That's crazy. That sucks. I get that time is an issue. People are trying to do things, and I'm pretty Thanks sure. Thanks for telling that, me that, man. Well, I'm pretty sure that some of those bits and reshoots were done during quarantine. Yeah. But like. You see something like like that, it makes companies go, well, we can just do all that now. Because it's not the directors that want to do this. Mm-hmm. It's the studios. And I do believe that people like Sam Raimi, people like James Gunn, how much in Suicide Squad was practical, dude? A lot of that stuff was practical. Gotta hand it to them. Mm-hmm. People do the best they can. I'm not... We're not Oshin. Yeah, exactly. Oshin's like, oh, it's CG, it's not good. Like, it can still look good. It still works. Like, Davy Jones looks phenomenal, and this was 2006. Amazing. Oh, Like, 2006. Only Oscar win is for the special effects here. For the pipes. Yeah, it deserved it. I think I'm going to quit movies, guys. Don't, dude. (laughs) On that note, anyway. (laughs) So, besides besides that, uh, one of their other main issues was just getting from A to B. Jesus Christ. So they, just think about it. So you know, like in some, some Avengers behind the scenes, you see them sitting and they're eating, you know, they have like a cafeteria. Well, now imagine that, but on a boat. Okay. Going to different islands. It's not uh-huh. just a film crew, makeup department and directors. How the fuck do these people eat? You have to have a catering business. Uh-huh. Where does this catering business come from? Okay, they have to come with us the entire time. Okay, how do they get their food? Okay, now we have to go through them to order all the food and literally, literally, not figuratively, literally ship everything to them. Ship all of the equipment to make the roads so they can drive all their fucking trucks on this goddamn island. It's so, it's so uninhabited. It's a monopoly. It. They had everything. That they, they it was a whole universe that they created. A gi- imagine a giant cargo ship. The kind of thing you see like at the end of 18. Okay. Everything is filled with stuff needed for these two movies. All right. They show them like moving tankers off the ship. He's like, all of this. That That's the two ships right there. That's the Black Pearl right there. That's the motherfucking uh, Davy Jones beep, ship right beep, there. Beep, and you're just seeing construction all everywhere. Now, here's the thing. This place is so... Uninhabited, so hard to get to. So uh, it's an underdeveloped rural. place. Well, I mean, just like uh, the reason that Gore picked it is because there's so much nature there that they can shoot at. But that, that was means a problem. <laughs> that means that because this country is so small, so few people, there's only few roads. So they 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 have scenes at the top of like hills, and giant hills, and it's just the whole the whole hill all the way down is food trucks everyone and everyone back has to walk to up back. and down and go all the way down to get and there they were no other roads they have to make new roads to do all of they literally see that's where the one wheel would have came in handy because uh, one wheel can do off wheel yeah, off yeah. road there you go it, it wasn't just like the simple okay hurricane we have to go well, let's seek shelter it was just it on you know what it honestly explains why more studios are like just cg it 
let's not go somewhere and pay millions of dollars just to feed people, let alone shoot everything. That's other millions. It's just all that money to just house and feed these fuckers (laughs) to get these people over there. It's a lot. Let's just CG and have some guy in a chair do it. However, this made a billion dollars. And this, with just a billion dollars, could have financed two to three more of these movies. To them make more billions of dollars. I think they made their money back. I think they made their money back. I guess we'll learn whether the, what we got back in return in the next two movies after three uh, is gonna be worth it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, but it, it also points out why Gore Verbinski's Lone Ranger is such a huge, huge bomb for him. And why he's not... I find it... I think Gore Verbinski will go back to making studio pictures action blockbusters again but i don't know when mm-hmm. and i don't know i don't know how it's gonna work out for him because i think he's excellent at this yeah it the, but they threw everything at it everything it, it was, was such a hard it shoot. was a literal city like a city's worth of people like i'm talking hundreds of people Chris, for a year for like they were literally they were living together this entire time it wasn't like all right let's go on a break guys the break is going off and if you want to go on break and go on a smoke break. You could go and walk into the fucking depths of the island and sweat your ass off. Or you could just go back into your trailer. Yeah. In the air-conditioned trailer. Like, that was... Those were their options. It was like... In the, they're all there. It's not like they can just go on vacation and go somewhere else. They're all there. It Just literally working with the same people for an entire year. Going places to places. Packing. They have to... They didn't see their goddamn families for months and months and months and months and months. Marriages happen. Babies are born. 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 I'm born. sorry. I was distracted by the sucked face. Jason Born. Yeah. How do you explain that? Uh, so there was... Yeah. So for the community, right? It's a literal community of people. Okay. The behind the scenes wasn't just what went wrong, how things were made, which I'll get to how like writing and stuff. But it also showed the community. It, it showed the people that you wouldn't think were on this set. Like, yes, you get the food trucks. There's like a whole little thing dedicated to the food caterers and what they have to do. That's true. And it's, they, they would pack up, close everything down, you know, like at the theater, right? You, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you work in the night shift and a morning shift, you're like, I'm just cleaning this for myself. And it's, you know, 10 hours later, it was like an hour at max later (laughs) that they would reopen everything. Wow. So they, they were like, all right, let's shut down. Okay. One hour later, they're back up and running. Oh, my God. It did not stop. There were no breaks for these people. Like, yes, the director and the actors and some of the other crew members could, you know, go, you know, go to their trailers, get a break. These fuckers were making food, getting food day in and day out. It was nonstop. So they had that. And there's also what I would have never thought, the Coconut Man. The coconut man. The mo- I showed Alex. It's it's so wholesome. It's just a few minutes. I'm so happy. And they, this the, this guy on the island who just lives on this island. They hired to get the coconuts. Where all these coconuts come from? They're not CG. You get them imported? No, you're on the island with all the goddamn coconuts. And another problem was if you get if a you know coconuts fall, it's the whole point of coconuts. So the seeds of the trees, so they fall and they make a new tree. But what if they fall on your head? You die. You literally die. It's yep. that hard of an impact that you die. So they had the coconut man there to to clear the way. 
So they literally had this guy. They hired a man to go up to 30 to 40 trees at least a day, daily. Yeah. To just get all the coconuts off the trees. And he loved it. He was smiling the entire time talking mm. about it. It would just be really weird if these all these pirate guys just started wearing hard hats and then kind of. Oh, there's a joke. They put it. They put a bucket on the lady's head, and they're like, "We're not kidding." No, yeah. And while while they're explaining, one of the producers is explaining. He's sitting down there explaining. Yeah, these coconuts they fall, they fall, they 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 can literally kill you. They can kill you. An entire branch of a coconut tree falls like ten feet from him. They're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he scatters. It it was. It wasn't timed. It was just the most. It was perfect. Perfectly organic. Oh, coconut time. man through a branch. Yeah, coconut <laughs> man. Like, ah, 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 I got you. I'm done. I'm having the best time of my life. Yeah, and he's like, "You need coconut. I'm your guy." So, like the coconut said, the coconut that Johnny Depp, or sorry, that Jack picks up and throws at the guy's head, and it comes off. That was like that was a coconut that that, that motherfucker just chopped up. Absolutely. It was like here's a coconut, There's and they're coconut. passing around coconuts on set. They're just drinking coconuts and having oh, a, great. having a good time. And we saw the dog earlier, right? You know, the through line with the dog. There's there's an entire section of the behind the scenes dedicated to the dog. Yay! And it's not what you think. It's not like Coconut Man. It's a sketch. Yay! It's a sketch of the dog. And there and the 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 owner of the dog, he's like, Yeah, you'd think it's easy, but this guy sleeps in. He oh, wants his treats. And like it's show, and he's like, Come on, Sparky, I forget what the I forget what the dog's name is. Um they were doing that with the fox from the Green Knight. Chopper. 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 The Chopper. So, from Rebels? Yep. <laughs> so they got Chopper from the Re- from Rebels to... to the astromech? Yeah, they put yeah. him in it. He's afraid. They put him in a dog seat. And Foreshadowing. So he's like knocking on the... The owner's like knocking on the door. He's like, Chopper. Chopper, we got stuff to do, dude. And it, and it cuts to Chopper laying in bed with a blanket. And he like pulls the blanket over his head. The dog is so talented. They could get him to sketch. In a sketch, <laughs> not even for the movie, but to just that dog. That dog is so amazingly talented. Like people take that for granted. Again, let's just CG it because it's so fucking difficult to just get a dog to put the keys in its mouth and to wait on a boat and to literally swim in the open ocean back onto shore and be okay. Like you have to train that dog from it being birthed. <laughs> like that. That's some hard. That those are some hard concepts Show to do. Dog. And then they just they just prove it more to you by making an entire sketch for that dog to do and they also talk about the dog and like what it does and everything and like just the the amazing feats that this dog went through and it's sad because the dog's definitely dead now oh god yeah it's like that like what this dog will forever be remembered as the prison dog in (laughs) parts of the caribbean and if you really want to you can look it up on youtube and watch the entire little skit of it being a, a you know, a Hollywood, diff- a difficult Hollywood dog. It's hilarious. It's so cute. He's like, and like yeah. avoiding him, wanting like the equivalent to smoke breaks, like treats. And he's like, yeah, he's like pampered, basically. It's so cute. But again, that dog is dead. on these boats. Dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> dog is dead, but also on these boats just as much as everyone else is. They yeah. finally wrapped and they just threw him overboard. Oh, God. Had to eat some. You just got to go somewhere. The Kraken? Just gotta go somewhere. The Kraken that they hired? There there was another uh, little tidbit. The um, the God, it's really so. So they had they had their stunt doubles, and it was just a cool sequence, just showing what they did and the practicality of everything. But Johnny Depp's uh, stunt double will actually go on and help 
Disney produce uh, video games that has Jack Sparrow in it because he's one of the very few people that know that would know how Jack moves around and how and how he does things because they're not hiring Johnny Depp for any of this shit anymore. Maybe one day, but not for these video games, right? So they have have him, and they have this. Johnny Depp is like, you go do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, if someone else can do it easily, so yeah, that guy, and then less importantly, they have a voice actor to voice Johnny Depp, who's just who can nail all of Johnny Depp's characters. Because if you know how to do, if you know how to make an impression of the actor, more than likely you know how to do an impression of all the characters that that actor can play. Yeah, very easily. And most of the time, it's just the actor talking, and it sounds no different, like Marco Kind. Marco, oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry, that's Marco. Marco Kind. Marco but then, you know, Johnny Depp has all these accents and stuff, so it's a little more tricky. Like but Marco just Marco Kind. God damn it, Alex! <laughs> okay, you're Marco. really on Kokai. Yeah. But that's Marco Kind. It's Marco Kind! <laughs> it's Marco Kind! It's, 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 it's out! Gone. Now it's gone. It's gone, okay. Gone, Kokai. <laughs> but not forgotten, Kokai. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We need to write a script for Michael Caine before he dies in an action movie called Gone Cocaine. (laughs) Gone Cocaine, but not Forgotten Cocaine. (laughs) Gone Cocaine. I just thought that was cool because that that stunt double really does move like Jack. It it was pretty crazy. And just like the behind the scenes, like the choreography of like trying to get the key, like, uh, 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 like it, it was just perfect. And he, he had the same facial hair and everything. It was awesome. So good. He's like Buster Keaton in this movie, Sparrow. So besides the fun stuff, there was um, a lot of not so fun stuff, including the writing process <sighs> and the storyboarding process. Yeah. Ugly. Ugly. More ugly than the hurricanes <laughs> and the wave pools. It took years. It, it there were only okay. Hold on. There were three years between the release of *Curse of the Black Pearl* and *Dead Man's Chest*. Yeah, it took one year to make this. It took one year to shoot it all, which means and, took, and edit it, which means it takes about two years to really get things together. Yes, because they were editing within yeah. by the last one, which means there's a year in there that they didn't need to happen. That's why Verbinski made *Better Man*. It's why everyone else did other things. It's how long that writing process took. And they still didn't complete it properly that they had to go on with shooting. Yeah, it's it, it, it was a lot. It was it was honestly a lot to watch because they... Interestingly enough, they left a lot of like the drama in there. It really felt like I was watching The Office and there's just that awkward cameraman like standing there and they're like, can we just go to the next room real quick? They are very open about the problems with this. They are very open about the trials and tribulations, even their own faults. You don't get it in making up documentaries anymore. It, it blew my mind. I thought I was just going to watch like makeup stuff, VFX, that, and then it just goes into like, a montage of things getting fucked up, literal literal footage of the aftermath of the hurricane that blew through their boats and destroyed their whole set, all the wiring that they had to do to control the waves and the wave pool and the tank, all destroyed. All fucking destroyed. Yeah. Besides that, they 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 would show the you know the little things like Chopper the dog and the coconut guy and you know the, all these the catering stuff, and then the writing, 
and at that point I was like, I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen them joking around. I've seen the bloopers. I've seen them like how they make things and I've seen them, you know, get stuff fucked up. But this is just like real, real drama. The, the writers had to make placeholders, as you would imagine. You make a placeholder for a scene and come back to it when you know later how the scene would work out for how the end of the movie would play out. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's not just writing <clears throat> in, a, in a linear order, in chronological order. It's You have to go back and forth and understand how the ending works with the beginning and how the beginning works with the end and all the in-betweens that happen. You can't have a burger without the meat. But what meat do we use? I don't know. Let's make everything else first and then figure out what meat to use. Body meat? And head meat. So they... Um, celery and the flesh bags. F- celery and the flesh bags. It's <laughs> amazing. So they had... They, they had a part where... Um, what we... What we just got... Um, the... <laughs> I keep forgetting. The the swamp scene where they go in there. Okay. Um, I keep forgetting her name. I don't know why I keep forgetting her name. Naomi Campbell. Yeah, but her character. Naomi Harris. Tia Dalma. Harris, yeah. Yeah, Tia. So... Bigger role than that. They, um, they wrote that scene as a stereotypical, like, I am a, you know, I know the prophecy. Mm -hmm. I like, here's my, here's my glass ball. I can see the future. And they're, while they wrote that, they were also writing literally everything else at the exact same fucking time. And as they were literally writing on, writing, writing the script, they get called. Gore calls them in and he's like, can you guys come here? Can you guys look at this thing? So we were trying to, uh, we're doing a casting call for Tia and none of them just were working. And it's, it's not that they were bad. It's just that the, the script just, it, it isn't working and it just isn't even working for the casting call. And they're like, yeah, we know we're literally writing that. We were just literally writing that scene as you called us in here to, to tell us this, we know that it was a placeholder. It was a placeholder for a fucking reason because they weren't swearing at him, but for a reason, because they didn't know how the character would play out later. They didn't know where to put things in, what little homages to do. And it wasn't, and, as, some. and it wasn't essential for the ending. Like, yes, Jack needed the the jar of sand, the monkey, and like all all those little things came through. But the ending is more important than like those little things that they can you know shoehorn in there and make it natural later. Yeah. So Gore sits them down instead of just telling them this and it, that being that, and them just saying, "Yeah, we know we're writing it right now, asshole." Man. He sits them down and he makes them watch the footage of the casting and how bad it is to quote unquote prove to them. They're like, "Yes, we know." We are, we were just writing it. And in the back of my head, I've been like, you're fucking wasting our time telling us how we fucked up. It explains why it's taken over a year. Yeah. The, the poor communication with all of these people boggles my mind because you had to fly them places. You had to ship them places, yet you couldn't communicate that this was just a placeholder. And Gord, how did Gore not know that? He's the director of this movie. How would he not know what's, what, in the script is going to work and what's you know going to be replaced. I understand the guy's stretched so thin, but this is the script. You're doing casting calls. You would think like, okay, guys, is this final? Do you want to rewrite anything for this? That's why I think the movie really came together when they were all on set. Yeah, because they fucking they had to. They were all to. in the same fucking place. There's they had no to. There's no bullshit in between them, yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they were on a goddamn island when all that went down and they're trying to rewrite that scene. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pro it's probably not that. I think it was more earlier on in the stages, but it 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 was it was uncomfortable to watch. And I've and I've watched The Office countless countless times. I know what awkward is. Okay, this this made me physically like tense up and like oh my god you, you left... tense up easily but when you do tense up hard i know it's worth it you left this in it was to the point where gore was like can we go in the next room and the camera guy just stayed there and didn't didn't turn off the camera just stayed there and watched them go to the other room and it was a hard cut after that yeah there's a lot of there's like a movie's worth of information that's way more transparent so this would make it this would make a documentary dude it's, 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 it's two hours it's <laughs> a film's worth of documentary i'm not kidding and we're not even done i bet you 10 to 1 when we go next week and we actually oh my god all we did and we're just here's the thing chris we just looked up back behind the scenes of Dead Man's Chest. Not for both. We haven't even looked up at World's End yet. Yes. I know. It, I know. I know one that they had to actually build that whole pirate battle. Oh yeah. I know they they had built to do that. the ships and they brought them over on those fucking cargo. No, things. but like in a giant warehouse. Oh yeah, they used the, the spruce. Steel, they used the spruce steel. To, to really hit home the how the island doesn't really need to be there. On yeah. top of them literally paving roads to be there mm. and to film everything uh they made an entire language for these natives that's right because they're not real they hired they hired what are they lang lang a linguist a linguist you know you know lord of the rings does it lots of movie alien Star movies Wars and, does it. yeah it's just any anything that involves you know another language you have to hire someone for that the writers can't do everything themselves exactly. so they had people write the fucking language for this and they had all of these these are these aren't people that you're gonna see again these people no. are just here for this they had a casting call remotely and you got a bunch of people and you had to work with what you had and yeah. you had to teach these people that would chris it'd be like you hear that pirates is needs some you know actors some native people you're like fuck I, I want to do that and it'd be just like you trying to learn a native a language that doesn't even exist yeah. for this movie it wasn't like children are learning it these people were learning like the behind the scenes it shows it like walking through the people in their makeup and they're just talking like me and you and alex anyone random just, just average yeah, average living, person living. yeah like yeah it's crazy i mean the makeup is is the makeup is really, really, really crazy. really crazy. It actually took us, what they said is it took them some time to actually adjust to looking at everyone with the, with like the piercings and like people's face, half of their faces being burnt off. This movie has, first of all, that stuff is gross. The uh, Dutchman's pirates are fucking oh, gross. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. Then, then you have one of the first early deaths at the beginning of the movie when a man gets his eyes poked out by mm -hmm. crows. And then there's the man who gets ripped in oh, by the tentacles of the ship's hole. I wanted to some tell you about that. Great murders deaths. So murder death kills. So mm -hmm. some casting calls they actually showed for the for the guy who would scream and get his eyes pecked out. And it's a montage of these people in a chair just going, I'm not gonna do it really loud, but ah, 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 just screaming. The whole the whole it's segment was just the, barely a second. They they had to get the right person and it and when they were doing the casting call it was like they were recording the phone because the lady who who does the casting call was like we need people who are just freakishly skinny 
unhealthily skinny, just like famished. We need these people. So Christian Bale. Yep. And they got they got you know people that looked the part, but they got people that didn't make it into the cut, of course, but that were actually those people. They got nut jobs. They got the weirdos, the people crawling out of the woodworks. I want to be in a movie. I'm a pirate. I'm, a, I'm actually a real life pirate. Uh, yeah, like, like weird. <laughs> Welcome to LA. Weird shit. And like, they didn't take that out. I, they, they didn't show those people, which makes me think and wonder how weird and uncomfortable I those think people stepped were. stepped in after that. They saw the footage and they were like, man. Let's, like, but you'll leave the part where Gore's like, you know, really ringing down on the writers, but you won't leave the, like, how bad was that? Like, you have to have security. You have to hire security for these people, too. And so, like, these are nut jobs, like, heroin needles still stuck in their arms. And, like, I guess they felt people weren't getting DVDs anymore. Maybe they thought DVD sales were worthless. Oh, no, but they were. It wasn't like it, Gore was in the room. No, I think the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes being as those are amazing, those are amazing documentaries. Mm-hmm. And I think since this was They're the movies of trilogy, themselves. yeah, I think this was that that's what they were going for with this documentary. They were like, well, we're gonna fucking, we did two movies too, we're going, let's show everything. Everything. Bada bang. Literally everything. There, um, so, what I never thought of is, I guess usually actors, depending on the movie, they really do get a choice on what they wear as the character. You have, you have the costume department. You go in the, into wardrobe, and you're like, "So what? What are you thinking?" Like it's it's not really written in the script. I think Depp certainly does. Oh yeah, and honestly, most of them had a choice. Like, well, this character would like things more simple, and like you know the character best because you're the one who's acting. It's like that of the writers. The writers aren't doing that because they're writing the goddamn movie as you're getting your costume on. So Depp, for example, had. Um, it's a blessing and a curse with that guy because he knows exactly what he wants, but he knows exactly what he wants. So mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, I only made one of that hat. And he's like, but this is my hat. And you're like, okay, I'll need to make some more of those hats. <laughs> Just the, those small, those small things. But he, he made that wardrobe. It wasn't the costume department. They made the pieces, but he, he made Jack physically like he, he mo- those rings are his his personal collection of rings and oh, trinkets right. and he one of his hollywood buddies who also probably the same person who's giving him these ultra rare pieces of history yeah also gave him the stick at the cannibal island you know with the feathers and stuff and okay. the prop department made a replica of it and actually put skulls on it and stuff so Johnny Depp like came in with stuff and made fakes of rings and funnily enough one of the rings that was super rare that they made a cast of yeah the original ring is went missing well it's like 2000 years old it's it's a wonder how that ring went missing when you had the prop department department make you a copy and then maybe someone was like this is a piece of history i could get a lot of money for this and you know sell it on the on the down low so he never got it the only the only one the only ring in existence known to have possession of is johnny depp and has a copy of that couple thousand year old ring yeah 
It, it's insane. Just the, those little things you never know. And um, one of the smaller things was the, the this painting guy. I don't I don't know his name. It's not super important. It's literally just a minute video. AJ is his name, and he's and he's labeled as the painter. Yeah. So he was like, you know, you do the the weathering on things. Mm. This guy is with them while make make quote unquote making the sets, which involves you know bulldozing trees down, literal cement, laying down cement and all that. But then you also have this painter guy who is weathering these things and painting these things, literally just airbrushing this stuff. And they did not get the the blue tape, I think is what it's called. They lost it in shipping. So it's, you know, I guess like panels of tape that you can wrap things around on for to, you know, cover up with CG later and you're oh, laying wow. the mats down. They lost like most of it. So he was painting, li literal airbrush, painting blue. Oh this God. this guy's job went from, yeah, I'll, like I'll paint you a chest, make it look real, weather the sword for you, to literally painting the blue screen. Oh my God. That's crazy. The end, the end of this video, he's joking. He's like, he's not actually pissed. He's like, I got places to be. I got to go paint. I got to go do this stuff. And it, the video ends there. And I pause it because like, you know, it's back to back with these videos. I pause it. I'm like, that's actually a really smart way to cut this. Like mm -hmm. it's the, the filming and the editing of just the behind the scenes was actually impressive on its own. Yeah. But like just how it worked was like, I got to go. Like I literally have to go paint a fucking wall blue. I have to go cut some coconuts. Yeah, like, yeah, I gotta go cut some coconuts. Literally, some people almost died. You gotta look out of your way. Like, yeah. everyone's gotta do something. It's for three hundred and sixty. No one died on this set. Three hundred seventy days. It's it's mind boggling. You literally had all of these people on a boat for an entire year. You could have had a shipwreck. All those people could. Have a lot died. of problems. Like just shipping a person from one, from the dock to the boat in the in the um hole that they had made the in, tank. The, in the tank just doing that created waves and so just trying to get a camera equipment from another one if you just hit the wrong wave upside down sink bottom of the tank now they gotta go fish that out just like constant it, problems yeah constant it, it never it never lightened up it never lightened up but, but they still made it last but not least the cg it's not a verb but it's very impressive damn right they there weren't like right now as we're talking about this, we're doing the Lyra's Dice scene, which is filled with all the fucking crazy stuff. Uh huh. There, there's, no. there, there's an entire segment de dedicated to the <laughs> the eye mocap, which is actually new to the scene for this movie when this movie came out. Before, for someone like Smeagol or Gollum, they would have uh, Andy Circus perform it. You know, like they would shoot. They would shoot the um, what did they, what is it called the blank? I forget what it's what it's called. But you know they would shoot the scene without anyone in it. Then they would shoot the scene, let for an example with Andy Circus in it playing Smeagol. Mm -hmm. Then later, they will have an entire room dedicated to the mocap and the VR stuff and all that, and redo the whole scene there. So then they know where. Well, that's the Vistacan that was created in Back to the Future 2. Exactly. So they know where Andy Serkis was originally. 
out, you know, like on the creek. And then, so they had him as reference. Then they had the blank. So then they could just put the CG double over and like layers upon layers. This movie didn't do that. They had these guys in the mocap suits on set. This yeah. is one of the first things, if not the first movies, that actually did that. And now in Marvel, you have blue dots and you know green dots and numbers all over yeah, you. Those costumes in Endgame were not real. Exactly. It's just normal now, especially for Disney. It's a Disney movie, so uh, they the the same the same guy who did that did that is the same guy who worked on Star Wars and Mandalorian. This, this, and of course, probably almost everything else that we've seen, but they, they did it all on camera. So it's not like they had a blank, right? Mm. <clears throat> they had to literally cover them. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. So the, I think one of the few people that act, it's it's real makeup is Scott's um, guard there Stone Scott's guard yeah yeah I think I'm pretty sure that's oh, yeah it. he's the only one with any practical makeup um there's actually one other human guy also Will Turner is CG yep CG. <laughs> I think he's good in this <laughs> but um they they had they had such a ball with the with the character designs for this movie because you know before you get the skeletons you get the zombie looking people so much better. but these people it, it what oh my god this is fantastic hey, i just quick, thought quick of thing it. before you do this by the way johnny depp got tim burton to help with the ship with the dutchman nice yeah, yeah it was awesome thank you for for saying that i would have not said that but Designing it, yeah, just okay. the, sh- the so, shit. Maybe some of these guys, would certainly the shit. We, we, you remember the, you remember the behind the scenes, uh, with George Lucas, uh, himself looking at the different aliens, what aliens to use. The oh, guy, really? the guy is a fuck. He's a goddamn joke. If I'm being honest with you, with that sort of mentality, he doesn't know how to direct people, let alone pick a fucking alien that doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I remember watching behind the scenes and like. For 30 minutes, he's like, and the alien's going to have a salt and pepper mustache, okay? And he's going to have forearms. It's like, who the fuck cares what this guy looks like? He's an alien. That's the, the character designers, the creature designers will do a fine job no matter what. This movie, the polar opposite. Gore got in there and they had an, they had the, you know, all the sheets of paper with all the, with all the, the, uh, I don't know. The character design? The characters, the creatures. I don't know what else to call them. The cursed, the cursed guys. And Gore was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I trust you. And then you have George okay, Lucas. Okay, to be fair with George Lucas, you can't, t- it's like telling God to make a butterfly just beige. No. Like just giving that. Are you fucking kidding I me? I think, no, there's a difference between what, okay. I'm joking, of no, course. No, no, I'm, like, about, I'm not talking about no, I, Lucas is a bad George just pisses me off sometimes. Well, <laughs> Lucas can't piss me off in that way, but Lucas comes from an age, especially when you look at THFs. Uh, uh, eleven thirty. I I think that stoic images, like when he thinks about that, one of the biggest, most important moments of Star Wars is when they go into that bar and there's all the different aliens there. Mm-hmm. He took a long time to decide what he wanted in his mind about how that was going to look and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just overplaying that later, and he also hasn't directed a film in a long time. Verbinski is way more way more confident, especially after Mouse Hunt. He trusts other people. He they're watching Verbinski 
make the first movie, those behind the scenes stuff, there's they don't need to make a documentary about how things got screwed up. It's as simple. They just show you how they shot it, and then Ver- Ver- Gore's running around being like, "Okay, do this, do that." He is excited and he is confident. This. I think tested him in a lot of ways. Oh, it but really did. Almost throughout the shoot, he's like, "I just want to go out there. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this." Yeah, I, I don't want to. I want to do this. It's not that, but I I honestly think that he really does care about the performances of the actors, and I think he compares about. I think he cares about more aspects of the filmmaking when it comes to big budget, big money everywhere budget. Get your vision a lot thing because it's not just his vision; it's the writers too. It's Brookheimer as well. Mm-hmm. Lucas was the only one overseeing everything, and sometimes his focus went in the wrong direction. The joke was that he is God. Yeah, well, he is. Joke. Continue. I, I just think we can talk about how he creates stuff and also how, yeah, those behind the scenes things. He yeah. literally says, and then they fight for 20 minutes. No, it says there, they just fight for 20 minutes. Like, and you're just like, pick a, uh, pick a lane, Lois. What the fuck you doing? Kind of, you care about what this... Ass. Yeah, so... And I don't want to play Gore as... A god or anything. Well, yeah, or like a like a bad guy is what I want. Like, he's, he, he's not a... He, no. He understands the bigger aspects, but what he doesn't understand is the little things. Because he's sidetracked with all this other shit that he has to do, and he doesn't understand why the writers aren't finished yet. So he has that part of him, but he's also always there he always has a good attitude he never ever took out the natural events and the shit that happened on set on his crew he never he he never even vented about it Mm. he was he was just like it is what it is we just have to do it and he like yeah he's pissed off and i'm sure when he went into his when he went into his trailer was a you know shia labeouf like kicking and that was it but the the dude the dude was was more is more a saint than George Lucas I guess yeah but the anyway the the character design it it was it was what I what should have happened with George Lucas and Star Wars where it's like awesome you gave me fifty designs let's just use them all yeah, use them all these are amazing you guys okay this one this one will be Davy Jones okay this one will be that guy okay like it was just like mm. he, he went into like a candy store and he's like I want this one I want this one I want this one I want this one literally the the concept art for Davy Jones is the fucking same as what you're looking at now other than you know just being a stylized drawing and, versus and where... more to, towards the space yeah yeah because they made it you know they made it look less like the the drawing and more like the person who is yeah now he just famously has very high cheekbones mm-hmm. it, it, it was just refreshing to see that and to be like like a revolving door he went in he's like that's amazing let's use all of them and then he walked out <laughs> like it was just okay this is this one this is that one this is that one and this that's that, when you trust people that's all you need I mean, he, he, Verbinski has made bad things too. Cure for Wellness. Lone yes. Ranger has a lot of problems too. But um, when you have the right people to yeah. back you up, sometimes there's lex to no flaws at all. I, I think it's very interesting. There is a lot of the same crew and same people from the first film. They were just surprised that they had to take a, an extra year to get to this point and make this. And then there were a lot of problems along the way. Uh, but because they were so tight and because he's that's what she said. He was really confident in what he was oh, doing and the choices he was making. Uh this went this still came across really well. I don't think the third movie is a bad movie at all. 
It's just probably going to be my third favorite. Yeah, this is probably going to end up being my third favorite. I, like, I'm interested to see. Yeah. the. I think this is great. I think this if this is great, then the next movie has to have so much. They were made at the same time. Oh, I can't wait to look at the behind the scenes. Because I know there excited. were other feats for that movie, too. Because it's almost like back to fucking back. I'm kind of more excited about how finding out, yes, how this movie came together what is? at the end. Uh, as well as the story, because I know the story, but mm-hmm. also learning you about have an how entire this movie was made is city of people. Yeah, and you don't think about like, okay, there's a coconut guy. Okay, there's a dog. Okay, like you have all the like the painter guy, AJ. Like you don't think of all these people, and then you also don't think of all the people that actually played those pirates. Yeah, the mocapped pirates. Those yeah. were real people. It wasn't just like, got like they they had these they had these two really skinny tall guys. Uh, play one character that was that was a two-headed and three-legged and three-armed pirate, and he's in the movie for like a minute altogether. Oh wow! And they and they went in the behind the scenes to show like the the process of getting it there. Like, okay, well, the, the costume is constricting your body, and it's just like the the gray mocap suit. Yeah. But it, like you know, they had to go through iterations of that. And it was really only highlighting um, them and Davy Jones. Those guys were just like, they're going to spin. They are th- those guys right there. And now Whoa. they're gone. That's it. They're just conjoined together. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. I like the guy with the eel in his stomach. I know. It's, you yeah. almost have to watch the behind the scenes and Google the characters individually to get a good look at them. Because it, they, yes. they just there's so many spinning plates that... You get to see all these guys, but it's not like, it's not highlighting them, which is a good thing. It, you don't need like an up close shot of every single one. It would get exhausting. Like, okay, no, well, you're going to have two movies. Exactly. These guys are going to be around for two movies. And I got to say, again, I, I, I loved putting this on mute a lot. I liked looking at this. This mm-hmm. is the most fun. Uh, this is the one I'm going to be the most. In fact, I this is a part of me that almost feels like I just kind of want to watch the movie, the first movie on its own sometimes, and then these two movies separately on their own sometimes. Like this, this feels like a better first movie than the last one for me. But I love this world now. I really do enjoy it. I don't think that the fourth is going to sour the world for me, and I really hope that the fifth doesn't. Um, I think Rob Marshall is a strong filmmaker, mm. and it's the most expensive of the bunch. So we'll see. But I, I'm happy to see the third. Yeah, I'm excited too. There's two. There's two things, really quick. So, Bill Nye, the science guy, we yeah, all know and love. Bill Nye. Fucking amazing actor. I love El him. Mondo. Bill Nye, the science guy. Wrong guy. Never mind. He. About time. There, man. there was, there was something that surprised me because I know that th- there's some, um, I guess hot goss or just like, I, f- I forget what it's. I, f- I literally just forgot the word. Just things that aren't actually true for the movie. Awesome. Yeah, just like, you know, just like the little things. The tea, spill the tea. Yeah, like, oh, did you know that? <laughs> did, did you know that they actually had to use Bill Nye's eyes mm-hmm. for Davy Jones? And like, they just had to like, because they couldn't get the eyes right. Nope. They never had to do it once. I, th- I thought it was the other way around. I thought that they couldn't get the eyes right. Mm-hmm. So they used his real eyes. That, that was completely CG. Mm-hmm. Everything. Even like like the 
like the glare that you would get from the eye when it's in the sunlight. Like I'm like, that's not a real fucking eye. Whoa. This was 2006. Whoa! What the fuck? It it was it was honestly amazing. And last lastly, here it is. Oh yeah, here here's the scene. So though though what you're looking at right now is just CG covering up the giant cinder block tentacles. You can tell because they're moving they're moving almost statically when they're coming down. You see that, right? That was a real boat. They had to add the the guys falling off the boat later. But yeah, one take. Yeah. You don't get another boat and put it back together. Like you blow that shit up. Mom. Sorry I wasn't recording. Uh can we redo that? Get You're that cracking to come back. You're fired. We're on an island. Get Six off. done right here. Boom. Oh my gosh, so good. Okay, so, I'll see you guys later then. One one thing that um that blew my mind. I'll take a I I had to take a picture of it. Um, so I'm watching the storyboarding and what they had to do for the storyboarding, right? Um, and it's just it's just gore and you know a guy showing him behind the scenes. Nothing special, right? So I'm. I'm looking at what's behind these guys. So here's the picture, right? Mm-hmm. So if you see on the top right of the screen, you see there's a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. This is literally like seconds in this two-hour documentary of the behind the scenes, right? There's two figures on there. You have a lizard and you have this white guy, right? And it just it just caught my eye. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, that's a motherfucking bionicle. <laughs> my worlds collide I was like what the hell why do you have a bionicle in your in your thing what if Gore Verbinski made a bionicle movie I'd watch it I think he'd be it was called Mask of Life uh, uh, did he yeah. make that no <laughs> but those it's actually funny some of those movies aren't like canon depictions of what happened so you're like why the fuck did I watch that I took it like a closer shot i was actually tempted to bring in the exact set that it was because i mean it's like you seeing a star wars figure chris like you're like that's han solo i know that even if it's that blurry the light is bleeding through the figure you can't see the gun all the way but you can tell it's a gun it was like that's that character in bionicle that is that exact same thing i know that weapon that's one of my favorite sets even it blew my fucking mind and why is he fighting a lizard statue like what the fuck is going on? Choice, and it and I and I played it and it was like two more seconds and it was gone forever, never to come back. Like what the hell? <laughs> just it blew my mind. I just had to take a picture of it. You know, it was just it was just you know a little uh, a little throwaway shot, just a bi- a bionicle in there. It was it was just what I needed. And it blew my mind. I, I paused it and I showed my mom. like, that's a bionicle, right? She's like, yeah, that's a bionicle. Even my mom was like, that's a bionicle. It's a fucking bionicle. It's a fucking It was this dude. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but it was this dude. That's dope. <laughs> and I forgot he called it Lindsay. <laughs> um, well, that was the, also the name of the character from Pride and Prejudice. Lizzie McGuire? No, Lizzie, though. Lizzie McGuire, yeah. No, so, Lizzie McGuire is Hillary Duff. Who's that? Hillary Duff? You don't know who Hillary <laughs> Duff is? Lizzie McGuire. I only know Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire, the actress who plays Lizzie McGuire, is Hillary Duff. Who's Hillary Duff? She plays 
Lizzie McGuire. And Lizzie McGuire wait, is wait, married wait, wait, to wait. Toby McGuire. No, I'm sorry. I don't know who's on third. I don't need to know about Lizzie McGuire's sex life, okay? What I want to I know... I wanted to! I wanted to! She's an adult. <laughs> I want to know what love is! Lizzie McGuire have sex as an adult. I gotta be honest. Um, someone made a really good video about... Um, I know I, I Carly is an adult now, and people like what they did. Miranda Cosgrove, yeah. But they you know, they did something a while ago when I was a kid. They had a show called Clarissa Explains It All, which was heavily, heavily ripped off with Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire ripped off Clarissa Explains It All a lot. And Clarissa Explains It All tried to have a show where she was an adult, and it didn't work. But it had other problems than that. Mm. The problem was not that she was having sex. The problem was that the world was just like awful to her. But in this case, yeah, Lizzie McGuire should have sex. Why the fuck not? Adults have sex. <laughs> Jesus. Adults have sex. Lizzie was anyway. going to be an adult. Why not? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking through... I'm also thinking of Hilary Duff who sticks a scorpion in her pants in the movie Warring. Haven't we all? What? (laughs) 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 She does. She does it to entice John Cusack. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it is hot. Anyway, what did you guys think of the movie? (laughs) Anyway. That's it. (laughs) That's that's the that's the hell that they went through. All that. It sounds like a great year. All that. Yeah. Solid year. Pretty liquid, if you ask me. Um but I would guess. Gaseous. I do quickly because that took a lot of time and I'm I'm losing consciousness fast. So Don't let the Starro thing suck your consciousness out. <laughs> I still can't believe we got that in a in a movie in two thousand twenty one. Hell yeah! Seven years after Robot Chicken already did it. Um. So. Yeah. So. Davy Jones. Davy motherfucking Jones. Low key. High underrated. Highly underrated villain of his time. I don't know if I don't know if people didn't notice. I think people really. I noticed. just don't think people talk about it. Anymore. I don't think people talk about this series anymore that much. Because I mean, whose fault is that? Because the last two movies. We are. I think it's just Johnny Depp. I think the last two movies have just not done which, as well. Which I am bummed because we have to end it on those movies. It wasn't like Harry Potter. Where no, you can we, have start. To, we have to stop on At World's End, then come back and mm-hmm. it's on Stranger Tides, which is appropriate. There is a short, though. There's like a six-minute short of... Of course there is. Again. God dang it. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I don't know that. I'm interested in that. Well, I know you're not. So we could end it on that. No, (laughs) no, we're not. The the product has been watered down. Yeah, like. Oh yeah, we'll get into that. That's that's a bridge we'll cross. And again, this is almost twenty years old. These movies have suffered by association in the last year. Yes, and the Johnny Depp stuff, but also like, I think Gore Verbinski made three great movies. I think the other two, like the other two, may be just not as good for a lot of reasons. But I think the biggest one is that Verbinski didn't make. We're gonna get to it. But I'm just going to say it right now. Mm. You cannot convince me that Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides is the most expensive movie ever made. You can't convince me. It doesn't. It does not translate to me. That it's not? Or it is? That it is. It does not translate. Well, to me, it doesn't. Isn't it? They, sh- they spent a lot of fucking money on it. It's one of the most expensive movies. It was at the time. And it still, it still is, is, apparently. It still is one of the most expensive. No, it still is the most Unadjusted for inflation. I gotta be honest, like, they don't make movies like these anymore, and when they came back and they made On Stranger Ties, like, by that point, 
Iron Man was starting to happen. It was starting to mocap more. Like, I, I just think that it was the most expensive because... If Disney did not buy the rights to Marvel, they'd still be making these. It, like, I, I, there's actual ships on the water. They will never look as good as the way they did this stuff now. I just don't think it ever will. You don't get those ideas that you would on set. <laughs> oh, can we put this boat <laughs> here instead of there? Like you don't. Is sometimes you don't get it? those ideas These when you're just doing CG. You can feel them. It's a world that you can live in. Not last And the th- and the thing is, that's what this movie was. It was based off of ride, and the ride is basically the aesthetic of a world. Mm-hmm. You get in a boat and you go to this world with pirates and people drinking and all this stuff and this. Like, Gore Verbinski just basically recreated that in the first movie and then made that world, and then painted the world that that was written by these two guys. Mm. And they they had a very good story, and he just knew how to make the world. This is them all scatterbrained to make these two movies within three years. Supposed to be two years, but in three years to capitalize on the fame of the three main leads. Just because Brookheimer was like, that's the way people are doing stuff now. If, if this was just one movie, imagine how tight it would have been. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the story would have been because these are two really good stories. I think them going on an adventure to try and steal a chest from Davy Jones is a fun pirate movie. So and I think awesome. the third one escalates things properly when it's every pirate in the world against the um, company that uh, that Beckett runs. I, I, I think I'm going to have great. to do a lot of defending of the next movie. I, no, I, again, the strongest thing I have was that little thing. I, I'm excited to watch the next one. I think Beckett is a great villain to hate. So yeah. I think there's a lot of things in a lot of that. I just think it jumps the shark in spectacle a little bit at a certain point for me. I think the Kraken is the, that was, that was the appropriate level for me. In terms of spectacle. Should have kept it for the third one. The toilet. I argue. Yeah, I agree. I don't think the toilets the thing should have happened. I think you could have had a crack and destroy ships left and right as things are going. Down. As I like to say, overkill is underrated. Mm. Uh, I but this movie is an this movie so is an achievement. This movie is an achievement. You better come. The, the you better, if you're gonna fight, if you're gonna fight me over the maelstrom scene, you better come with a lot. You better come brass knucks because I'm coming with a. I'm, I, I like I'm coming that in hot next week, man. If I'm just bored, then I'm bored. I can't really make it much more of a stronger argument than that. But we'll see. I I liked that they made the decision to combine urban, you know, to, to combine these myths and legends together. Davy Jones, there was no, like, the Flying Dutchman doesn't fly. He was never a squid man. He wasn't connected to a kraken. Yeah. Like, they, they made the decision to combine these awesome myths and legends together to literally make one fucking guy... Of course he's going to be badass and awesome and cool. And on top of that, he's got a tortured past. Yeah. He's sad. He has his heart in a chest because he got his heart broken. He doesn't know how to fucking get over it. I just... Oh, God, man. I just like the look. I like his cadence. Oh, he's dope. It, every, every, the performance, the visual, the story. It just sucks. All that, of them are 10 out of 10. It just sucks that no one's talking about it's it It's an anymore. amazing character. He's one of my... Just Guys, favorite been, characters. It's also been fifteen years, and the well and the wealth of what is uh available for people is vast. And honestly, to strike you down in a good way, when I googled Davy Jones and I was watching behind the scenes and images and stuff, mm-hmm. there were things uploaded a month ago, a year ago. People are still talking about these oh, movies. People are still talking about Davy Jones. It's like Star Wars now, where you, it's a big niche of people. 
but kids it's a large. Are, there is a generation of kids that this is their Star Wars. I just think I, about that. I think the first. This is my movie, goddamn Star Wars, dude. Like I fucking love this. <laughs> I think the first movie deserves to be uh, studied on its own, but I think these two movies are, are deserve a resurgence for sure, and it's gonna come. And those other two movies just worse than ah. it. Just like. I how long? Let's see. This was two thousand six and two thousand seven. The next yep. one was two thousand eleven, and then yep. after that, it was twenty seventeen. Like they just didn't stay on top of it. Yeah. And in the meantime, many other franchises and stuff had happened. Then people didn't care about pirates. They care about superheroes. And even then, the only time people have cared about pirates to this extent is now, yeah. since the fucking thirties and forties. Right. Maybe the fifties. This is a one shot. Chance that really only took happen because people were like, "Wow, that adventure movie, The Mummy, huh? Lord of the Rings, huh? You know, genre movies on a big spectacle. On a big spectacle, you know, they're starting to happen. People hated the green screen of Star Wars. Let's put these fuckers on a ship." Oh, that's a good point. I I think they're an achievement. I think people should go back to them as a trilogy. They're an achievement of practical spectacle. I know to see it as a trilogy the way you do. I don't know if I can, because I think I feel the stumble between one and two. I don't think they should have made it a direct sequel, like, literally they pay for the consequences of what happened. I think there should have been a bit more air to breathe. Outside of that, the fluidity between this and the next movie is great, because there's no real story happening here. It's all about knowing characters and building set pieces and all that stuff, and building world, and I love it all. I know I love that there's no real strong narrative in this. Movie. I'm curious because I do I do agree with you, Alex. But honest, honestly, the one thing that broke the flow for me is the two pirates on the beach explaining why Will needs the chest, why Jack needs the chest, why yeah. Norrington needs the that, chest. That's it's very easy. You don't need the sword fight. The fact that you have to have an explanation of what's happening in those characters so that you can have 10 minutes of them fighting. But I don't even spinning. think you needed them to explain it. It was pretty obvious that they all were going for it yeah. for different reasons. Why the fuck did they even need to explain it? Because I... It wasn't confusing, man. It is confusing. Because the audience is stupid, you now, see. Now, do, do I think... No, do <laughs> I think it's well done, David? Calm down. Do I think it's well done? Want another weather? Uh, uh, yes, actually. I don't know what. Oh, hey, what the hell? Who is this guy? This is... I'm sorry. I I'm going to look alike. David, I've been calling you forever. We yeah, I was taking a shit. Oh, my God. The, you have problems if it takes that long to take a shit. Do you know how old I am? How, I, I I haven't looked it up in the 80s. 90s. Old. Okay, that's old. Uh, when I need to take a shit, oh. I take the day to do it. Well, David, I apologize, and I really... It's okay. Just don't make stupid fucking decisions and actions. Think. By, by the way... Think. I, by the way, <laughs> sorry, I took two days Think off Mark. your schedule. You, Are you fucking kidding like, me? We can only do it in three days. Do you know how... Six. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Do you know how many <laughs> shots we had to do? Uh, Why can't I just do what I want? Huh? Why can't I just have two days to myself and just shoot the shit that I want to shoot, goddammit? If you make Fuck! It, if you make it about pirates, we can. Oh, he's walking. Out. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh, David, sorry. He's oh. walking out. Damn it. Oh, I think he. I, I think, think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go take a shit. Oh my god, David. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Oh, even a stunt double. I didn't even know no. he had a stunt double. Jeez, both of them taking shits at the same time. Well, it's a stunt double. It's a David Lynch film. <laughs> um, That'd be a good film. I, I sort of sounded like a male Harley Quinn at one point. <laughs> that, at, well, at that point in the film. You, what you, if you're smart and you're paying attention to the movie, you should understand the motivations of every single character, mm -hmm. including why she doesn't give a shit about the chest. 
or understands because she has no actual interest in the chest that they should all work together for it. I, under, I understand why it's there. It's but, because the studio thinks people are stupid, but I just like, why? Do you remember in the last movie? When yeah, they, they did two, the same fucking exactly, thing again. Because they're two and a half hour longs and people aren't prepared for that shit anymore. And I also say this just movie. Sad. This movie has does the same ending twice better than the last movie. I do think it's stronger, but like you wouldn't have had that conversation if you didn't have the sword fight, because you would have had them explain their motivations through talking rather than sword fighting. And even they do do that in the middle of sword fight, which breaks the fucking momentum of the sword fight. I like the sword fight more than the island. I accept it more. It's an achievement because they're actually spinning and they put the actors on the wheel. Oh, that's a real wheel. That they crazy. Put I know. It's not awesome. I know. But it's, it's amazing. Un- but if you don't want that sort of clarity brought to you, then you can't have. Maybe that. these movies aren't for you then. If you no, can't for handle them. them. Well, the, that is for the. That's for the. I was a child and I could world. understand it. They're not. Not everyone's as cool and smart as you, dude. Thank you. Free folklore, piece of shit. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I honestly, uh, um, eats the pizza smuggling. <laughs> I'm gonna ride this this metaphorical ego high for the next week. It is my personal favorite. I am so. I cool. don't think it's gonna get better, any better for this for me, but I am because we were watching three more movies in this world, and I'm happy about it. I don't. I'm, I'm, my biggest fear is that the fourth and the fifth do not have the same sort of visual competency, playfulness, and understanding of this world as Verbinski. I think yep. I think Rob Marshall's going to do a good job, but I don't know about those two directors of the fifth. I don't feel... Like I, you better that. dig. You better start digging on those guys. Oh, I'm very curious. I, not much with those. I've already watched No, I, dang I, it! Uh, I will watch I, whatever they have. All I have to say is I'm really sad that we're ending it. Uh, but th- but that is the thing about franchises. That's the thing we they can't all be good, and that's why we run into stuff like we're this. getting the guy from The Giver, and the did not watch the, the woman movie. from Crawl. I like Crawl, and I liked her. Um, I I, but this this in terms of the trilogy, this is my favorite, and this is the one I like the most. It's the I think it's better. It's a better version of the first movie, and while it makes new different. While it makes new and different mistakes, mm. I um my only problem is that I want more of these characters uh, that you've given me. I think the world is great. I don't care about the story, but they I, I care about them that I would have liked them to have a little bit more detail in how we got here, and that's that's my issue. I want more of what you've given me in better detail. So mm. I I like a lot of this, and I don't think it's as size as the first movie, and I don't remember what I I think I give the first movie an A. I would say that this is a um, an A, but on different terms. Damn, you already uh, rated it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I really like this one. This this is the one I remember the most. Personally, I think the next one's gonna be my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. I just I, I just can't remember everything about it. So a lot I remember because right of- now, as it stands, the next movie was what I hoped the Rise of Skywalker would be at its worst. Raise a Palpatine. And the dice are loaded. So Snake Eyes. I'm looking forward to seeing if that changes, but for this movie, badass. Had a beastie. 
Bootstrap Bill, you're a liar, and you're gonna spend eternity on this shit. Bootstrap Bill, you're a liar, and, and I don't uh, like it. I love the way he says that. It's just like he's a shit. The way he says it to him, it's like his accent is like just the so word perfect. liar oh God, it's matters. Just, you're a liar. The, the word liar matters so much in that. Oh. That's just Bill Nye being different. God, he's just fucking awesome. Elmondo. So, so um, I'll be. Right back. <laughs> He's got to kill more Peters. Um, <laughs> so. Him, right? I just want to give a bit of. Uh, it's so, so good. This is so much fun. Uh, <laughs> look at that. It's so great. It's, it's fun. It is fun. <laughs> I have no problem with it. Uh, oh, when they watch I enjoy it. it. Man. I, I like it. And crushed. Uh-oh. Beautiful. Uh-oh. I love this. <laughs> they all stop. I just like how every ridiculous thing is given a moment to breathe. It's a sight, man. Like it's, it's pretty awesome. It there's just <laughs> this is the part where me and my mom left the hardest. Shit, I think. Is that is the wheel fake? Oh my god, the wheel is fake. Yeah, they made that wheel. No, it's they're they uh they composited a, a wheel on top of some blue screen thing. <laughs> you see like the the, love it. the blue reflecting off of their clothes when they were uh, it's it's really unnoticeable. But like the how they were holding the thing, there wasn't like a contact shadow. So they must have put something in the water that represented the wheel, but not the actual heavy ass wheel or something. So damn, that was cool. I for me, I really like this one. By and one one other point that I do want to say, and I'm getting this is I'm, now I'm getting controversial. Now it's my turn. Like I am okay. You're a Nazi. Even they're laughing. My, okay, I'm gonna say something controversial. I think <clears throat> Jack Sparrow being the focus is okay with me, and I'm tired of pretending that it's not. Why would you want to pretend? Like because it's like people are like Jack Sparrow works better as a supporting character, and I'm like, yeah. But my argument is, what would these movies be without him? It's not that they, it's not, well, they're not saying it's either lead, supporting, or without him. I, it's that he is the strongest as a supporting character. Can he lead a movie? Imagine if he got, imagine if, he, if, if, uh, if it was like Suicide Squad. He's swimming away, then Amanda Waller just blows his brains out. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> what would the rest of the movie be like, Alex? Well. He was in it. <laughs> well, I. My point is, is that there's a reason why that I think this movie works more than anything. It's because he isn't necessarily the focus. It's Will and Elizabeth and him. Yeah. And Norrington. It's a group of pirates. Yep. And if they'd have just committed to the fact that this is a group of people within the next films, the fourth and the fifth, it would have been fine. But like... You can't replace Elizabeth and Will, and that's exactly right. what they tried to do with the mermaid and the priest. And they are completely forgettable and whatever. If you're going to make Jack the lead of the movie, which I think you can do, bring Barbosa back, which they do. He's great. But surround himself with characters as good as him. But Jack is not a hero. Right. If you want to have an adventure story, you have to have a hero. You can't have the anti-hero lead the, mo- lead the movie and have everyone appreciate it. That's why you have Suicide Squad, and that's why you have Deadpool. Exactly. 
there needs to be a hero in these movies. Right. It like Elizabeth is the balance between them. She's fine with being a pirate. Will is not. She's fine with sending Jack to the gallows, but Will if he had his place should be wouldn't do it either. Like I I think they have different moral compasses that uh, like would be balanced interestingly well. And I think over three films they get developed well, especially when the two writers spent such a long time on the first movie with these characters. There are full-fledged arcs in that first movie that they get to build <laughs> up of here. Yeah. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, Jack is a full-fledged character. Will's a full-fledged character, and so is Elizabeth. When you read this movie, and you have Jack, the only full-fledged character, right. and then try to replace him to scratch with other ones, it's not going to be that good. Why would he, he is this world. He represents this world. But I don't know if he can carry a story if you don't know what the story is or where it's going. So right. we'll see in the fourth and fifth. But I You'll think, see. I We've think seen this, it. <laughs> this is an ensemble movie, the, these two. The first movie, I think it's clear that Will is the lead and Jack is the supporting guy. Or Elizabeth is in there as well. But in this movie, they, it's bigger than them. It's about Norrington. It's about the pirates. The right. two pirates that join the crew now. It's about a lot of people. It's an ensemble piece now. And you've lived with these characters since the last movie. It works more. I think that they just didn't build off that opportunity well in the fourth and fifth. They tried to recreate it in the fourth one. And I don't know if they do that. If, it's, if that was the smartest idea. Oh, God. This movie looks so great. Look at all these moves. It's, oh, a, it's a real boat, man. It's a camera. This is zooming shit. in, zooming in all the fucking sandwiches. Uh, anyway, I, I think I think that Jack is not a bad character. Jack's a lead fuck Jack is a goddamn amateur. He's a character on Disney World. Yeah. You can meet Jack. Jack can carry a story. It's just you have to understand what the story is. You just have is. to do it right. And like I think if you want these to be totally. adventure films, you need a hero, someone with a moral compass that Jack can bounce off of kind of manipulate a little bit but if you're going to make an entire movie about pirates which i think the closest one is this one then you have to own up to it with a stronger supporting characters to jack than just jack jack is obviously the most he's the lead character of the next movie and it's the supporting characters that suck he is not a hero though if you want to lead an adventure movie you gotta have a hero kind of Mm. so i i just think it depends on what the story calls for I think the first movie Will needs to be part of the bigger hero role. Jack needs to be the scurvy one, but like it switches halfway. Who's the last person you see at the end of the last movie? Jack. Yeah. How does yeah. you And like here, it's everyone going, oh, we miss Jack. Like that was my biggest part of that ending. Like for the next movie, you have a clear reason why you need him. Okay. No, they just. Mentioned <laughs> but it's not mentioned here. Exactly. That's my problem. Other than it's we not... miss Jack, I want to go and get him back. I'm gonna go and get him. It, yeah, I gotta be honest. The <laughs> ending of this movie is the weakest thing about this movie. The the, I think at the end of the day, it creates more problems than the island does of car of. Cannibal Island. Cannibal Island. I think that there's more problems created with this ending. Because, yeah, it's in the trailer of the next one where you're like, where he comes in and he's like, does anybody come and save me just because they miss me? Of course, Gibbs. And that, that's literally in the trailer of the next film. And that's literally why they're doing it this time. But in the next movie, there's a reason, and it's about Will getting kidnapped. You him. wrote the movies back to back. You know the reason going into the third movie. Just say why you need him back. 
I don't think they knew. God damn it! I don't think they knew. I mean, they're writing this movie as they're fucking... I don't think they knew. It's a miracle we got... I mean, they didn't know they wrote it! They wrote both of them! I gotta be honest, I don't even remember why they knew Jack Dash. I remember! Or am I gonna watch it? Yeah! You do! You gotta watch it! Yeah. You're pissing the freaking toilet bowl! That is Peacemaker's... Peacemaker's freaking helmet! My biggest problem with the third movie is more about the spectacle of the third act and how that... Maelstrom! But not... I don't remember He has kidney disease! I don't remember the story. All I know is that Beckett is the villain. I just remember that Beckett is the villain. And and that all pirates gather together to stop him. And that's, that's what I remember. And I don't remember how we get there or what the problem... Like... I'm going to be interested. But yes, that's a very good point. They, at the end of this movie, are like, hey, we miss Jack. Let's go get Jack. God! I wish... I wish that Davy Jones came back in the later movies. Because... I I think his character is so fleshed out. What? What? I can't be mad? I don't know if this is true, and I'm trying to avoid it. Oh, okay. I think I think Davy Jones shows up in the fifth movie at some point. He does. I don't remember it. That's. I think he. I think it's. It's not like how I'm explaining it, where like he should be. He should come back, come back, and be like. I think he's intended to be the villain of the movie that was supposed to be after the fifth one. I think he's supposed to come back. Well, that's what they should have fucking done. This is all a guess. I'm I'm guessing. Well, right I wasn't now, that far off. I right should... now, I'm guessing that Davy Jones is in an after credit scene or some sort of sequel stinger for the movie after the fifth film. I I don't remember. I've never seen it, or I don't remember what the theater experience was like. But I have had. I've seen some things so far in my research. I'm wondering if it's true. That's why. Why are you reading ahead? I'm not trying to, dude. Anyway, it's YouTube. I I just, I just yeah. Go ahead, dude. I don't remember. Okay. So, like, oh, God, B. B? Why B? You've ruined me. What? What, dude? Why Why does... Listen. Why does him not liking he it... He didn't no, no, need no, no, to thing. see oh. the kiss. Well, okay? No, well, they he... knew why they needed Jack back, and they didn't put that at the end of the movie. Oh, we're all sad that we need to save Jack. I don't need to save Jack. But, Chris, okay. All I'm saying is... Oh, God. <laughs> I'm freaking out over here. I love it. Um, all I'm saying, Chris, is just because you find a chink in the armor, just because you find something about it's a the, gaping hole. Uh, it's a gaping hole. I think for the when it comes to Elizabeth in the third film. But look at how much works. Look at how much they achieved here, dude. Uh, like I think it's important to understand that that's something that failed in their writing process that they chose to do. But still, but. It, it, it's oh, look at that yeah. look at that that's amazing there's so many things to like about this just because you find something again what is the reason I usually say about all of this when you make something learn from this use when it you use it when you write something dude and you would think of the thing that you love and you use it as inspiration go ah okay alright I don't want to pull a Pirates of the Caribbean dead man's chest Knowing why something doesn't work helps you make something work better in the future. Tentacle's not real. Porn sucks. <laughs> Where's the porn? I, I, that, that's all, Chris. I have my own opinions about that, and okay. I'm not expressing them here. Okay. Rule. Rule. Zach, you remember the rule? 
Um, yeah, I'm uh, like. Uh, this is better than a B. Don't fuck with me, dude. No, here's my thing. Okay, okay. That's okay. what I'm saying. Here's my thing. It's like, you just. I'm like, trying to def- like. I'm trying to, like. I think it weakens the what we d- out this one. Like, why did they? Why did they do what they did? Okay, so like, we know why. I just like. Why but you have to take into account re- grading these as individual things. Uh, it is a series, yeah. But why did they watching individual out of it though? No, I'm just like I'm just... because that's because that's the easiest route they could have gone rather than actually try to make more of a person out of Elizabeth. She's hot, and they want to make her the attractive thing. These movies are made for boys and not for girls. They want Kira Knightley to sit there and swoon over the boys. Like See, now I just, like, like now they were making it about that. Like now No, it's not no about... No enjoyment about this. It's Dude, not. you gotta... I, I'm sorry, man. This is film. Oh, no, that blood. Oh. This, this is film. This is how the way it is. It's changing nowadays, but this is... You have to look at the things you watched as a kid and see these things for what they are because you may meet somebody. Let's say you meet a girl and you're like, I love pirates, and she's like, this is what I think of Elizabeth. You can look at her and be like, I agree, but this is what they do well. And these are the things I love about her. And this is how they could make her stronger. This is how they could bring her back and make her better when they're going to make a new Pirates movie with nothing but female pirates with star Margot Robbie. Like, she can come back. She can be better. I this, hope she does. She's going to still be Pirate King. Hell oh, yeah. That would be so... Hell yeah. Oh. I don't even remember that she became Pirate King until you started mentioning these episodes. I... Are you, you, never mind. Because I have... Don't, I'm remembering things. Watching this movie reminded me things about the third film. But I, there's a lot I don't remember. Um, but that is one of the things I remember not liking about the third film was that they should have just been together and don't will they won't they shit. But as I'm watching Elizabeth now, the biggest hindrance, and it's a smart, it's a hard thing to achieve. You have four people who want the chest. Mm-hmm. If you have a fifth, what's the logical reason that Elizabeth would ever want the chest? Get Other well. than, uh, well, she's gotten to will. Yeah. By the time they're doing the sword fight, and he, that guy's explaining all of why they want, want they all want the chest. She is out of that. So they create mm. a story that is as thematically resonant as they can. And they just screw it up, I think, with that one decision. So they are doing a lot of really good work here. And then they just fumble it at the 90-yard line. And I don't know why that is yet until I watch the next film. And I'll do a little bit more research there and I'll have a better answer. But that is something I never enjoyed. And I realized that they had an opportunity to make a moral argument and not a romantic one. And they went romantic to get the girls and the kids and the boys in the seats. It was a... It was a uh, I'm not surprised since we have it, pirates explaining and breaking uh, the explaining how the movie is going to play out. It's a Michael Bay looking at demographics decision. And it's the studio coming in and going, that's the thing I would rather choose. I don't know if they chose that or if the writers chose it and that that's the kind of writing they do. But, dude, movies have never been this strong for women. They are, back then. They are starting to get that way now. But this movie pushes Elizabeth in doing amazing things. But they could have done more. It's not like they did her horribly. But they could have done more. And that's all. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's just, that's what you look at this movie and realize, oh, that's the small Okay, That's not a bad thing. She's smart. This is a smart decision. That's bad. I don't even think him seeing it is bad. I think it's how he reacts in the next movie is bad. It doesn't matter if he sees it or not. It's just it's, tell him no, that no. you did it. You can't come to the show. It, it matters because talk that's to each the other. Thing he's really mad about her about not the fact that she decided to kill Jack Sparrow. 
That's the thing here. She kissed Jack and she killed him. Yeah. Talking to that's anybody no, about that's it. not what I'm saying. Cover your no, ears. The movie, the movie makes it very clear. The movie makes it very clear that that is what Will is mad about. You have a decision to make this a moral argument. You have all the setup for it. They just choose to make it make Will a romantic, jealous person. Fucking idiot. There's nothing wrong with her being attracted to him no, there's because not. he's a pirate and not understanding why that's why she's attracted to him until she makes the decision to handcuff him to the ship. All of that works. Will seeing that kiss and then for the next 30 minutes, 40 minutes of the next movie, making shitty emo decisions is bad. It's not even a bre- it's not even bad to Liz- to Elizabeth. She has to sit there and feel guilty about both of those decisions for the next film, and then Will goes around being mad about it too. And it's like, why couldn't they just be together? Why couldn't they just be cool? But like, that's not the worst thing ever, Chris, because countless things were doing this around this time. It's expected. I didn't think of anything different at the time. Like, you would have had to really be thinking ahead to say, I want these people to be a couple in the second film and to be a power couple in the third film so that I can separate them at the end of the third. And I just, they didn't do it. I don't know whether they caved or whether they didn't think of it. Might even be in behind the scenes. I, I don't know. But it's the one thing that I find is a problem in here. And it's still a fucking A, man. It's still an A. I love this thing. It's a lot of fun. Apart from that detail, it, it they had every opportunity to make this just a heaping pile of like yes. poop. Like just poop on fire. And they they somehow didn't with all the spinning plates and the moving pieces and literally writing this as the movie is being shot. That's fucking impressive. I'm willing to forgive this, the detail of how Will reacts to the kiss in the next movie because of everything else that was done right for this. So gross. I, I don't, I, I hate being, Sorry for just slang term for a butthole. I, I hate being <laughs> the kind of guy who just because he sees the problems of film that I hate it or that I dislike it or that I'm shitting on it. I don't, I'm not here to make your experience. It literally cripples the next movie. It cripples a huge section of it. but That's important because we're reviewing the next movie. Yes, it is important, Chris. It is important. Maybe you will walk away from this. It's not about his dad anymore. My God. It is about his dad. No, it's about the kiss. That's why he's making all the decisions so he can piss off Elizabeth because he kissed the fucking I don't parent. remember that. I do, I don't remember that. I do know he goes to Beckett. I do remember that. Shit. Yeah, we're not reviewing, Damn it! We're not reviewing that, that movie shit. yet. Um, this may be a big issue, but like, I doesn't hinder the, the ending is paramount. This is, this is what everybody remembers. I, I, this is, it's Disney, not paramount. I gotta be honest. It doesn't hinder Shut up! The, it doesn't hinder the first Shut two movies up. for me. It, yeah. I, Chris, what it tells me, what it tells me is, while it may screw up some aspects of this power couple, they it tells me the potential that they had in the first place. How strong these characters were, how much Orlando Bloom makes Will for me. You have convinced me with this film. I don't want anybody else but Bloom, man. I could you have somebody else? Sure. Could somebody else be better out there? Sure. But I like what he does with it. I like what he owns with it. I like that after Elizabeth Town, he came up and he's like. I'm fucking owning this. During the li- liar dice scene, I love him. I love him. I think Will is great in this movie, and it's Bloom. I think Elizabeth is great, and it's Keira Knightley. I think Jack is great, and it's Johnny Depp. They're all having fun. Norrington. Norrington is a great character. Norrington is a 
huge example of how you can make side characters great in this movie, mm-hmm. or side characters the lead characters in general. There are so many things to love about this. How it was made, who made it. I, I am all I was leery about getting to this in just these three movies. But I'm not. I want to see the third. I think I'm going to enjoy it more than I didn't. And now here's the thing, Chris. If I walk in, I promise you this. If I walk into the next movie, and you're right, this hindrance that I'm pointing out is really big, and it's a huge section of it for these two characters. If I notice that, I promise that I will do my best to literally be as positive about it as possible. No, you leave that. You leave that to me. You leave that whole section. I'm not going to be negative. I'm about going to this one rip. This movie to pieces. If that's all that. that he does, it's not all he does. No, Will's still defending his father. He's still trying to help his father. <laughs> Why did he see the kiss? Look at this. That's all people are gonna think look, about. Look at it's that. like, oh, he's only ever doing this because she kissed Jack. No, I do think. Ah! Again, again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That I'm sorry, was folks. Probably for super pe- loud. For people who have listened to us throughout the years, this is the kind of freak out you can get from Chris. It's very true, but it's a passionate one. This is let's, a prime let's, a, Chris loves things passionately. He does. But this is the process of being a filmmaker and storytelling. You need to know where the problems are. You need to know where the hindrances are. Guess what? Maybe one day you write a movie like Pirates. And you realize you take all the inspirations Bring from... Bring Davy Jones back. Freaky is a movie... Five different movies come together to make an excellent movie. It is possible for people to learn from the mistakes of others. That's why I want you to watch this. That's why I watch this. When I tell a story to my kids... I want to learn not to teach them the wrong things. One of my favorite, my favorite book of all time, there's a section where the dad tells a story to his kids. He's a novelist, so he makes up stories for a living. Throughout the process of telling the story, the wife is on the outskirts, and she's listening to it, trying to figure out what the moral of the story is. It keeps changing over and over and over again, and by the end, it's as simple as look both ways before you cross the street. But it's an elegant story about how he got there, about a dog always trying to chase a cat. And watching the wife go through the evolution of that story, how you make things impact. On the first point, you're right. People are going to look at that and go, oh man, he saw her kiss. That's the only thing that's important. Do you know what took years for people to realize? The arc of Elizabeth being attracted to his piracy. Not that it was just some, oh, I'm attracted to sexy Johnny Depp. There's an arc there. There really is merit to it. There's potential that was ruined. But that potential there is something that you okay, can one day build off of in your own story. It stories. doesn't ruin... Okay, now that you make that point, it doesn't ruin Elizabeth. It ruins Will. Thank you. Thank you. I do think that that's what's going to happen. Kill me. I don't know. Uh, no, because I do think that Will is a character I enjoy now. While he may bitch and moan about Elizabeth, sure, I do like this Will. I like that Will. I think Elizabeth is better, but I mean... She can't even come to drink it. I th- also think Kira Knightley is a better actor than Orlando Bloom. I mean, duh! I think she's a better yeah, actor. Yeah, I don't even have Orlando to say Bloom. that. So, like, she's making a lot of this more work, but I do like him. I think he matters. I think he works. And I think, look, he didn't have to look at her after that moment and say, we need to get him back. Like, he's looking at the woman he loves, seeing after he kissed somebody else and after that moment and going, you know what? Maybe she does love him. Let's bring him back. These is, there's some interesting, compelling stuff here. That's true. That I do think is interesting. This, That's pretty cool. Actually. These were two writers 
trying their best to achieve what Brookheimer's telling them, and they're having shitty communications from L.A. They all live in fucking L.A. It wasn't until they got on an island and really had to try and make this that they all came together and still made this, dude. This is amazing. This is still fantastic. Of course it had problems, man. Nobody's perfect. No, Every, this every is movie has a problem, man. Billion dollar movie, dude. Billion dollar, one of the best sequels ever made. Whether it hinders the third or not, this is worth it all. The first movie is still very much worth it. I want to see an ending here. And I don't care what it is. Because I don't. I love these characters and I love this world. I, they may screw it up a little bit, but so does fucking Godfather 3. Dude, when Star we get Wars, to Godfather yeah, 3, man, Godfather 3 is one of the biggest declines of sequels ever made. Like, threes don't always work. Threes are very hard to make work. Hold on, I'm trying to... And then the process is Peter graded. <laughs> it's not a... I'm just saying, it ain't a B. Um, there were, I'm there still were, deciding. There he is with that motherfucking apple. He can finally eat it. Brilliant! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's brilliant. Oh, I don't character. care. Even, and now, I don't care if it cheapens everything else. No, it's, listen, it's, listen. No. Now you see why they had to go back and rewrite that scene. Because you see, whose boots do we see... Throughout that entire scene. Exactly. Yeah, we I see know, his yeah. boots. They had to go back and realize, oh, we can write his boots in there. And Here's that's the a hint. That's a hint. Here's the thing. They couldn't do that at the start. I do have a question, though. Were they made for walking? Oh, that's just what they'll do. One of these days. Oh, these boots are going to whack all of us. Oh! You. <laughs> <laughs> the boots are made for the seat. Boots are made for the seat. Not, not for walking. They're sea boots, guys. You're oh, best, God! You best start believing in fairy uh, tales. You're in one! Oh, uh, man. Dang it. <laughs> Fucking A, man. This is my favorite. Uh, I love this one. Okay, so there are two I things. I think this one is great. One that I forgot to say. My head hurts. <laughs> one I forgot to say in the behind the scenes. They, It, it blew my mind. So when they were when they were coming up with the character designs on the CG because they already drew the characters now they're trying to figure out in the three dimensional space mm. and making it look realistic. Can can you just give me a wild guess, just one from both of you, what what thing they used as inspiration and also just used flat out to make? Oh, I know it. You know yes, it. Okay, then don't say it. Alex is dull down the top shelf to make. Yep. Damn. Oh my god. Huh. It's been there the whole time. <laughs> uh, pretty small. Uh, anyway. I didn't know that I didn't know that I <laughs> as an influx of my poop were in Pirates There's of blood the Caribbean. Blood on it! Well that too. What else would there be? Texture. Don't make it weird. Yeah, the texture. What do you think the texture was his face. for his, for his face. face? Davy Jones's face. You want me to just tell you instead of you thinking and guessing? It's very obscure and you would never It's it. amazing. I'll tell you how they figured it out, too. That microphone. Holy shit. No, it's not that. I'm sorry. Dang it! So, uh, the guy's trying to figure out the texture, right? And he goes to throw away something. Okay. He's just walking away for a second to throw something away. What does he see in a trash can? He sees... A past hemorrhoid? A styrofoam (laughs) coffee cup. Oh, styrofoam? Coffee cup. Coffee cup. So they used the coffee stains in the styrofoam. They did a uh, like 4K scan of it, you know, hyper Are they detail. sure it was coffee? Could have been poop. 
I thought that was amazing. That what you oh, yeah. are seeing on screen, billion dollar movie is coffee cup. <laughs> the inside of a coffee. Of course, there's other textures on it, but like literally, no, it was so easy to stop. literally, it was it was taking the image and putting it on the tentacles. Mm. Not a lot else was added. Isn't that crazy? Interesting. It's fucking awesome. That is weird. And then a technical thing that I'm that I had to just like write down for myself. And I want, I usually delete these notes, but this note I am not going to delete because I think it, or this particular thing, because I thought it was so fucking cool. I know other movies have done this, but it's a scene where, uh, William steals the key from Davy Jones. You know, he's got like the, um, the quill in one hand and I don't know, like a stick in the other. So he's holding the quill and the quill, He's hold like and he's holding the tentacles up. Which side note, those tentacles were real. Mm. They put tentacles on Bill Nye's face in in the shot, and it was just like blue screen, you know, rubber, uh. and so that they could he could, Bill or Will could actually interact with. Him. Oh yeah, when he's stealing the yeah. Key. So it, the quill, the quill that he's holding, the quill that Will is holding, mm. slips, and the tentacle from Davy Jones falls onto the. Like onto the an uh-huh. organ key, yeah, and it makes a, and it makes like this huge loud noise. And the second time I watched is when I caught it. I, I had to pause. And I'm like, holy shit, there's more than one thing happening here. So you have you have the the sound which works in the soundtrack. You know, it's like a cool organ thing. So it it's that. But what we what you would normally hear in the soundtrack is something like that organ. The organ worked both ways as the soundtrack and also as like a jump scare for the audience. Oh, wow. But it was in the universe that it happened. It wasn't like... It was diegetic. Yeah, it wasn't like you were watching it and then you're hearing the soundtrack. That was like the sound played because mm-hmm. the character interacted with it and it also worked as a, like a jump scare. Well, also... And I, like- like they're giving the information of the lock in that moment too. Oh my god, there were like four four things were happening then. Mm-hmm. What? What? Yeah. Blew my mind. Gorbavinsky is a master juggler, fight me. No, he know the man knows how to juggle. No, don't fight him. Oh, he's not really fighting. Remember I just help out once? Like <laughs> Oh my god, do I remember that? His coughing fit. He had a coughing fit like I did. Yeah. Like that like I did. he um he's like Who's the producer? Who came up with this? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Can you was, fart, Chris? <laughs> he, was he was like... He was pissed. He should be mad at his agent for booking him. I don't think he was thinking straight. You don't think straight when you're on that much hot sauce. It's anyway, like a drug. He was, it, he was gone, man. Yeah. Great? Yes, yeah. So I think, full circle, you were describing this movie as a puzzle, right? At the yeah. very beginning, you described it <laughs> like as Like, this is overcomplicated <laughs> fun yeah, puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But if you're looking at it as a puzzle, as a metaphor, it's almost like you can take like three puzzle pieces in from every side, right? Yeah. And take them out and still have the same exact frame on that move on the on the movie, on the puzzle. You can like take what the fuck was that? That was weird. I don't even know if that'll be picked up on the mic. <laughs> I, I think, think it will. Uh that was crazy. That was I think, weird. That, I think it will. I was making a good point. Oh my God. Weird hobo. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, like, it's about to be like, uh, what's that movie? 
Never mind. Go ahead. It's about to be like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Quote from Chris. Shit 2021. <laughs> it's about to be like that one movie, guys. <laughs> At all of the movies. It's just like you could take you can take that entire perimeter of pieces out and put the outside perimeter of them on and it will mm-hmm. look the exact same and work the exact same. But you don't get the enjoyment of like figuring out where all those other puzzle pieces go. Right. It's still fun. So I and I gave the last movie an A. Yeah, I think I gave it an. I think we all gave it an A. Didn't you? Yeah, I did. I I love. Oh my god! I was gonna give this one less of one. I was gonna give this one an A minus, but at the end of the today, I think it's an A. Oh my god! It just has different problems. If it, yeah, it, they they all they all have problems, and maybe by the end of the series, we might have different grades for these movies, and we can look back and be like, actually, that one was like an A plus. We'll and then... have the other movies to compare them. Exactly. Those exactly. Last two. Yeah. Right. As the child, the child me would have like always watched this one i mean i watched the other ones but like i would always go to this one so you weren't traumatized as i was watching jack sparrow die because that was a big thing about when watching this movie because like watching jack sparrow die i I was uh traumatizing as a kid for me no because the movie says that they can get him back yeah and also well that didn't register with me i process shock differently that's fair that's fair i was the type of child to be like whoa Awesome. He got eaten by a giant squid. Cool. Maybe he's alive in the next movie. This is my wet dream. But I... What? What? I was imitating you. Okay, okay, yeah. That's totally what Peter would say. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. You nailed him. Yep. I've had many wet dreams before. On the sea, I'm like, just waves on me. Like I see Davy Jones. I think you know what a wet dream is. No, I know. No, I'm single, so I know what they are. Through line with a running Holy joke. Holy shit! Woo! Nice. Wow. The, lice, the, the, the lice were doted. <laughs> the doted? Shit. <laughs> the dice were loaded. The, the dice, dice were doted! <laughs> no, I said, no, I said the, the lice, lice were doted. <laughs> the lice were doted. <laughs> you have to say it like that from now on. You have to. The lice were doted. Oh. Yeah, the lice were doted. Snake eyes. Snake eyes. <laughs> the lice were doted. Big oh, size. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So i i would have I would have given that this... dog is dead. Yeah, yeah, the dog is so dead in real life and in the movie. They ate that dog, and it's kind of sad that we're even looking at this now. Like, oh, it's cute. The dog's holding the. Oh, oh yeah. Dog's gonna get eaten. No, kill twenty-seven Johnson. Twenty-seven. That's twenty-seven, man. It's twenty. You can't forget that number. It's twenty-seven children. Yep. That are not on this planet because of a weasel. How the weasel killed them, we don't know. <laughs> Wait, the weasel's not real. <laughs> what? <laughs> These are fictional characters. Suicide Squad's not a documentary. David, get your head out of here. I know ass. you watch a documentary about pirates and understand that pirates is a movie, but, but Suicide Squad is not real. I'm, I told you, he came out of a time machine. How do you tell him that? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. What the fuck, man? I know you built one at that theater with those weird guys, but no. Great it! I did. You did, you gave it an A. Asshole. You're the one that needs to change from your fucking B. <laughs> You need to get out of your fucking B-boy Yeah, I've, I've been the one who's, who's letting you fucking figure this out. And I'm like, yeah, the, the child All right. would have given this an come A+. On, plus. Come on, come on, come on. And then I, I right now would give this an A, but I'm pro- I might give it an A+. Plus. Okay. I just think it's amazing. Oh, man. And you give it an A. All right, guys. Thank you for... You give it an A, man. Come on. Don't, don't do that. It is not a B. It's not a B. You're entitled... They ruined... They ruined Will! 
They will ruin Will. <laughs> they did. Grade this movie. He should have not Chris. That. He said this movie. Grade this movie, not the next one. Okay, all right. Damn. <laughs> I think they ruin him in the next one. I think he's not awesome. this one. He's awesome in this one. Wait, not this one. He's, he's not ruined it. yet. Grade this one. Oh, they just said don't grade this one. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see something in the corner on that one. Don't grade this one. No. Okay, guys. Wait, grade this I gotta... one. I'm gonna call Zach. I'm no, don't call Zach. God, no. I don't even need to say anything anymore. Oh my God, please don't call Zach. I've done my job. Oh no, please don't. It's it's one a.m. Oh my God. <gasps> got you. Got the audience. <laughs> Active thirteen minutes ago. What? <laughs> I can't work. I have to sleep. I have to sleep, guys. I can't. I, I can't do the podcast. I have to work. You're up. You're up. <laughs> You'd be sitting here watching fucking Rick and Morty as we're trying to grade this. Anyway, you're up. Anyway, he's not listening to this. <laughs> no, but you're up. He's not anyway, don't act like you're fucking tired and you can't pay attention anymore. You're up, Chris. Grade this one. Before Alex opened his stupid, smart mouth, what would you have graded this? It was smart. See, I don't really think about that until we actually start rolling. So, like... <laughs> think about what? Grading it. I like to talk it through. I thought you were going to say how Alex opening his dumb fucking mouth. Dumb? No. No, no, no. So, dumb my thing is... Mouth. My thing is, like, okay... Davy Jones, great villain. Oh, amazing villain. The CGI holds up 15 years later. Oh my god. It's a beautiful, beautiful job. It looks good. 300 and how many days? And how many people? Uh, and how many people? And all the places they had to go. And people the... didn't physically die, but they died all. They all died inside. Oh yeah. You know, there's, there's a whole montage of people walking up. The hill that they paved, and they're like, we don't need exercise. Like, we don't need to work no out. Gyms, no nothing. You just walk. There, there, were, there was no like walk and carry equipment. Honestly, there was no overweight person on the set. There was like hundreds of people. Nice. None of them were like obese. Well, there's a positive. Um. Anyway, so I don't know. They worked the bone. No. Yeah. So I'm. I do like. Just looks good. Moves good. It's not as like fifty three percent Rotten Tomatoes. Oh no, that's not fair. That's figure that out. No, it's uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's I Rotten. Know. I don't listen to them anyway. Rotten is literally in their name. Titles are important. Is Hashtag that, quoted by Chris. Is that popcorn or is that tomato? That's tomato. Critics said that. Yeah, that's why I don't care about anyone's fifty three percent. I I uh no I I mean the first one is better a uh, better tighter movie, but this is. This is a bad, like this is, a really this is convoluted movie. in a fun way, and yeah. I'm okay with that. It doesn't need to make sense. Um, so, so does the fucking. Uh, it doesn't need to hold your hand, even though it does, well, yeah. and you still don't get it. Well, I mean, there's a, like we're gonna explain why they need the chest, even though we already said it at the beginning of this movie. Because you're an idiot. Well, yeah, that's what it feels between, like. Let, well, let me ask you this, Chris. How would you compare something like this to the Maltese Falcon? Is that even a comparison? Yeah, I think that's a puzzle. I think that's a movie that's incredibly hard to follow and sometimes confusing for confusing sake. Well, that's not very confusing. The Maltese Falcon was not confusing. It was just moved at a rapid pace that I couldn't understand it, what everybody was saying at a given moment. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, some of the... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Peter. 
Uh, everybody was speaking rap god. What I got to do? The whole movie was just rap god. I, I, one might argue that it's a confusing movie where you can't tell who who's doing. I'm sorry, I can't slow down with weed. Okay, to understand that movie, all right. Or you could watch it more than once. <laughs> the silence and that. You, how many times have or you I watched this movie? Or I could just hang myself. That's fine. Too. Whoa! No. What the hell? That's a step forward. Anyway, um, like, <clears throat> I'm just saying that you. Can I'm not laughing at my you. My point is, is that you can have a plot. I would be surprised still, if you weren't. You can have um, a plot that's not. confusing but still be entertaining. Right. Like, do you need? Do you need time to think? No, this is not a good time. This is not a good time. Because <laughs> we can give you time to think, man. No, I just th- wanna, I want to like go do, go to bed. Do you so, want to like, have an extra week and judge these two together no. when you watch? No, this no, 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 no. I gotta judge this one. This guy's pushing me. Do you want me to take off my pants? No, we are not spinning a wheel. <laughs> but my butt. Show that to Alex on your own time again. Sorry, celery. She's not complaining. Oh. Ooh. Speaking of which, she's watching Suicide Squad right now with her friend. And no offense to her friend, but her friend over-explains everything. And it's not like, oh, like, this is what's happening in the movie. It's like, here's... Wait, here's, she has her own mat? Here's everything that happened in order for this shot to get made kind of thing. And she's and she's like, oh my god, I'm just trying to watch Suicide Squad. <laughs> like, oh god, yeah, she it, it happened before in other... John Travolta in Broken Arrow. Oh. Love it. Hush! Uh, <laughs> anyway, um. I th- uh, dang it, like. I really hate what they did with showing Will that she kissed Jack and all the fallout that happens after that, but like. If I, if I, if I, if I keep going down that road, Peter's probably gonna choke me to death, like Homer Simpson and Bart. Well, what room? Um, Why would I choke you? It's just the. To satisfy your own lustful pleasure. Everything okay? that it's literally one moment in the last five minutes of this movie. Everything that lead up that leads up to that is really well done. Don't focus on the next one. Uh, probably great, my personal favorite. Rating uh, this movie. I know. You can leave it at a B and then come back next week and change. Yeah, we are. There's no hindrance here. I'm not, leaving, I'm not leaving that door open. What? To change it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's really You have in other franchises. That is true. Damn it. Pick a lane, Lois. You're being hard. You're being My name's not Lois. You're being hard what? on yourself only because you want to be. <clears throat> yeah, you're a little masochistic. You're, you're, you are trying to be this bad on yourself. It's a, don't kink shame. Want to be. Don't kink shame. I'm myself, no, of this movie. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> don't tentacle shame me. You are. You're hindering your ability to to change your vote later because you're being strict to yourself right now for no other reason than you want to be. That's a decision he's making. Yeah. Don't be Will. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you evil son of a bitch! Don't do this! He literally does that! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Don't get all evil! <laughs> Don't be so prideful, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> oh my god, that went full circle too. <laughs> I can't think straight when you stop quipping for five fucking minutes. <laughs> I can't, it's in my blood. <laughs> oh god. 
Uh, I think this. I think the Elizabeth thing was a shock to you, and I think you need you some think? time. I think you need some think? time, bro. I think you need some time. Like it's not a like well, now that I think about it, it's not a problem for her. It's a problem for Will because that's how that yes, as an audience member, that affects how you see Will's decisions in the next movie. Exactly. We're not green the next movie. Exactly. No, not yet. Not yet. So up until that point, what would you give the movie? Up until that moment where they lock lips, like Marco oh, Roman wrestlers, when they have sex with their mouth. Up until then. Uh. Up until that moment. There is a moment. Slow <laughs> 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 cars. End of movie. I was trying to be that guy from uh Fridays and Guys Volume 2. Oh yeah. Sick the yeah, okay. Uh, anyway. <sighs> Up until the point of the cataclysmic of the cataclysmic choice. Mm-hmm. Uh David Jones is really good. Dude, he's amazing. Hans Zimmer takes full control of the yes, soundtrack. And Davy Jones is... You're like, going to notice some overlap. I'm just saying that right now. Um, I, I don't... I mean... I think that... I think the, the score alone. Honestly, I think the score from this movie carries over to the next movie, but I think it's better used in the next movie. I think Well, the very fact that they're both written at the yeah. same time means that I probably won't see... You keep mentioning Davy Jones, I'm like... It's might might be an A plus just because of Davy Jones being so fucking good. Like I keep the bar at ninety nine souls. Um. Um. I don't like you. <laughs> That's not the line. But no, he says he says, and you'll be spending an eternity on the. I know. Bootstrap Bill, you're a liar, and you'll be spending eternity on this ship. Yep. I'm I'm an A or you know edging on an A plus. Right before that kiss, it was an A. Mm. Cool. That's it, folks. Let's wrap it up. I but like pack that the, that the kiss, kiss does affect All the right. rest. Of Unpack. I'm gonna be honest, Chris. I know I'm giving you a lot of shit here, but the moment I saw him see that kiss, oh, there was a lot that died in me. Yeah. That came back to me, and I. I I think that's earned. I think that bit of disappointment is earned. I think you are voicing an opinion here that it's probably no. Said to David, David get out! Or I'll, I'll throw, do what I want. I, I will throw you out of the window. I'll fuck you up, motherfucker! Come on! I David. will call Laura Dern and we will. Okay, I'm out. Okay, get out! Yeah, don't, don't call don't Laura. Laura. I love this. She's bitch. She's badass. She'll you know, kick, like she'll she'll kick my ass. I will probably, I will probably never call Zach, but I will call Laura Dern. Oh my gosh, you have Laura Dern's number. Why haven't you fucking got any drink, oh, dude? How do you think I got David here? Oh my god! Who How did you get me here? Every time you say my name, all of a sudden I just He's poof up in this road. Space what? Uber is not cheap. <laughs> what? Anyway, so what? Getting him here from Mars is not easy. All Mars. Right? They need moms. Moms. They have ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> So I slapped a pope. <laughs> anyway, that was Dead Man's Chest. Um, Wait, you didn't give it. Wait, do we want? Do I just? Like, I'm thinking B plus. Well, you fair, said that fair. Not an A minus B plus. Yeah. Okay. That ending really knocked it down a few pegs. I think you're voicing a disappointment that's earnestly there. Yes, but I think for the next week, that it is not Elizabeth's Peter, problem. It's Will's. That we don't it. have to do this anymore. <laughs> just saying. I get you, Chris. I do. I think that's fair. 
Like, seriously. B like, plus? B plus, why not? The, plus. the first one is the best one. Like, literally, how can you not think about that right now? I'm thinking about it, but I still like all the other aspects of the movie. That's why I got I know, it, gave it an A. But, like, that... You can, give, you can give it whatever grade just you like, want. Just like every, uh, just like all the Harry Potters, and how difficult it was to try and figure out what I found that I liked and disliked about each one specifically. Finding the ones that I really truly liked for the reasons I liked them. Number three, baby. I think I think three. watching the next movie is gonna really decide whether that's final or not. That's exactly where my head's at, man. Really, yeah, none, none. Because like, if they somehow stick this landing in my eyes, then fine. Chris, what you're experiencing is what I've been experiencing all week since I watched it. You have, it's not clicked because I put it in your head and you're going through all the things that I've gone through all week. Because I haven't watched the third one, but I gotta be honest, I'm still excited to. I still really want yeah, to. Yeah, I might watch it tonight. Uh, I, I can't. can't. <laughs> but I am excited to. I really do want to. That has not hindered that. I am very much in this world. I'm still on the high seas, baby. All right, that's it, everyone. We're done. It's six to nine degrees, so we gotta get out of here. Um, no, let's stay. No, um, I mean, it's outside, so six to nine degrees outside. <laughs> let's go outside. Yeah, I'm going outside to my car. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're done. So next week at World's End and the fight of the century. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you decide what I meant by that. I will say this, Chris. There's a podcast I listened to on this movie called Franchise Killer with four people. They argued way harder and more passionately than we ever could about this. I knew this was coming, and they did worse. They <laughs> did. Like, there's literally a guy in the group that didn't like the movie at all. And there were three what? people trying to defend it on those levels. Damn. So, like, I knew the arguments that could come here. And as I heard all of them... That's the most finite problem of this film. Mm-hmm. Everything else is fluffed by the wayside. Yeah. That's the hardest core. That's the one screw that's going to bring the car down at the end of the film. That's because I heard as many different opinions about how many people liked this that I finally honed what was wrong with it. Oh, we're going to listen to the soundtrack for the next movie on the way home. I've been listening to it all fucking week. Can't wait to move on. I really wish that like Hans Zimmer, Zimmer would do home. like one more score like this. His, I heard there's two tracks after the new Doom movie. They're pretty good. I know. Yeah. We'll have to listen to that later. Anyway. They're good night drivers. So. We'll uh, see you guys next time for At World's End. And uh, ER. Also abbreviated as AW. Um, but uh, yeah, so see you guys next time. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye, pasty. And girls. Or she. Or she. Or they. Or she. Release the hentai cut.